You are watching the vodka stream. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to the vodka stream. It's Friday. We made it through another week. And uh, yeah, been a crazy week. Definitely has been a crazy week when it comes to this week. But hey, you know, the weekend's here, you know, the week ended, week ended pretty well for me. So, you know, not going to lie, not going to lie. So, man, cheers, guys. Uh, I've already been drinking too much of this. Mm. Ah, And then, of course, well, I got to say this, too. And again, I'm doing what I did last week for the opening of the stream is I'm also live on Instagram with another angle. I got the phone right there. So, you know. Just uh, if you know, I don't know if you want to watch it from that angle. It's not as you know sharp, and and of course the audio is not that great. But yeah, I got the Instagram right there. But anyways, cheers and happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Zack Snyder! Happy birthday to you! Mm. That's right, Zach's birthday today. So maybe you know, he's probably, I don't know, he's probably on a mountain somewhere. I don't know what he's doing. He's probably doing something pretty crazy and everything. So happy birthday to Zach. And uh, yeah, guys. Uh, so basically how I'm going to start the show today is, uh, well, I'm going to say hi to you guys. And then you guys to start asking questions. And while you're like putting some questions in the comments, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give a full review like uh, my like I did with Madam Webb. I'm going to give my drinking review for uh for a uh, dune part do that's right it's going on phil dune messiah win i know right it's probably not going to happen for another four or five years mr villeneuve villeneuve <laughs> i always say his name wrong he uh he's got other projects that he's got so he's going to be doing some of those because he went from dune to dune part two and of course it took a little longer because of things that were happening but yeah uh, any, any news about the spawn movie? You know, I haven't heard anything. I think McFarland keeps on giving us hope and he's reassuring us that it's happening. I don't know. It's crazy. I like the border around the logo reminds me of the earth one suit. Oh, you're talking about, uh, the Superman logo. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Superman logo is looking, looking pretty good. Looking pretty sharp. But of course, everybody on there is like doing their thing, you know, as they do. It's such a weird thing that we're like, we're getting this new Superman. You know, I still remember seeing the, I still remember seeing the Man of Steel logo. And there was jokes back then because, you know, people are joking and people are way too serious when they joke. I made it, I made the joke in my video that, you know, the Superman logo, yeah, it looks like, a, you know, the texture and everything kind of looks like a basketball. But I made the joke and other people made the joke when we first saw the Man of Steel logo that it was made out of a dodgeball. So, it's kind of the same thing. Jokes, everybody. Don't take it too seriously. Don't take it too seriously. But people, fans, got to just take things way too seriously. What's going on, Miss Lisa Jackson? How's it going? This is uh, windy and chilly in Vegas. Yeah, it's a little chilly here. I know we're going to be getting some rain this weekend. So what's going on, Mr. Axel? Had a huge, had a huge walk in the Blue Mountains. Nice. Max Wolf Knight Danger. Hey, Dave, what up? I'm doing good. My thoughts on Dune 2. 10 out of 10. I don't like the Crow reboot picture. It looks like Jared Leto's Joker. So, yeah, I know, right? Uh, we'll be talking about that, too. Let's see. Uh, we got Shane R. right here on Instagram. Glad to hear Furiosa screen testing. Yeah, that's right. It's doing well. 
We got Jimbo. Do you think people want James Gunn to fail? Oh yeah, there's a lot of people that want James Gunn to fail. It's sad. I don't. I don't understand. Like, I, I don't. I have directors that I don't like, but I don't want them to fail. But yeah, it's sad. You know, just again, some of the people in the fandom turn into big hypocrites because they were defending Zach when people wanted him to fail, and now they want. James Gunn to fail. It's just very strange. It's very odd. Very odd. All right. Who else we got here? Antonio Baker. What is happening? All right. Maxwell Danger. Dave, did you know James Gunn changed them? Yes, totally did. Totally did. We'll be talking about that. Brain, I hope James doesn't use Lex. I don't think he is using Lex as the main villain. I think uh, that's being under wraps right now. Hey, Mr. McKenzie with the $40 super chat. Cheers, my friend. Oh. Ah, love it, love it, love it. Ah, let's see who else we got. We got Austin right here. What's going on, Austin? Good to see you. We got Bradley right here, too. Wait a minute. I think you guys are in each other's pictures right there. Um, so how much did you love? Oh, well, I'm about to give my full review. And if you saw my first reaction, you already, you already know. You already know. Yes, happy birthday. What a coincidence. I just finished watching the Snyder Cut with the family on Zach's birthday. Yeah, happy birthday to Zach. All right, who else we got? We got Eleanor right here. What's up, Dave? Have read the first three books of Dune many years ago. Saw the movie Dune Part 1 yesterday. Want uh, Made me want to, yeah, read them again. Yeah, I know. Scott and I were talking about that last night, so... All right. All right. Let me, uh, let me, I'll get, I'll get to your guys' questions in a bit here. Let me put a marker right here. Let's see. Shane, uh, you think the full Superman suit reveals coming soon? I probably wait a couple months, but yeah, hopefully it'll be coming pretty soon. But anyways, all right. All right. I'm going to raise my glass here. <sighs> Dune part two. Oh, I mean, I'm still processing, still processing. This movie, big time, because the first one was amazing, and it's a world that you know. I've read the I read the book. Uh, I don't think I've finished it though because I have a problem with finishing things. <laughs> but you know, I you know, of course, watch the original Dune that came out in the '80s, which I, I remember watching that a little bit ago, and it's kind of crazy how they tried to cram this giant story into one short movie. I mean, that's what's so crazy. And now we got two movies that are, I mean, we're, we're looking at what, like five hours worth of story, more than five hours. But anyways, Dune part two. I mean, we all knew it was, there was, it was going to be grander. It's going to be bigger, but geez, man, I, again, I don't know how Denai makes a movie like this. This is why he's like one of my favorite directors and why he's a lot of people's favorite directors right now, because this movie just the look of it and everything and the blending of special effects and practical and just the whole world. It's it's practically seamless. I don't know how, you, how some of these shots were achieved. I'm just like going like, wow, this is pretty amazing. And just from like the start, I mean, it starts off with tension, it starts off with tension and they pick right back up too from where part one left off. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that were established in the first one and it continues in this. Now, I will say that sometimes it gets a little too, you know, but it it makes sense with what the story is happening because, you know, you got Stilgar, you know, Javier Bardem's character who's just like, you know, everything that Paul says, he's like, "Oh, hallelujah," you know, because it's all that religious stuff and he's the one and 
blah, blah, blah. And some of that was kind of getting like, I was like, wait, all right. So, you know, so I, I would say like, that would buy, be my only gripe was I was just kind of going like, all right, this is kind of getting ridiculous. But at the same time, I was like, okay, I get it. It's fine. Um, and you know, there's a, within the, the people of people believing and not believing it's like, you know, it's like how it is in, you know, in real life. But you know, when it comes to Timothy Chalamet, I thought he did an excellent job. I mean, I would say the clear winner of like, Jesus Christ acting job is Austin Butler. Dude was a madman. Dude was a freaking madman. Uh, it, it, when you realize, I mean, it's funny too because when you watch the the '80s version, it's Sting who's playing Fade, and then you got Austin Butler. But Austin Butler is just a freaking. He's a yeah. He's a talented dude. I mean, to see him in Elvis and see him as this character. I mean, he was just a psychopath menace. And there's a fight scene that happens at the end between them two, and it's shot so very well. So very well. I don't even want to go into real details of like how it's shot, but I mean, it is just choreographed well, shot well. The whole final, uh, final act is just the scope of it with just war things happening. And then, of course, we get this final fight. Just beautiful. I mean, I, I cannot wait to see it again. I don't really have, like I said, it just maybe some things with the religious stuff and, uh, you know, things bouncing. I will say, because we have Christopher Walken, he's in this movie. And I was wondering if he was going to fit in the world. And it kind of just is Christopher Walken being this this guy, this leader. And it's just kind of weird, I will say. I'm not saying it's all bad, but sometimes the voice, you know, and the way his cadence kind of throws you off a little bit when it comes to this world. But, you know, um, it's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece, a pure fucking masterpiece. Uh, I could see this movie being, I could see Dune being my favorite movie of the year. So cheers to Dune part two. Cannot wait to, to see it again and go see it on the biggest screen you can. <sighs> Anyways, how we doing over here in the uh, Instagram world? Are we good? Uh, would you like to see Zack Snyder direct Doom from video game? Actually, I mean, he could definitely do that. He could definitely do that. Hey, it looks like Jordan's here too on the Instagram. All right, so there you go. See, even you even got a Christopher Walken impression as we start out the vodka stream right here. So go ahead and uh, we'll do some questions right here for like the next uh like 15 20 minutes isn't the gun suit logo just the may superman adventures suit logo the may superman no it is the kingdom come logo where have you been fourth <laughs> where have you been yes dune 2 uh is a masterpiece it's the kingdom come logo mixed in with the fleischer border because it's got the gold border and then it's got the colors of the traditional logo it's a blending of three so oh you're in vegas too that's cool you're keen for the crow yeah well i'm not <laughs> who's the crow machine gun kelly i know right it almost seems like it's machine gun kelly my god just the way and i, I hey it's a choice i'll still give it a chance but i i'm not really liking the look of it Let's see, Braden, if you could uh, cast anyone as Batman, who would it be? I mean, I like Lee Pace right now. He's kind of been on top of my list. But uh, I hope they get somebody who's not really known. And Lee Pace is not fully known, but, you know, he's been around. Let's see, Shane, you like uh, the drop 
the legacies. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. So I actually like the Superman legacy title. I'm kind of disappointed that it's just called Superman. I'm like, okay. Now, when it comes to talking about this movie, it's like we can't just say Superman Legacy. Now it's like people are going to say Superman 2025. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking at it as, as you know, when I title videos and streams. Now it's like, okay, just Superman. And, you know, that's just like so generic. Now it's like, well, Superman Legacy, you know, added some more SEO to the whole search thing. And maybe that's why they did something like that. It's like, yeah, just keep it Superman. And then, you know, I don't know, but I just thought legacy. I thought I really did like the the logo. So, the you know I thought the logo was uh, yeah, yeah. I saw that you tweeted that out, and I don't know why you had to say it was better than Rebel Moon, Axel. Again, log off. You said spaceballs. You comparing spaceballs to Rebel Moon? Good job. It's like, come on, man. Uh, the new Ghostbusters uh, looks so cool. Yeah, hasn't looked so cool. Yeah. Pun intended. Oh, shit. My phone is falling over right here. There you go. Oh, she's. Hold on. There you go. Better. Better. So, no, I'm sorry. I'm just on Instagram Live, too, so. Gilmore, Eric Smith, good to see you. Also saw they cast uh, Perry White, not too familiar with Wendell Pierce's uh, work. Yeah, he's been around. Uh, I think he was in um, The Shield, if I'm not, and uh, Jack Ryan. He's been a lot of TV work. I know he's got a, like, a famous gif that a lot of people use where he's shaking his head and stuff. So, yeah, um, I think it's a good choice, to be honest. Skate and geek out. Hey, Dave, looking forward to Dune and Ghostbusters this month. So am I. Did I say Doom? Dune. I know. What else is coming out? Uh, Godzilla and Kong is coming out too, right? So that's pretty cool. Nate's memes. Don't feel bad, Dave. I'm still processing the poem Josh Brolin wrote. Oh, yeah. I remember that hearing about something like that, but I didn't read it. I don't think I wrote it. Kellex, how did you uh, like the Horizon and American Saga trailer? I thought it looked great. Hey, Kevin, if anybody can bring the Western back, it's Kevin freaking Costner, man. Kevin Costner can bring the Western back, and it looks good. Let's see. Shane on Instagram says, who else uh, thought was, was a standout besides Timothy and Austin? I mean, everybody did a great job. Let's face it. Everybody did a great job. I just thought Austin was like the standout. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of like who like, I mean, well, in the way that, you know, Rebecca Ferguson's character, why is it, this thing keeps moving? Rebecca Ferguson's character. I need to find a better spot for this. Propping, literally got my Henry Cavill Superman McFarlane that is propping up my camera, my uh, phone right now. Come on. There we go. Um, I mean, Rebecca Ferguson, the way, you know, Lady Jessica, the way her character has to evolve, she, I mean, she did a fantastic job, too. And I, you know, Zendaya was very impressive, too, with, the, I mean, they all just, everybody was on top of their game. I just thought Butler was, like, the standout. And Lisa Jackson, will Austin get an Oscar next year? He might. Supporting? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see the award season when it comes to Dune Part 2. There's going to be a lot of awards up there, but yeah, I mean, there's a possibility that he might get nominated. I mean, he's just, he also had a different voice. He was just a maniac. I mean, unless sometimes you, 
I mean, you could tell it's Austin Butler, but like, you know, this thing moved again. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's, he just did freaking crazy. The way Zendaya left. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, and you know, I'm, we'll try not, we're probably not going to do too much spoilers tonight, but Hey, Luke Evans. Eh, I don't really like Luke Evans as Batman. Uh, I don't really like that choice. Steve. Oh, when you call it Superman, I smell origin again. It's not an origin. He's already, how many times are we going to clarify that? Or he has to clarify that he, somebody even asked it again. He's already an established hero. Stop it with that. Just, I don't know why people don't pay attention. Pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. Kellex, is that snow or a teddy bear that exploded on the... <laughs> it's snow. Uh, it's definitely snow. They're shooting like in Norway at the start, I guess. Braden, if you could make a graphic novel on a movie that got scrapped. It doesn't matter if it's DC or, or Marvel. It could be anything. Well, I've always wanted the, I've always wanted the, the real, the, you know, we got the movie, the mask, right? With Jim Carrey, but that was a watered down family version of the actual graphic novel of the mask. I always thought that, uh, they should do an actual after Deadpool came out. I'm like, all right, please, please do uh, an actual version of, of the mask, do an actual version of the mask. You know, with that where it's R-rated and he's like a killer and stuff like that. Gilmore. Okay. Someone pointed out to me that Batman is almost cast in the opposite way of Superman in that it's always a movie star or known actor except maybe Bale. Yeah, I pointed that out too. I'm like, there, there is already some, like when it comes to the cast, uh, casting of Batman, the actor is usually known ish like you know you know when you think michael keaton michael keaton was already kind of known because he was already doing movies and then of course beetlejuice came out and he that was a success so he was yeah there was a name for him already um kilmer was already well known clooney was already known mainly from er and then yeah bale was kind of known i mean from american psycho i mean he was already like kind of known and then of course uh, affleck big time known and then even pattinson was big time known but yeah when it comes to superman Actors, it's like nobody knew who Henry Cavill was. Uh, Corn Sweat, same thing. Um, and Christopher Reeve. I mean, there was just, yeah, it's like a lot of unknowns. Ah. Yep, Dune Part 2 has the goods. Just, I, I don't know how you make, how do you make that movie? The sandworm scenes, man, Jesus. All that stuff. Uh, let's see. Not even calling it the Superman. I know, right? They didn't want to put the Superman. Hey, Mama Film Junkies here. Good to see you, Mom. Good to see ya. Am I the only woman here? <laughs> well, now you're not because my mom's here. But, you know, let's face it. My uh, my fan base is, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a sausage fest. That's let's just let's just just, you know. I, I I see the demographics. It's like ninety four point something percent, dudes. You know, that's the thing. So it's just it's what happens. But hey, you know, my mom's here at least. <laughs> Versus seed saw the Twitter post about the toes. Uh, yeah. What the hell was up with that? Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, there was a thing on Twitter, or it was like a video roaming around. That was basically uh, it's very gross, very disturbing. There's like some kind of um, some kind of 
some kind of fundraiser that's happening at some school. I forgot exactly where, but, uh, but they were like students. These are underage kids that were sucking toes of adults at this fundraiser. Then they had another thing too, where there, there's some weird shit going on over in the school. There's a lot of weird shit that goes on in some of these schools too, where you hear about interesting things, but yeah, it was just like, huh? I don't know. It's all just pretty crazy. Oh, just pretty crazy. All right, let's see here. Sending out some. Sending out some links. Sending out the links. All right, who else am I sending them to? I should already have all this, like, ready to go but yeah it was gross that whole thing yeah it was really disgusting it was pretty damn disgusting it was yeah it was some kind of weird video it was very gross they blurred out like the faces and stuff but yeah it was like yeah and then there was like another one and these were like the same students were you had like a girl on one side and a guy on another side and they were licking like ice cream off the window on the same part. So it looked like they were licking each other. I don't know what's going on in the school, but it's, it's going viral. So there's, there's, there's going to be a lot of things. There's going to be some things that are going to be, uh, yikes. I don't know. Things going weird when it comes to, uh, some schools and everything. Private school, (laughs) private schools. So we should do our homeschool, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have kids, so. But yeah, sometimes I wonder. I'm like, what the hell? If I did have kids, what in the hell? All right, let's see. Just sending out the last link. All right, there we go. All right, I'm almost done with my vodka. Vodka, anybody on the uh, Instagram? Eh, it's a little quieter on the Instagram this week. It's fine. Like I said, it's just like a, another fun little angle, you know. And then we got, uh, hey, Dave, what's going on, Max Wolf Danger? Butler, uh, awesome Butler character in Dune 2. Holy shit. It looks scary. And my favorite part in Dune 2 movie is the fight scene between Timothy and Austin. Yeah, I know. It was such a good scene. And just the way that it was shot. Okay. No shaky cam smooth. And, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like go into super detail, but man, it was just like, yes, <laughs> this is like, this is why Denai is becoming like, like the, one of the best. If not, I mean, I don't know how he makes made this movie and I can't wait for his next one. Some sci-fi movie. It's based on a book. Apparently he said he has like four other projects or something like that. He's got like four other projects that uh, I think he said that, that he, and one he can't talk about, which is interesting. And so I'm wondering what the other projects are. So that's why I'm going like, yeah, as much as I'm, uh, I I mean, I want Dune Messiah, but we're not going to get that for another four or five years. Probably that's going to be weird. We're not going to get, we're probably not going to get it till 2029, maybe 2030. What the hell? Oof. Hard to think about that. Yeah. Especially the way things are. It's like, where the hell are we going to be then? Taken over by robots. We're going to have, we're going to have robotic appendages. We got Shane right here. 
Anybody uh, at your screening? No, I didn't see any of those popcorn buckets. I didn't see any of that. I think those were mainly. I don't. I don't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see any of those. I wonder if those were mainly on the uh, advanced, uh, the early screenings. I don't know. I didn't see any of those. So yeah, I know I, there was like a video that that had Josh Brolin doing the the uh, Dune popcorn bucket challenge, which was basically they just put like random things in the popcorn bucket, and then he had to like reach in to guess what it was by feeling it. But yeah, he goes like he was like yeah yeah it feels weird, it feels very weird. What happened? Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. If fundraising in Oklahoma is discussing the head of schools in Oklahoma is, yeah, and they're doing this. Ugh. Ugh. Just gross. It was just absolutely disgusting. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. It's like, why, why, why even do that? Yeah, it's just very weird. Joining a cult. All right. Is it up in the Blue Mountains? Uh, I think uh, WB should give Milo Ventimiglia. I can never say his name right. Yeah, I know that. Well, I mean, he's 46. He doesn't look it, though. He looks young. And, you know, to be honest, I wouldn't hate it when that video was going around. I even talked about it on Film Junkie Live. And I was like, I, I could see it. I could totally see it. But, you know, it probably won't happen because he made the joke that he's probably, you know, the way Hollywood is. And he tried to get Batman before he tried to get back. I think he, I think he was going for this Batman that came out or was it before? I think it was this bat. Yeah, it was uh, for Pattinson. Got it. What's going on, Brandon? The buckets, I think, are only at AMC theaters. Well, I was at an AMC theater yesterday. I didn't see any. I didn't even, but I, I didn't bother to look. So, you know, maybe that's the reason why I didn't, I just didn't even think about it, to be honest, did not even think about it. Did I sent out all the invites. Let me double check and make sure. Okay. Yeah, we're good. When I heard Cape Crusader would be uh more darker than bat animated series, I like, I like, oh, this show is yeah, going to be fantastic. I know it's supposed to be more Batman the Animated Series than Batman the Animated Series, which is good to say. Good to hear. Good to hear. Still kind of quiet over here on the Instagram. Yeah, I see Vanessa's here. Hi, Vanessa. And Will Morris. And Kieran right there. Cheers, guys. Oh. <sighs> But uh, yeah, um, what else? Would I, oh yeah, somebody said, and this would be a good idea. Where did I, where did I see it? Where, oh yeah, yeah. Wouldn't mind seeing uh, Dan Turpin and Maggie Sawyer. I know. I'm kind of wondering, are they, are they going to be in there as well? I don't know. It's funny because, like I said, I think we're still going to be getting some casting. We're probably going to get some some casting announcements for Jonathan Martha Wayne. Maybe. I don't know. It's. Like I said, I mean, they did the table read. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, we got, what's his name? Terrence Rosemore as Otis that that showed up. And we didn't know he was going to be in there. Um, and then then today we get, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wendell Pierce as Perry White. 
So I was like, okay, so we got him now. So I'm just wondering, like, are they just going to slowly start releasing more of the cast and maybe they'll have a Turpin and a, and a Sawyer. Of course, people are just going to be like, there's too many people in here. And it's like, you realize these people play crucial roles in the world of Superman. It's like, yeah, people are just going to keep on saying there's too much in this cast. It's like, no, it's not. You just, you just know who all these people are. They're very much part of the uh, Superman world. So, Hmm. Let's see, we got A Ace right here. Hello, Helio. Miss Casting Superman. No, no Ike E Strange. E I Strange. Interesting. Okay. Oh, did I say did I say that? I did say that. Jonathan and Martha Kent. Hey. It happens. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate that. I know. I totally said, hey, whatever. It's fine. I can mess up, right? I like the trend with having uh, Perry played by a P. Yeah. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Wendell is great. So do you think uh, we'll get Jor-El? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, Ace. Jamas, Yamas Gun is the Clowo. Okay. I like it. You hear anything about the Beetlejuice? No, I haven't heard anything about the Beetlejuice. About the Beetlejuice character. I have a Beetlejuice trailer, so. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those, I, I hear Jonathan, and then I heard Martha, and I was like, eh. Instead of Thomas, right? Mm. Hey, there. Now Mama Film Junkie, he's on the Instagram feed. One more said, um, people think there are too many people in the cast have never looked at the cast list. I know, right? Well, again, it's just because it's a superhero it's a superhero movie, so we know all these characters, but it's like, okay, but if they're, you know, for an established world and there's going to be other heroes that are around there and we have a Superman that's an established Superman, superhero already, you know, it, it, it's also like supporting stuff. Yeah, see, I am with you. I, I'm like, Tim Daly, please give him something. I don't know. I need I need Tim Daly in this movie. I, I mean, we always said that it's if before the they dropped the uh, legacy. If it's Superman Legacy, have all the actors who have played Superman. <clears throat> so. Let's see. I don't even know what he's saying right there. Okay. I think that's about it when it comes to all this. All right. Well, cheers, guys. Um, thank you for the questions. We'll start bringing in the panel and, and uh, having some conversations about everything, Dune, Superman, all that stuff. Instagram, cheers. I'm going to go ahead and uh, say goodbye to you guys. <sighs> all right. Bye, Instagram. See you later. Have fun. Be safe. All that. End video. Okay. There we go. Fun stuff. All right. Good times. All right. Everything's looking good, hopefully. Let's see. Is it streaming on? Yes, it is. Okay. We're streaming on good old Twitter. All right. Cheers. All right. Let's go ahead and start bringing the peeps in. We got Andy. We got Phil. And we got Chris. What is happening, guys? Hello, gentlemen. Hello. I know I said Jonathan and Martha Wayne. 
You did. I know. You, you, you totally did. You why did you say that name, Dave? I know. Why, why did, did I say that name? name? <laughs> I know. Or those Terrible. names. <laughs> I know. It happens. It happens. How are we doing tonight, gentlemen? Doing Outstanding. Right. I just got out of Dune Part 2. Oh, so you're feeling really good. Yeah. Oh, man. Movie of the year right there. Well, it's in the conversation for sure. Yes. Have we all seen it? That's uh, uh, next week's I, 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 I haven't seen the first one, so... Oh wow. Okay, so you're not even like really you don't really not I, I mean I don't care for Timothy Chalamet the way that the rest of the world does. I mean I'm like neither I'm, do I, I, but it's I still... accept I accept that he exists, but like I'm not rushing you know out of the theaters, but you know, but it looks from the trailers I've seen that it looks really cool. So how do you feel about Florence Pugh or Austin Butler? You know, Austin Butler and I, we go way back uh, <laughs> on the good old CW because he was everywhere. Right. He, yeah. He, he, played a sh- guy, he played yeah. a shitty DJ on Arrow who was somehow right, yeah. a member of the League of Assassin's. He was on Arrow? Wow. Yeah, he was on yeah. Arrow. Yeah. Early seasons yeah, of Arrow, yeah. yeah. It was like when he had like long hair and like, you know, he, you know, who would have thought that that little kid would then go become Elvis and get an Academy Award nomination? So, <laughs> oh my God. Elvis um, and this, like, Faye yeah. is just such a. Two ends of a acting spectrum there. Oh my I god! Love, I love Florence Pugh though, so you know maybe people. You know, love Zendaya. I mean, you know, there's nothing. You know, you can't go wrong with Zendaya. So oh, I've never very, really I'm come around on Zendaya, yeah. but like when it, yeah, I've never. I was been like, okay, you know, she's fine. I've mainly only seen her in the Spider-Man movies. I mean, I know I'm not saying she's like terrible or anything, but I was not on the whole train of like, oh my god, she's amazing. But I will say her performance in here, like. Because, you know, in the first one, she's not in it all that much. This one, she's in it all the way through. And I was going, okay, yes. Okay, you're selling me on that. I don't think, like, I mean, when it comes to, like, you know, Florence Pugh. Though, yeah. that, that woman's just goddamn. Yeah. Anyways, ah. her and Rebecca Ferguson. Jesus Christ. Right. E- even in some of the, the films that don't do well for them or it's not the best writing at that point, they continue yeah. to shine. Even in, what was it, uh. Uh, the uh, the one darling, whatever that one was. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't uh, worry, darling. Yep, yeah, don't worry, darling. Like she, the movie itself was something to be desired, but she shone, she <laughs> she oh, shined yeah. throughout that. It was whole great. Thing. That movie had potential, but I don't think mm-hmm, they executed yeah. it. It wasn't executed correctly. Like it was like I dug the concept, but I don't know. It just seemed like when it got to the twist, it was like, oh, okay. That's how we're just going to unfold this thing like this. It was just, right. I don't know. It just didn't, it just wasn't, I would say like the buildup was kind of there, but then it mm-hmm. just kind of fell flat like halfway through. Yeah. The payoff wasn't really a payoff. It was just kind yeah. of a, a letdown. Yeah. yeah it, it it's a, it's a movie that I like the trailer more than the actual movie. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Cast. Hey, hey, got got there he is. There's my hey, guys. Hello. What's up, Paul? Yeah. How's it going? How's it going, Phil? How's it going? How's it going, guys? They're so, doing pretty uh, good. Great. Not too bad. Are you lying down? Uh, yeah, no, I'm. I'm on. Uh, I'm. I'm doing. Um, my uh, situation right now is I'm. I'm uh, moving. Um, hopefully by uh, May or before Memorial Day weekend. So my whole, my whole house is getting renovated. Um, I'm. I'm on. I'm on my bed right now, uh, which yeah. doesn't even have a bed frame. So it's just yeah, it's really oh. fun. He's in that pose where he wants one of us to paint him. That's what it is. Uh, no, we call, we call it Burt Reynolds. <laughs> but this you time, be, you, 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 you be, be Burt Reynolds. <laughs> you be, you be wasted. <laughs> I'll be Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. We will put some sleeping beyond. I will. I, 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 I
<laughs> oh, she's a Titanic is sinking. We bought it. We better go. I will finish it cleaning later. So. I'm sorry, Andy. I was I was trying to cut you off from the uh, fantasy, but I was trying to give uh, you know just just warning today for the future. If you know when I'm in the backstage or whatever, if I look like I'm if I look like I'm nude, just don't put me on. Just don't, don't do that. Just oh, I'm gonna backstage. put you right on. Be like, everybody, take yeah. a look. Oh man! But thanks for joining, uh, man. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm assuming that we're talking about Dune part two yeah we're uh, not going like full spoilery stuff because not everybody's seen it you know but yeah, uh, uh i think yeah, yeah chris and andy really hasn't he hasn't seen the first one so but yeah chris hasn't seen it and you I, I know love we'll, the, i love the first one it's just life is stopping me yeah. from seeing it when it needs to yeah sure <laughs> yeah. yeah no it's understandable you know it's only the first time but what did you think of it paul um i was very i was very very pleased with it um i mean i can't go too in depth because like issues that I had with it. And even they, even then they're not really issues they are just more of like nitpicks um, deal with like the book and like differences and stuff like that. But it's more towards, I would say it's more towards the end of the movie mm. and stuff like that. But I do believe that uh, Denis Villeneuve and the choices that he made with this movie and things that he uh, changed one, he is definitely trying to build toward uh, Dune Messiah, which is, oh. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much confirmed that he's gonna be making that movie at this point. I think they've even yeah. they've even had statements saying that the he's third almost done writing it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, but there's still some choices though that are done that I'm like, okay, I wonder how they're gonna get to this then, and how they're gonna do that. But I get why the why the choices were done and why why they were made, and I I, I think it does make the movie. I mean, as a cinematic and as a movie experience, it's 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 better in some ways than maybe like the book. Like it's easier to it's easier for it to be done like when you're reading the book because at least stuff for your imagination. But for a cinematic experience, I understand like why they made certain choices and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I my only my only gripe. Um, with the whole uh, Dune experience with these movies is that I wish that as far as like a filmmaker that Denny Villeneuve was a little bit more like Peter Jackson in the sense of like, you know, where Lord of the Rings has the extended editions. I feel that there are certain scenes and certain things that Denny has left on the cutting room floor, but he has, he has since stated many times that um, he's not about the deleted scenes. He's not about any of that with this with this process. The, basically, the movies that we're getting, that's what we're getting for Dune. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I would like to see a lot more because I know there's, I know that there is stuff that has been left that I'd, I'd like to see at least how it, it came out or whatever the case is. Basically, you so. know, to that point, there's a point in the movie where Paul is sent to go off somewhere. And then mm -hmm. they kind of forget about it and move the plot along. So, yeah, you're right. I do think there is some stuff left there on the cutting room floor that I would be privy to see myself. But as you mentioned, Denny's not really a yeah director's cut kind of kind of director. So, no, I I will say this like Nolan. Yeah, this is this is somewhat spoilers, but not really. But um, the uh, the character of the Atreides family uh, Mentat, meaning the person who basically is the um, you know, the, the security guard and the guy that does all of the calculations in his head that you see it in the first movie. Mm -hmm. um, he survives. He he was supposed to be in part two. I think there's even a, a scene with him and uh, another character that's played by Tim Blake Nelson. And there was a scene with them that uh, that was cut from the film because I looked it up because I was mm -hmm. like, where is that character? Because 
he's not vitally important to the story, but he was another remnant of the Atreides household that right. means something to Paul because um, somewhat different than Gurney or Duncan Idaho, he still was someone that knew Paul personally and basically helped raise Paul as Paul grew up because that, that's the difference too between the Harkonnens and the Atreides family is that Paul sees all of the family protectors as like extensions of his father and extensions of, you know, family essentially. Right. So I mean, and I'm coming off someone who's read the book and um, I have started to watch the David Lynch version uh, <coughs> and the, or, or I should say the extended uh, cut of it. And I'm only an hour in and it is, it is vastly it's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a far cry from what what Denny accomplished. I mean, my frame of reference from Dune is that movie. I remember seeing it as a young mm -hmm. kid, and you know, kind of having that juxtaposition with Star Wars and a couple other you know mm -hmm. science fiction related projects at the time too, and then getting to see this. The first part was what propelled me to go get the book. Then I read half the book to where I got to part like part one and I mm -hmm. pushed it off and pushed it off and pushed it off. And now here I am after part two, like, damn, I really need to finish the books and get in a Messiah. That's, that's where yeah. I'm at with it right now. But yeah, the, the Lynch film is an absolute far cry from what these two parters are. It, it is, it is insane. If you even watch just the two hour version, how much is just condensed and what mm -hmm. is slapped in to move that story along. And, you know, there are things in that film, I think that are, are, great in terms of adapting dune like for instance like kyle mclaughlin kyle mclaughlin i don't remember how you say his last name anyway twin peaks guy there, here you go <laughs> twin peaks guy he does a really great job <laughs> as paul in the if you go back you know given the time frame 1984 like he does a really mm -hmm. solid job as paul Atreides, right but you get to mm -hmm. like a character like like stings fade rotha and it's it's a vastly different different take than what austin butler did in part two it is fucking night and day honestly i mean it was and, just it was just impressive that lynch could even put not like lynch couldn't put out but like a movie like that was put out then yeah. and and became the cult following and you look at what denny's done with part one and what you know i've seen enough and that i have full faith that he was going to exceed it in part two but i mean look at the books that just the the amount of world building and the amount of stuff that he was still able to put in and the stuff that's not there yeah yeah, I mean, for us purists that love the book, I mean, I, I answered in the chat, it's like, it's been about five years since I've read the series, but it still impresses me how much he did leave in there that I thought was, in a, in a mainstream general audience point of view, he he would have left out. There was, uh, in part one, there was, uh, I, was, I was disappointed because there is a dinner sequence, a dinner scene that's supposed to happen that's very tense. And I was going, okay, can't wait to uh, see this in live action. And then it was kind of like, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Guess that yeah. guy, you know. And I think they actually filmed it. I think yeah, they did. Like, yeah. yeah, they did. So I was like, oh, man. So, and I was just remember reading that and just being like, oh, man, this, I can't wait to see how this plays out in live action. But, you know, again, you take the, I mean, the fact that we have, I mean, again, even talking about the uh, the Lynch version is like the fact that they try to condense all that into like a two hour movie. And, yeah. you know, and then we got these movies that I mean, we got five hours. I mean, you see that book. It's it's so mm -hmm. freaking thick. It's now, when it comes to Dune Messiah, Dune Messiah is like a third of it. So, you know, he won't have any problems with that for sure. But, yeah, it's just the fact that in Scott and I were talking about it last night. Uh, prior to uh, the DC fan man, or I think I was actually after 
and he he was you know he's a he loves the books and mm-hmm. he 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 just basically was like you know he understood most of like why there was things that were left out and everything so yeah he raved about it too he was gonna try to make it tonight but he said he couldn't do it because he's got an early schedule tomorrow mm. life you know life, life you know Finds and then we got william right here what's up how you doing hey william <laughs> oh hey trouble how's it going uh busy week we did it we did our dune thing a couple of days ago yeah <laughs> Might do How another one here in a couple of minutes. Uh, uh, we everybody there loved it. I mean, most of the people who were there weren't book people. Um, most uh, a good portion of them didn't even know they were books. So, um, <laughs> wow. so just like the uh, the first one, what he's done is he's made it so translatable to where um, anybody can come in, and that's one of the things that you know uh, my biggest fear about doing Dune as an IP is it wasn't necessarily the the, the most non-complicated ip that you could do and the way he does it in these two movies makes it easier for somebody to just come in off the street and just sit down and watch it um he hasn't missed with me yet this this particular director hasn't messed with me yet i'm not gonna put dune 2 over blade runner 2049 because mm. i have a personal connection to those movies that's um, fair it's a tough call it's, it's like- um it's like <laughs> you know it, it, it it's it's a one a and a and one a. it's it's that that good this movie's paced better than 2049 was uh this is probably the best paced um uh, movie i've ever seen as far as having that type of length having that much ground to cover and not losing any momentum the entire movie there's not one point during really that movie where you're, you're dragging yeah, you know, and, and that's a long movie. That's one of the bigger problems with two hours and forty-five minute movies, other than screen availability, is you can lose people sometimes, no matter how good the movie is. Uh, mm-hmm. But they didn't lose it here. Um, and Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer is lucky that this got pushed because there's I don't the only award that I think that that uh, Dune might lose out to if they were matched up would have been Robert Downey Jr. for uh, best supporting actor. Yeah, but I Ooh, think Austin Butler, Austin I Butler, think Butler could would would be. Yeah. It would be if, if there was ever a case for a tie, uh, you know, there would have been that. But as far as actor, every every other level, I can't see Oppenheimer. And Oppenheimer is a damn good movie. But mm-hmm. up against this, I see it getting beaten pretty much all the technical categories. It would have gotten beaten in all the yeah. costume categories, mm-hmm. uh, screenwriting. That's a lock. Adapted screenplay. Right. That's a lock. So yeah. it's it's in the best interest of uh, Oppenheimer that he got pushed. I still think come uh, next, uh, tw- you know, twenty twenty four, it's going to, unless like um, Gladiator two comes out and does something special, I don't see any movies that are on on the list that that I looked to get on your list that that are going to be of this level. Without seeing them, that could change. But um, this is going to probably be his best box office performance mm-hmm. because his box office performance haven't been great. You no. know, his movies have been great, but they've always been complex IPs that people well, were like. You know, this yeah, I mean, there's a thing that came out like uh, I saw on a Hollywood uh, reporter that he says he still has he still wakes up disappointed about Blade, uh, Blade Runner 2049. Mm -hmm. And he goes, like, Yeah, I I shouldn't have taken on someone else's uh, franchise. Like, yeah. He beats I, I that. That, but I'm like, that movie was a fucking chef's kiss. Yeah, but the problem yeah, no, is, is it wasn't it. his fault. We marketed that movie, and that was probably in, in the 13 years we've been doing stuff with Warner Brothers, probably the worst marketed movie that they ever did. Yeah, they assumed after 30, yeah, after they 35 years, you were going to jump back in to Blade Runner and know exactly what it was. 
the trailers didn't do anything for you. Mm-hmm. They just said, oh, there's Harrison Ford. You love him, right? You're going to yeah. come to this There's Ryan Gosling. He's pretty. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Got Ana Dare Mark. He's naked. No yeah. premise. Nothing. Nothing like that. The build up to it was was bad. That wasn't yeah. his fault, though. I mean, that, that no, was just wasn't. Warner Brothers being Warner Brothers. It they, really only caught the attention. Well, especially you, you look at first one. You look at Dune and the with this particular cast and what they did. They were a incredibly smart on who they cast for the most part yep. with with the roles in the sense of you know audience recognition of who these people are so you get the general audience just hooked in if they weren't necessarily dune fans to begin with and then mm. you you think about just what the kind of what part 1 even during pandemic had yeah. built towards that idea and i think you're right william it's it, it's it's world building on the scale that you know you have a, a lord of the rings too at that point but i think where Dune can possibly exceed it is this is a, another case of a, I think a part two that is going to overtake the original, not necessarily financially, but in popularity. Yeah, and mm-hmm. thank you. If if they win no, if they win the offer or whoever's cashing the checks, <laughs> their first press conference needs to be to thank Jason Keelar. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're not wrong. If if there are a lot of people who are not going to dig deep in their pockets for such a complex IP that would have never seen this movie had it not been for it being released on HBO Max. They took that data, because remember, it made decent money, but a lot of the data that they took to greenlight this, because they didn't greenlight it until they they were sure that it was going to do well on both platforms. A lot of those people were not going to take their family of four to go see this movie that they couldn't even comprehend. But when you just have to pick up your remote, and aiming at the TV, and you could sit there and watch it at your own pace. You built fans that would have never given that IP a chance. Now yeah. those guys are with you now, and mm-hmm. it's showing exactly. You know? And mm-hmm. the and the great part about it too is the fact that it's like it takes it, 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 it starts off like right where the other one like basically ends, and this one they've already established all everything that's happened in the first, so they can get right into the shit. And it yep. starts off where it just, you have this intense fucking scene and, you know, and then, you know, of course there's things in the middle, but I mean, it, like you said, it moves fast and there's a lot of shit that's going on and a lot of shit that's happening. It's much more exciting than the first one because the first one is establishing the characters and it does it very well. And that's, but I think like with this one and looking at the box office numbers, I mean, it was projected at 170 worldwide. Now they're saying 180 to 200. So it's, it's, uh, it's gathering some steam, which is fantastic. But you're right. Is like a lot of people watched it at home and they weren't going to go pay for this at theater. And then now, you know, again, we could, yeah. Thank uh, Mr. Mr. Kylar or whatever. It wasn't as big of a IP name outside of kind of our circles. You know, right? Hey, we also got to thank that Dune bucket, though. I mean, let's face it, the popcorn had a little something to do with it. You that know? Dune Those challenge sold bucket out. is pretty is pretty funny. They're doing, you know. Yeah. Hey, they it's leaned into out. it. I, I, I mean, not? when that thing came out, I, when that thing came out, and I, I immediately said that I'm like, yeah, hey. it looked ridiculous, but I'm like, lean into it. That's viral marketing, and it they has. knew what they were doing. Yeah, they literally didn't even have to pay SNL to do like a music video about it. Like <laughs> no, just, no, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they they knew it was going to happen, and I think it's fine because it's fucking hysterical. Because even a person who loves Dune, I'm not mad about it. It's like no, no. 
I, I want to see. Like someone go look up on eBay how much those things are going for now, because oh, I guarantee it's probably yeah. insane. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna try and drive my name to see if I can buy one, and then a and then a Cinemark, and and try to get also the Ghostbusters stuff in advance. Oh, yeah. if I can. Oh, that goes. But yeah, that one's nice. The Ghostbusters yeah. buckets look freaking awesome. Yeah. I well, saw the Slimer, the the Ecto Ecto One. Yeah, they got the trap one too. Yeah. Popcorn though, so they they made plenty of them, but it was twenty eight bucks with the popcorn the other night. They, they were selling a lot of them, but somebody gave me one, so I took it. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, he's, got, he's got it in his bed right now. Anyway, it's just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, that's uh, the thing. It's like, <laughs> no. Uh, but it's like, yeah, lean into that and the fact that everybody's making jokes. And I'm sure, like, when, yeah, like I said, when they made it, they probably looked at it and went, you know, people are going to just say some, you know, like, yeah, put it out there let the internet do its thing and it's just that internet did its thing and they're still doing so i saw a video of you know the josh bowen you know reaching into the bucket mm-hmm. to doing the, the challenge of like feeling around in there to feel like you know what is in there and guess what's in there and, and that's so, the perfect um, person to start it absolutely yeah. the right choice to do it yeah. i mean the again, american pie one was hilarious though the american pie where they're sitting there with the uh the bucket instead of the pie that's all I yeah <laughs> it, we, we're actually complimenting Warner Brothers marketing for uh, one. <laughs> the one yeah, time well, they get it right. The one time. Yeah, well, well hold, time. hold on, because Warner Brothers. Uh, I mean, maybe Warner Brothers, maybe whoever was running that department, but they they actually knew to get out of their own way. Just like, nope, just let it go. Don't say yeah. it. Let, let legendary handle this. You know. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Could have been that. Yeah, because we got to remember that legendary is like, uh, you know, they, they're they're helping distribute this thing. So right. You know, yeah. so there is that that part of it. So anybody who's well, no, like they're helping to pay. So Warner's distributes. You know, seventy five percent of the bill is is legendary. No shit. So, yeah, that's, yeah. So wow. this, and that's so the Warner then, Brothers. That's the future of Warner Brothers. So say, for instance, if all else sells and that stock keeps going down to like you know eight dollars and whatever the fuck it is now, which is great <laughs> for me. Um, there, I think they're going to get out of the IP business, and they they are going to basically just be the distributor because the distributors profit. Everybody so else that, pays but you. <laughs> so I wonder now, since Legendary is now partnered with Sony Pictures, does that mean Warner Brothers still distributes Dune Messiah, or does that go through Sony now? No, that's going to be uh, Warner Brothers because that. Those, I figured as those much. Movies, yeah, those Cause, movies cause, will go through right because they have the rights to it. I, I believe. Uh-huh. I think Warner Brothers yeah. does. So yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, yeah. I was wondering yeah. about that because you know, when, when they got their partnership announced, I think it was the end of last year. The exceptions were Dune Part Two. And Godzilla X Kong New Empire. Those yeah, were the two, two biggest movies of the calendar year. You right, get to play right. with. coming out in the same well, not the same month. No, nah, Godzilla month versus month. Kong comes out at the end of the month. Uh, yeah, yeah we're we're about a month too. apart. That's not too bad. Yeah. I don't know. March is pretty stacked, and then April's not. I, I swear, I don't know why they don't. What like, else is coming out this month? We got Ghostbusters and uh, oh, right. Godzilla yeah. and Kong. That's so right. those are yeah. big ones. Mm-hmm. I think there's something else too. I want to say. You got a bunch of uh. Kids movies and stuff that are coming out to yeah. you later on. Yeah. Uh, William, one one question. So, if that does that mean that if and when Denny uh, decides to make Dune Messiah, does that mean Legendary can still be involved, or they or, or no Legendary will be involved? Okay, okay. That, that partnership extends for those sets of movies and that IP. So anything okay. that that Legendary does with Dune is going to be distributed through Warner Brothers, but it'll be made by Legendary. They'll pay for it, and then Warner Brothers distributes it, and then Legendary takes their money off back off the top profit, which is um, why 
you know, it's it's good to be the distributor because you don't have to own an IP. You can let another studio do it. You still own it pretty much because it's it can't move without you. So as long as WB stays out of the editing room and uh, that's 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 good with me. So well, he doesn't he, he 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 he's he's not like Ridley Scott where he has to get back in there. He makes yeah. the movies he wants to put out and he seems to be OK with what the finished product, because Blade Runner was but 24 now was a really hard movie to edit. And Hampton Fincher and and Scott, they they did all of that. But the one thing about that is, is you didn't have a bunch of up and coming. Everybody in 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 Dune is somebody's generation's alpha. Yeah. Even Mm -hmm. even Cowboy Man, even Christopher Walken. Mm -hmm. He's somebody in there for my dad's generation. There's somebody in there for Generation X. You got Josh Bolin in there, and then every other person is the top of their game. Yeah. So that's how they're they're gonna pull in a lot more money than the abstract IP like this would do too. Because you got Austin Butler, everybody in there, you have two Academy Award winners in there and walk in and Javier Bardet. You have right. everybody else who's been nominated. Chalamet has been nominated multiple times. Roland's been Austin nominated. Yeah. Been just nominated. got nominated. And everybody else is yeah, is on their way too and in, in to be nominated. So A yeah. listers. Yeah. And like I said, even though, even were, though I felt they, like they were smart with who they cast. Yeah, they, they, they knew were. exactly oh, yeah. what they were doing. And those people took pay cuts too, by the way. Oh, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. They, they, they I would too. Yeah, yeah, this. But I mean, I, I will say they go you know, walking was a little. It was a little interesting because you know it's it's walking. Come on. Yeah, but you know, okay. Yeah. We're Brooklyn and, and Arrakis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's literally from Brooklyn, from the brownstone, with his accent yeah. in Iraq. Yeah. He didn't even change. Hey, hey, accent. William, that's the accent of the planet he's from. Yes. All right, right. I don't want any xenophobia. No, we call it Walkinese. Like, yeah, it's Walkinese right there. I want to like, right it was when, a weak like, man. The first couple of scenes that you see him in, they're kind of like he doesn't have much dialogue, and they're like subtle scenes. But then when he gets to the point where he's sitting in his throne, you know, it's like yeah. you get to the point where it's like. You know, all of a sudden it's like the walking walkingese does come out, and it goes. You kind of go. Yeah, I don't know if it really fits in this world, but hey. I was okay with it though. The fact yeah, I was okay with it too. I, it yeah. didn't ruin it for me, but it was. It stuck out a little bit. Brooklyn, ten thousand years from now, it's still, still going to sound like yeah. that. Walken was cast for three for three reasons. He was cast because he's a uh, he's a very well known actor across multiple generations that everyone yeah, everyone knows and knows who this man is. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was cast, I think, too, because Denny Villeneuve is a hardcore Dune fan. And if you know your Dune trivia, he is in the Fat Boy Slim Weapon of Choice music oh, yeah. video. Flying, uh, he's flying yeah. in that movie. Oh, yes, I and love he's flying that too. New video, but absolutely, all of it is Dune reference uh, yep. in that song to a degree. Oh, and wow. the third is that Walken, I think, even understands. And I mean, I, it's been a couple of years since I've read the book, but the Emperor essentially is a figurehead. He is a he's he's a guy that he's not an he's not a Palpatine. Yeah, no. He, uh, if anything, the Bene Gesserit are more Palpatine than he is. He is just For a sure. guy who, like the Bene Gesserit, are like, you should destroy the Atreides, and he's like, oh yeah, really? Okay, you know, like that's that's he's really what it is. Yeah. Paul, your father had too much heart. I mean, come on. <laughs> your father was a weak man. A weak man. Come on. I, I was waiting for him to scream, I need more cowbell. And I'm like, <laughs> I would just bust it up if he had done that. He says, I need more cowbell. And Josh Brolin on the bassinet starts playing right there in the, in the hall there. That would have been great. Those are the fun outtakes we're getting on uh, 4K later yep. later this year. Right. Definitely. 
<laughs> no, no, it were it, it, it's fine. It works. Uh, like I said, I mean, it's not like he has a huge role, but I mean, a significant mm. role. But I mean, it's yeah, it, man. Yeah, uh, like I said, if we would have to dive into like spoiler territory, maybe we will. Like uh, next, we'll next do that on Sunday, like that or something. Yeah, but I mean, I, everything that I mean. Obviously, there was like a mystery role that got spoiled, um, but we won't say anything just in case people didn't see it because that one caught me by surprise. Like, yeah, it was pretty interesting. Okay, how was that? I'm not going to spoil you. I'll be careful. It was rumored. It was rumored heavily before the movie came out, and then I think like a a couple days ago, it like outright fucking the the actor shows up on the red carpet. That (laughs) I wanted an actor for a different for a different role in the movie. I I won't I won't go into detail about that, but I was like, who the fuck is that character playing? And then after like five minutes into the movie, I was like, oh, I bet it's gonna be this character. And it was the email for the ticket list we got, that character, that actor is listed as that character. No shit. Hey, I'm surprised they kept it that. Yeah, I'm surprised they kept it up this long, you know, because it was like it was like a week and a half when that all came about. And I remember hearing the rumors, too. And then all of a sudden it was like and then it was kind of funny. I'm like, okay, so how are they going to approach this? Because if you want, you know, Scott and I were talking about this last night. It was like that how that character is in the 80s version was very interesting. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting on how they did it now. And he reminded me of, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, man, the way they handled in this one was fucking perfect. Like, yes. I almost blew it yeah. because I didn't think it was a spoiler because it was on that list. And that person's name is right next to that role. <laughs> yeah. And and then people were like, hey, so, and then when we went to see it, uh, so we saw it on Monday and people were asking in the chat, so what about the, what about the surprise role? And I'm like, and I'm, I have Brad on there. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? And I almost, I guess, blew it. Because he's getting me in the chat. He's like, oh, that one? I, I We knew about that like literally weeks ago. And wow. I didn't know it was a spoiler. And I almost fucked it up for people. So sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's all good. Like I said, I, I mean, was... the fact that they kept it up this long, that was good. Yeah. That's, that's going to be an interesting kind of thing to think about. Like what, what roles or quote unquote cameos that did not get spoiled until like they were able to keep. You know, what yeah. movies that would be kind of a. I think it helped to go because. Down. I think it helps because Dune's not like a superhero movie, so you don't have yeah. scoopers mm-hmm. and all these like guys that are trying to like just basically spoil the movie. But you know, so it makes it a whole lot easier. I mean, but I mean, this this is a good like uh, you know we could uh, transition over to of course Superman. Drop the legacy. Thank Drop you. the legacy. Superman, it's cleaner. Oh, it's super, it's cleaner. There you go. I saw a lot of people using that meme from uh, uh, Facebook. You know, just call it Facebook. It's cleaner. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty funny. That was a pretty funny meme. Um, but yes, uh, because, you know, now we're, you know, we're still getting cast reveals. And, mm-hmm. you know, now that they're going to start filming, it's like it's going to get a little bit harder to, uh, you know, because I do not. And everybody keeps on saying this. I see it in the chat. I see it in my mentions and under comments and everything. It's just like everybody's disappointed that oh Lex Luthor is the main baddie again. I'm like, I don't think he is. I think he's, he's there, but he's not the main baddie. What, so I'm just what kinda... do you mean? People are already like already bad mouthing the movie before they even understand it. No, what are you I talking mean, about? What's... Everybody is excited for this movie, Chris. <laughs> I'm not going to, like I said, I can't use words. Excited. excited or hyped. Right. I can't use those two words yet. Cautiously, mm. cautiously optimistic. That's okay. Like I, I graduated from DCU. Right, with honor, and, and like I said on my show, DCU you're a valedictorian, me, William. Don't yeah. sell yourself short. DCU, DCU, the courses taught me that 
understand what company you're dealing with and who you're dealing with, the IP you're dealing with, and just hope that uh, enough has changed in the last time that I got excited about the Red S. Uh, it's changed, but like I said, there's a, there's so there's enough that's still the same. That I'm, like I said, I am I am cautiously optimistic, hyped, and excited. It's just not two words. I'm about a year or so away from uh, from those words being in my vocabulary as it regards to the, these movies. There's I got to see who's running Warner Brothers when this is coming out because if it's if it's somebody who who's trying to draw a profit on this movie, we're gonna have a problem because I don't think I think this movie is going to struggle uh, to make money. But I don't think that should be an issue. I don't think they should be worried about that. And I hate to say that as a business person. Put the movie out that you want to put out. Mm-hmm. Spend what you need to spend. Don't be clipping coupons. Make make that movie and get behind that movie, and then let let the rest happen. I mean, you 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 know, well, five hundred million. Somebody should get promoted. Yeah, no, I remember <laughs> you said that. Um, but you know, I mean, like the way social media is nowadays, it's like they just gotta just really utilize it. Again, going back to the Dune, you know, popcorn bucket. I mean, I think that helped. And not to mention they moved units of those to help with like right. merchandise. So, I mean, there's just uh, I mean, you have to utilize the social media space. And I think James Gunn's done a fairly good job. I think, yeah, he does a little too much when he responds to people, but I think he's most like, you know, he's done mainly a good job, but how are we feeling about that ash? Um, that ash looking? I like the outline. I like yeah, the outline. I, it's really nice. I associate that. And the only problem I have with this is I associate that logo with the only thing I should ever see it on, in my opinion, and that's Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come mm, wasn't yeah. just a Superman logo. It was a symbol of the era that this tor- story was being told in. The reason why that S is, is it's part of the story. The reason why the coloration in that S, there's no yellow in that S. Mm. Uh, so when I see that S, it's Kingdom Come. Um, I would have gone with a more universally known one, but this doesn't, I, I like this for what it is. I mean, it's not a, you know, even if you give the, the trunks and all that, it's not going to bother me. Um, I, I just like when I see that, I think of Kingdom Come, and I only want to think of Kingdom Come. Yeah, true. I, I'm I'm agreeing with uh, William and stuff. I mean, I mean, I like the S. I mean, it's good and stuff. Um, I have questions though. I I sent a meme to Phil when we were talking about it. I said, you know what the S stands for? And he was like, what? It stands for Jan Sport because it looks like it's made of backpack material. Uh, <laughs> I, I said sure. basketball, but you know. Yeah, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but at the same time, I we made the jokes back when Man of Steel came out. I when they when they revealed and you saw the texture <laughs> of that. A lot of people that mm. back then, back in 2013 or whatever, and I even made the joke. I'm like, yeah, it looks like it's made out of a dodgeball. You yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and we, we didn't we didn't understand like the the Kryptonian writing at that time or, or what they were trying to do and everything. I will say this though, in defense of William, because like. Man of Steel S was different than what I expected, but I didn't associate it with any particular S in the comic books. It felt like it was its own thing, yeah. which I think actually was a was a better decision on the on the on the on the part of the designers. And again, like I said, I don't hate the S. I'm I mean I'm I'm glad that it is referencing the comic books, but at the same time, because Kingdom Heart uh, Kingdom Hearts Kingdom Come <laughs> is so close to my to my to my heart. That's probably why I said that. Yeah. Um. I want to only really associate it with that story. So, so to have it be utilized like this, I'm kind of, I'm kind of really like, just, I, I have, I have mixed feelings about that. I guess. The question though, uh, how did you guys? Feel? I want to ask, yeah. how did you feel when Brendan Ralph wore it? I didn't like it. 
Okay. Ooh. Now, okay, that storyline was trash to begin with, but that S once That's again, I, uh, if you're not <laughs> if you're not doing the Kingdom Come story, that S is part of that story. Then then don't use it. Right. That was they weren't telling a Kingdom Come story, in my opinion. Just like when they use it here. They use it with Superman right. and Authority, and I'm pretty sure that's a lot. We it's there. I don't like it here either. And they do mind zooming, and I can't see what uh, William's Michael, holding up. He's yeah. holding Superman so, and the Authority. That's yeah. A, so they use I, that I, as do, I do. I do recommend that comic, though. It is. It is it's still a great very story. good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. You know, well, well, but again, well, Grant Morrison's awesome. So mm -hmm. there's that too. Yeah. What What uh, I will it, say about the the S is that we look at how many different times when we've had new Superman whatever it is we've always we've always seemed to gotten some change on the, like everyone's own spin on something so i mean yeah. i wasn't expecting us to go back to you know 78 i wasn't expecting necessarily to go back to man of steel but the way he was always hinting around kingdom come and then what we got last week i was like all right the symbol's going to be something kingdom come like i'm i'm like you william and, and paul that i kingdom come is like one of my favorite DC stories of all time, you know, it's, good but story. It, it, yeah. it's, it like, Top it's something about bringing back an era at that point. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very interesting that you're using this symbol, but I'm okay with it in the sense of I, I'm, I'm going to be waiting and seeing, like you said, William well, being cautiously optimistic yeah, yeah, and, and, and seeing it, what I was, what I was, very excited about seeing and was surprised about with Wendell Pierce getting cast. My man from uh -huh. The Wire, Detective Bunk. I, I as soon as I saw that casting as Perry, I said, "Perfect." That's 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 out. Yes, Wendell Pierce. Said, the is casting is on point, actor. except for except for yeah. Sean Gunn. Is, you know, <laughs> that one is a little weird. Hey, no, but, nice. I know, I know. I don't really care. I, I don't think he's gonna be. He's gonna. No, I think I, I think I think you do care. That's why I think you made yeah, that. I, I know. But no, I think I think he'll just be. In, but going to uh, to the. Uh, to the logo, what's great? What's what's uh, and somebody even had my thought that that just said it in the chat. It's like, well, I mean, you know, in BBS we got the Dark Knight Returns costume without a Dark Knight Returns Batman. You know, yeah. Batman. So I mean, it, I mean, it's what I like about this is like we know Gunn loves that symbol and it's a unique symbol. I, I mean, just just with talking about it uh, in the past couple of weeks, like I always liked it, but then I just I don't know for some reason I just started because I was looking at it so much, and I'm just like, you know what? It is like a really in, and even people, of course, arguing not arguing with people, but having discussions with people are trying not to argue, even though people are just like, you know, <laughs> well, it's hard to do that online because they just like I don't see an S. I'm like, you don't see an S in this. I'm like, you might want to go to the you know, optometrists or something, you don't see like an S. I mean, that's the beauty of the symbol is it blends with, with the emblem and like it, just, and to make that S, you know, and it's like, you know, so I, I, I'm, I, I sort of kind of uh, falling in love with it more, but what's also cool about it too, is like, there's a blend of a Fleischer in there too, with the gold outline of it. Yeah. Right. You know? right. Very mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I just, for me, it's like I said, as soon as I saw it, it's it's Kingdom Come. And the yeah. whole reason why, if you look, the black behind the original Kingdom Come logo, everything about Superman during that era is to reflect the society that he walked away from yeah, right. when mm. he, he was never going to come back. And the costume reflects his role in there. So adding the color to it was a little, a little bit different. But once again, like I said, it's what he looks like in here. 
and this it's, it's not going to make or break it for me you know mm-hmm. even with the trunks you know because i know that's coming but that's not going to make or break it for me <laughs> um it's going to be just what, what kind of story uh, uh he does and if i feel even if i don't like the movie do i like where we're moving to is there enough table setting here to where i'm like okay and plus am i going to get any more of this you know, I mean, and that's, that's one of the things like I put on my, my DCU cap on. It's like, great, I'm going to get excited. And then uh, some new guy's going to come in and decide, you know what, he's coming in with a guy that he, you know, and he's going to start tweeting with a Superman doll. And here we go again. So we're going <laughs> to we're going to do this at arm's length. But, you know, I'm not going to mm-hmm. bash it because I think it's going to, you know, worst I could do is, is, is see one Superman movie and that's it. But but uh, I have two thoughts with this one. I mean, this is really at least important for me in that way is that, you know, when I look at that picture, I'm thinking. How big, how big has Davis just gotten at this point? Like, I really just want to know that. Like, I need, like, I need, <laughs> you know, for scientific reasons. But for a more serious thing, I'm not, I'm not just a horner all the time. But going back to what Chris was saying, like, you know, we very rarely do we go back to like the old. As the last time I think we did that, honestly, was Superman Lois because they go, they have a very tra- traditional sure. S. Yeah. Uh, right. So for me, so for me, I was just kind of like. You know, I don't mind this at all because, again, I like, you know, like, I love that almost every Superman that we've had, they have a different S, you know, mm-hmm. like, so for me, like, seeing this, like, but I can also respect that, you know, it has, you know, it, this is not just any S, this is the Kingdom Come S, there is, ironically, a legacy to it, no longer with this movie, though, it seems, um, mm-hmm. but I also love it because I don't know, I don't know where I read this, this fear, but there were people talking about, like, how they think that they're doing, like, the reversal kingdom come here where like you know basically Superman has to now take on the new generation of heroes like the authority for example and guy gardner and yeah yeah i mean i kind of and i kind of don't i don't mind that like i again yeah yeah all right i'm skeptical of it because the most important part of kingdom come other than the look is the time how it takes Hmm. place to me, reversing that story is just another story because he's, yeah. they're aged out. They've all moved on. Wonder Woman's moved on. <sighs> Hal Jordan's left. They're all coming back after these long hiatuses of letting the other generations take over. Reversing it takes away, to me, for me, this is just me, the most important element of Kingdom Come is that separation of time and that separation, complete separation of generation. You're not just talking about this authority coming up around them. Mm-hmm. You're talking about these superheroes have moved on in their lives. The world's yeah. gone to shit and they've come mm-hmm. back. And, um, and I don't... Along, I, I, and, and, and along yeah. with that, the restoration of hope with these heroes yeah. of the mm-hmm. old generation. The, the, the Seeing that this world is still worth fighting for. We can still do good. Despite the all, the, all, the, all the death and the losses that they suffered. Yeah. I'm when I look at this, I'm almost because I, I was because again I was like again when I was seeing people talking about this, you know, because again there's people who like this, people are kind of like with William and, and you, Chris, about you know Kingdom Come is Kingdom Come, you know, you just don't you, know, you just don't mess with that. But in, in a way that I almost wonder if the reason that you know because James kind of said over and over again, you know, this this universe uh, there's already established superheroes, you know, there's already you know, the, heroes are already active and so on. And I wonder if the reason why someone like Suman has to step up to the plate a little bit more is because, you know, like, this is going to sound so stupid, but like, essentially the type of generation of heroes they have to fight with now is like basically the Gen Z's of superheroes where like, they are oh, more, cynical, they are more cynical. No, not just like, That's they're scary. like, you know, they're doing, <laughs> can you imagine superheroes like on TikTok? I get you know, the analogy, doing, yeah. 
Yeah, but like basically, they, they, they are the cynicism that sadly is the world we live in today. And someone like Superman has to step up to the plate of showing why hope is needed more than ever. So, um, I think it looks great. I think it, again, it's like I'm I'm just excited for something new. Uh, I was funny they put it in the snow though. Or like I was just like, like, did he just put the suit in the snow? Or did they put David in the snow and just like froze? Like I was like, it is pretty they, interesting. Yeah, we know that they're starting off, you know, which is great. I mean, it was so it was it was funny too because a lot of people were wondering if we were going to get the full suit reveal because you know it's it was too good to be true. That's Superman's birthday. Yeah, that's not going to happen for a little bit, I think. And I think even Gunn said he he you know he responded to somebody saying not going to show it like right away. I think they probably have a planned date and they know. I mean, if if they've learned anything from previous things and you better believe that there's going to be there's going to be some things that have to get shot like on location outside right. yeah and there's going to be somebody with a long telephoto fucking lens that is going to be just spoiler it up so yeah. hopefully gun and crew realize that and they have yeah. a time where they're like all right this is when we're going to reveal this is when we're going to reveal the costume and it's like you know just but just the thing that I, I don't think the that. thing i i think because even though they started filming this week, the thing is that they may not, David may not have shot a single shot yet in the suit because again they don't shoot in order. They will shoot, you know, maybe they were doing all the Clark stuff because <laughs> but, that TikTok, oh, that, but, sorry, but that you know that that TikTok that Rachel shared, you know, I'm hoping this is what David, you know, what David is wearing, you know, because I love when Clark is wearing flannel. So you know, and we see in the video he's wearing flannel. I'm like, oh, maybe he's doing all of his Clark stuff yeah. uh, to begin with, and maybe then. The they need to yeah. leak the suit. The suit should, I mean, leak the suit. Come on. I mean, and, you're talking about like this? <laughs> not, not that one. Not the fake one. The real one. People call no, the that's business. totally real. That's like, oh, my God. The key keep it all the way. Okay. Yeah, I, okay, okay. I honestly okay. see, I honestly see that even <laughs> happening. That suit. Okay. Okay, so so I, I will say, though, <laughs> one of the things that this suit, like this fake leak that got me questioning, I was like, you know what? I was like, I forgot that. I think it was like, you know, that – there is a chance that what if the cape is not long and it is yep. shorter? I was having that same thought. Yeah. Because Gun loves All-Star Superman and his cape in that story is notoriously shorter. So I'm wondering. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I, I it, that would be different, but I don't know if I like it. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I, I like the fact, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, the cape porn that Snyder gave us, you know, when it came to that, even like that scene where we know that, you know, remember he was like working the cape in that shot where like Superman steps out, you see his boot, you know, and he's all the military dudes. And then the cape just like goes right across the camera. And we know like, like Zach was literally just like making it do that. I mean, it's just shit like that where it's just, I don't know. But I mean, it, it did make me go, huh? What if, and you know, the Fleischer suit also had a short cape too, right? True, yeah, yeah. 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 I think for the, the symbol itself, I was like, oh, that's neat. That's that's a yeah. Kingdom Come nod. That's neat. I uh, Personally, I have no strong feelings either way. I, I'm in a yeah. very much like impress me mode. I'm not going to hate on it. I'm not going to like get on my knees and kiss James Gunn's ass for this. Like I, I, I just, because <laughs> no, I'm just not that fan, right? Like yeah. when it comes to Batman, I'll watch anything Batman, but when it comes to Superman, it's a completely different co kind of conversation because Superman has a, a, you know, he's got his one set of fans here who stand at the gate of 78. And then you've got, you know, the other set of fans who are a little more open-minded can, can take different interpretations of them. Yeah. But when it comes to this logo, I'm like, okay, that that's neat. I suppose. Like I'm not, mm. I'm, I'm not going to be like, Oh, 
well, that should have been Kingdom Come, or you know, why isn't it black on, on the bat on the you know where the gold is? Like, I'm just like, okay, yeah, that's cool. It, it looks like it's got the same like texture as the Man of Steel suit, and some people disagree with me on that, and that's fine. It, it looks it yeah. looks the same, right? Like, exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm not insane to think that. Okay, no, you're not. No. Cool, cool. No. No, but, I mean that's yeah, totally. I, don't, I, don't I mean, if you are, then count us all as being crazy. But, I suppose you know. so. Yeah. Right? <laughs> what, what, what is it that do you think that they they have the same of? The same the texture as the man. A, a similar texture. I mean, and like Very not similar. exactly the same, but but on the S. Yes, on the the yeah. picture, not the fake thing. It's but, even uh, almost the same as as Ralph's costume in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. It's almost. It the seems same. like it seems like that. Yeah, I'm just kind of wondering too because, you know everybody's wondering is like, is he going to do something like smoother and just more, you know, clothy like, but I mean, it's got, like I said, it's yeah, it's got texture. Just like, that's why it's kind of funny when it comes to the discourse. I'm just kind of going like, you know, yeah, guys, I get it. And I even, like I said, I made the joke in my video. It was like, looks like a basketball, but I was like, yeah, but we were joking back when man is still, it looks like a basketball or a dodgeball. And I'm like, yeah, there's like the texture. It's like a different, it's a different uh, style, but it's still got that kind of texture. And it just seems like, Nowadays, it's like, yeah, it's kind of hard not to do it like that because there's just something about it that just brings more life to it, more right. realism to it, I guess you could say. I don't know. But I mean, I, you know, I do appreciate the, uh, you know, the Man of Steel logo because it had like the Kryptonian like writing yeah. within it, which no, I thought that was, was, yeah. Yeah, that was an awesome yeah. little effect. But I'm just kind of wondering that, you know, is there something within the story like just how like what we were talking about when it came to the kingdom come logo, there's a meaning behind it. But of course that meaning is just like the, the black behind it. But is there going to be a meaning behind how this logo is? Is it going to be mentioned of like why this logo is the way it is? Or is it just going to be like, eh, it's just his logo. It's the, it's the house of L logo. I'd imagine. I mean, and if, well, yeah, I, know that, if I could say it, it means Superman, but yeah, I'm just saying honestly, like, like, is there going to be more to the, the logo? Like, well, I guess, probably. I guess, I guess, I guess I can't really say because like, when it came to um, Snyder's version, they never really mentioned that there's Kryptonian writing in the movie. It just was, hey, that's what all that marking is like right there. Right. It was just one of those things where it's like a detail that's not mentioned actually within the movie. So, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I'm like, yeah, they didn't even mm -hmm. talk about it. So it was just talked about behind yeah. the scenes, you know. I do. I, I do want to uh, emphasize on, uh, on Phil's points, though, because, I mean, I think. And I'm, I'm saying this is this is this is a, you know, this is working against Gunn, honestly. And in, in terms of uh, the last twenty years have shown us that Batman is a very versatile franchise. You now you in the comic books, and this stands for both Superman and Batman. There are multiple, multiple different versions that have different iterations and fans grabbing onto many different aspects of it. But when it comes mm -hmm. to adapting to multimedia, Batman flourishes where Superman doesn't as much because. Yeah. Batman, you can throw Batman in any scenario and people will grasp onto it regardless. Lego Batman, Batman Ninja, you know, Batman Brave and the Bold, uh, you know, Batman, Batman. Azteca for crying out loud. Yeah. There's That's what's coming what's out, what's right? What's coming what's out, what's yeah. What's yeah. This what's year. What's Batman yeah. Ninja. You've never uh, seen Batman Ninja? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, clearly, uh, I have not even asked for Batman <laughs> Ninja. It is easy. <laughs> <laughs> it is a DC animated movie. Um, okay. it is you can you can watch really it in both uh, English and Japanese, and really it is good. literally yeah. It's it's literally if you took Batman and put him in like uh, feudal Japan times, and yeah. you have Ninja Joker. It's it's Ninja Harley it, Quinn. It's it's great. It's a freaking um, mushroom trip. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. It's wildly <laughs> crazy, animated. Yeah. 
I, I wish I wish that DC animation was allowed to be a lot more experimental like that because yeah. that was a really fun time. Well, they're doing but, the um, Suicide Squad movie this year. Yes, think like that. Think exactly okay. like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I may have to need yeah, to watch it. This You're gonna have to watch it. Yeah, watch it. Yep. Really good. Now, now in in the comic books, Superman has had multiple multiple different. Uh, iterations and how he goes about even grant morrison um if you guys and i recommend if you haven't read grant morrison's super gods book uh he has a whole chapter just on uh superman and how just in the books at least superman uh in the main consensus uh people believe that superman doesn't really change but in reality if you actually study comic books superman as a character readapts himself uh, for every different generation. In the 1950s, he was more of like dad Superman. In the 1960s, he got more experimental, 60s and 70s. In the 80s, he became more Re he became more Reagan-esque. And then in the 90s, he, he grew long hair and had like a ponytail more? for a while. Yeah. 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 And in the 2000s, like, like every, every different iteration, every different generation comes up with a new type of Superman story and stuff like that. But I go back to my earlier point, um, translating that to the multimedia of people who don't read comic books. I still remember greatly with um, the Snyder Cut coming out, people, uh, the main audience still didn't understand that Superman did have a black suit when he yeah. when he was resurrected. And people had to explain to other people that like, no, black suit actually is within canon. That's a that's a thing that happened. And in main canon, not even just, mm -hmm. you know, like an Elseworlds story. Mm -hmm. So yeah, everyone, everyone meticulously, I, I, I'm talking Superman fandom, I feel. And it's not necessarily even general audience, but definitely Superman fandom. They, they for some reason, are more tedious about Superman. And they pick it apart a lot more than they would Batman, who something weird about Batman can happen. But, like, people just kind of roll with it a lot a, a lot easier, I feel. Uh, William, you sound definitely. like you, you want to. Batman has been consistently relatable since the day they came out with Batman. Yeah. Superman, although they've changed Superman, and you can talk to customers in here, Superman has made adjustments throughout the 86 years, but for the most part, he's the core values are still there. What's mm. changed about the acceptance of Superman is the core values of the country and the world are no longer the same. So now you're writing yeah. stories for a character that is no longer relatable to you, de depending on what era you are. If you I didn't grow up in the Cold War, you're less inclined to be relatable with Superman. Anger death vengeance violence has been around since the creation of man and you have to understand where where batman comes from what was happening you know across the world and across just the streets of any major city open warfare open death little kids who are buying 12 cent comics would be stepping over a crime scene where a gangster shootout has just happened <laughs> so those are those that is the genesis of what what batman is and if you look, no matter what society we've been out, we, we 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 drift in and out of these eras. But if you look at right now, the last 30 years, Batman is more relatable to everyone else. You 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 look at a lot of people that are in the situation other than being a billionaire. A lot of people have lost one or both parents or, or have some some sort of disassociation with their family. They're alone. Mm -hmm. They have rage in them. They they you know they can't they they don't have an outlet for that rage. That's a lot more people than there are truth justice in the American way. Now, like okay. I said, there was a point in time where that was all relevant because that's what we said. But as we get more more levels and more ways for people to see things, you know, when we when we only had the TV or the radio to show you things, we could tell you what Superman was and what he meant to you. Now you got all these other things. It's not the same. You have to be able to write him in a godlike way, because even then 
the more unrelatable you make Superman, if you're willing to back an unrelatable version of Superman, that's where you can be successful. If you draw him and you do him as a God, it's more relatable because we all fear that at some way, even if even mm-hmm. we all fear something higher. But with Batman, he's the guy who's beating the fuck out of everybody for you. He's the guy who's cracking the skull that you can never crack. And everybody has that. Everybody has that boss. Everybody has that atmosphere. They just want to kick and punch them way, their way out of. And Batman, no matter what form he's been in, over his entire time has always represented that from the from detective comics 27 we're like yeah batman doesn't kill but i can count six guys that get thrown off of the uh, a building yeah there's there's a lot of okay. batman. I mean, I feel that's yeah. batman had, a little bit you know given that he's the ultimate immigrant story right now given how immigrants in general are being treated worse than ever yeah. so you would have to you would have to do him that way and even then once you do him as an immigrant story you automatically cut your unfortunately you cut your uh, your audience in half because not everybody's on on board with the plight of of immigrants which well, they, is unfortunate they, well that's they, their ignorance that's their ignorance is fault well, that's not that's, yeah. that's, that's not going to I, I agree but here here we are we're talking retail we're talking selling something yeah. that we want something to buy and i you i agree with you but how you market it is how people are going to accept it. So you got to be pretty yeah. crafty. And a lot of people do not want to take those risks with Superman because of the broad appeal that they feel he has. Whereas Batman, Batman's off script from day one, minute one, two guns, he's kneecapping people, you know, <laughs> in the very first appearances. And very Batman fair. is brutal. Batman has always been brutal. brutal. Frank Miller brought him back to his roots is when Batman started brutal. to do well again. Yeah, it's, no, exactly. It's, but uh, it's, hold on, hold on. Before we talk, though, we got somebody else joining. Ben. Hey. 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 Right. What the hell's going on with my camera? <laughs> yeah, no, I was about yeah, to say, well, I'm like, did you switch rooms? Like, what happened? No. Did you No, I took I took down the green screen and I. But... You got a purple screen instead. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Purple. <laughs> you, got purple yeah, you got something and... purple behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Purple no, it's the lighting. Uh, yeah, but anyway, how you guys doing? <laughs> We're doing pretty good. We're just oh. talking some Superman. Yeah, you know, you know. Sorry, but but before, like, we'll talk about Chris. You had something you wanted to add to the. It, it was interesting you bring this up, Paul. I was going uh, back and forth with our, our our mutual friend Ray, basically about the same topic of mm. where Superman is put on this pedestal of. This is the ideal. Superman 78 is the quote unquote ideal. And they, and anything that strays from that or strays from truth, justice, the American way, no, that's that, that can't, that can't happen. But to what you're, we're all, you're saying, William, is what I I agree with in that sense. Like Batman gets a pass on a lot of things. Like, you know, you get some people saying, oh, Batman doesn't kill. Yeah, yeah. We, we can point to a lot of different times that Batman has, quote unquote, right. killed right. at that point. But he gets a pass. Some And there are so many, there's a Batman for everyone that likes different versions of it. But for some reason, Superman just keeps on, it's got to be a certain way. Or to your point, you, you, a whole fan base is just like, will rally against it. And it's, and it's unfortunate. They don't want Superman to evolve. They want him to stay the same, which is the same. Oh, it's, and, it's, they, it's, and they miss a lot of the point of what Superman to to what it is. It is an immigrant story, yeah, of someone that can evolve. rise to be what is looked at as "quote unquote" the ideal. But it's it, it's 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 almost the same conversation that you're going to have with Spider-Man fans and Spider-Man mm. to some extent too, because yeah. a lot of Spider-Man fans consistently want him to either be just either getting out of high school or being in college, being broke, being on his own. Aunt May's like Parker kind of luck. in the picture Parker luck. Right. 
or you know he's got to be with mj and then you got other fans who are like no it's got to be gwen and then gwen dies and then you've got other fans who are like no put him with black cat it's just like the so, guy's fucking 60 something years old let him breathe a little bit that's yeah, that's I, why i'm so glad ultimate spider-man is doing him as a fucking adult that's comics on so much fun oh man but it's, it's so, so good. Good. anytime i like you know because i look for a little bit i'm just like wow Which, by I the way that, I William, think thank, you, thank you for sending me that copy i appreciate it but uh yeah i mean yeah well one of the things too is like uh, you know with the discussions and everything like that it's like um i mean with batman and you know, and I and even having discussions with people, even though like you know, I, I'm pushing back, especially when people are going like the uh, Kingdom Come logo that shouldn't be that. It's like it doesn't look like an ass and blah blah blah. It should be like the standard. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, how many iterations of Batman have been like changed? I mean, for God's sakes, this one right here. I mean, no, that one. That, 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 but at the same time, so it's like about it, no ears. They were like, what? Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. There's all that, but but at the same time, Batman, it's you almost can accept it more than anything when it comes to Superman, I guess you could say. I mean, that's, that's just the thing. It's like, even though you might not like, it and you're like, ah, eh, that's, uh, you know, there's a lo that logo and this logo and whatever the heck it's like, um, you still, I don't know. People still flock out to see it, even though like, I mean, let's face it, what Matt Reeves did with the logo, with the suit and having the logo being like, I mean, literally being, a weapon, it's too good. which was, which was great. Although I loved Kevin Smith's original theory. He was like, "Is that made out of the gun that killed?" A lot of yeah, that was out there. Yeah, yeah. The actual Martha Wayne. He wrote that. Story, yeah, he wrote that into Batman One Thousand. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, that that was fun. Yeah, I mean, it was a good theory, but I was like, nah, there's no way that that's going to, it's going to be, ha, ha, I remember there was a theory too, that it was going to be part of the grappling, like, you know, and or doing yeah. something where he's like swinging where it's like, oh yeah, maybe he's like, uses that to like hook to his chest or something like that. The way he can like, you know, do the, uh, no, it, it just takes out his uh, little squirrel. Food. It's just a box cutter. <laughs> but at the same time, they actually, do, they actually do sell that. They actually do sell like the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time too, we got to realize like that uh, going back to that fake uh, image of corn sweat with a shorter cape, the Batman, his cape does not hit the floor. So no, it's a shorter no. cape. Yeah. Interesting. You know, see, Superman's I mean, always been about the look and feel of a god. It's what it's yeah. You, you when when you have your gods or you have your your deity type characters, you, you almost hold them to a higher exact standard. Whereas, like I said, Batman's a guy that you, he's your neighbor. That when you're getting beat up, your neighbor comes out with a baseball bat and beats the fuck out of that guy. It doesn't matter what he's wearing. Batman's he more uses about a bat in the last Batman movie. So yes, you're yeah. right. <laughs> he, Batman is more about the the feeling of aggression and you know a relief of aggression than he is a visual he's the darkness anyway it's not like there's any as long as he's somewhat consistent but with superman it's different because superman's a yeah. visual symbol batman's not a visual symbol so interesting. Yeah. i know I, yeah oh i i just want to say a, a few uh pointers um i want to i want to get down on, on on william in a second because i agree with a lot of the points that william makes about how superman is also reflective of america or the united states and everything and how we've we've changed and how you know from 1938 till now especially even that is referenced uh very very much in uh bvs you know uh apples don't cost a nickel anymore you know all, all that yeah. kind of stuff you know and i will i will disagree with william to a degree because i do believe that in making superman relatable i think using the aspects of clark kent or making him a person who is 
trying to do his best or just a guy trying to do the right thing, you know, and trying not to be perceived as a god, even though in a sense he basically is. I find that personally as a fan more relatable than the the god thing. However, it's interesting we should note this because we said multiple times tonight uh, the, um, the the quintessential you know, um, you know, uh, 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 the uh, the um, American way, which is synonymous with Superman. And even that recently has been changed. Right. And like and like a lot of the modern stuff now is saying for a better tomorrow yeah. instead of the American way, because yep. and again, not to get very political, but I think a lot of us could could understand in the news that the American way is not perceived the same way as it was even 20 exactly. years ago. Correct. Yeah. So, but exactly. that, but again, that kind again, of but, but look yeah. at how many people like lost their minds over that. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely lost their minds. Well, we're a different but, country. And when I say relatable, not I, I agree with you as far as him being relatable, as far as like doing the right thing okay. and everything else. But look around us. We used to like when we didn't do the right thing, you kind of got called out. You kind of got there's a lot of things we get away with as, a, as we do as a society that we wouldn't do. We're not oh, as terrible as we, we used to be. We don't give a fuck about our neighbor. Our neighbor could be on fire as long as it's not on our yard. We don't well, care. Your neighbor's not wearing a mask and we have to turn him in. There you go. Like <laughs> I said, back in the day, <laughs> Willie Nelson came out and said, you know what? The farmers in the Midwest are starving. And you know what? People in the hood said, you know what? Willie Nelson's cool. Let's go ahead and help. Hands across America. We're not that country anymore. So yeah. it's really hard to make a superhero like that relatable when we're not that anymore. It's yeah, a good yeah. story, but can you sell it? That's the only thing. That's no, a tough, no, and it's, it's a tough it's, one. It is, it is a gray area, and it is, and it is a, a good talking point and, and a discussion that is going to probably continue to go on as America and politics and everything else kind of evolve and everything. Now, me personally, um, I'm okay with the A Better Tomorrow because even in studying Superman and reading his comic books, you know, yes, he is, he is clearly an American superhero. He is clearly from America, but at the same time, in all and almost every iteration of Superman, I'm talking as far back as the 30s, he's always protected the world. You know, yeah. he's not just based yeah. in America. He's yeah. going to yeah. he's going it's to true. European countries. He's going he's going all over to, to help. He just people. happened to land in fucking Kansas. Huh? Yeah. He just he happened to land in fucking Kansas. Exactly. <laughs> and he didn't he didn't land in Soviet Russia so and we didn't get red sun. I'm so, so disappointed, Andy. He's landing in fucking Kansas. I don't I got nothing against Kansas. But I'm just saying okay, I had to say it, but it's just the way you said that. I was like, I was, geez. I, I, and, I saw I apologize to anyone I may have offended in Kansas. Um and nobody in Kansas if, watching the ship. Do they have the internet? Do they even have the internet in Kansas? They have internet in Kansas. Jeez, there's more info I'm joking. I'm gonna do my YouTuber apology. I apologize if I offended you, Shane Dawson. Anyway, it's always with with Superman and essentially you 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 know we're laughing about Kansas at that point. It's it's the idea that and they brings it up in Man of Steel. It's like I grew up in in a farm in Kansas, Kansas, you know, and yet I want to go out there and help the world. Yeah, like and how many different ways, you know, going back to what Martha tells him, like save everyone, save no one. You you make the decision of what you want to do with your life. Don't let anyone tell you how to be what you want to be. But this is a person that can see good and find good in people and not give up and keep fighting and fighting and fighting to help. Now that that yeah. is something that 
to your point, William, like our world is not like that anymore, but we can strive to try and we can strive to do it. And that's what Superman can be is the inspiration to see like growing up with losing his entire world and growing up with Ma and Pa Kent and finding a way to still find good in people. And I think if James Gunn is honing in on that idea of like, you know, he's presenting Superman in a world where kindness is kind of an outdated thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hone in on that because that's yeah. absolutely true to the world that we live in today. Like if you're going to present characters like fucking Guy Gardner, the engineer, even Hawkgirl to an extent is kind of brutal yeah. in some, some books. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, brutal, but not a douchebag though. Like Hawkgirl no, uses hawk, a fucking hawk mace, dude. Are, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. The hawk no, 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 people hold on, hold on. are You don't are drag my girl Shaira so. into Desi. The Carter is a man. Anyway, the Thanagarians are douchebags. They can be. They're kind of they're kind of they're kind of shitty, right? They they can be, yeah. But but yeah, like like Superman being around them and being the one to be like, yo, it doesn't have to be like this. Yeah, like we don't have to do it. He, like he can it. he can have hope I will and still be a re- and still be realistic before. in the sense of not come off as being uh, like completely Hokey? out there and be or too I- over idealistic. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. There's that's a person right. in your chat, Dave, that's that's comparing. He made up. Uh, I feel if somebody can relate to Captain America and they can relate to Superman. Um, okay, I'm going to beg to differ. Captain America is a is war propaganda. Yeah. He came up like, yeah. yeah. Speak yeah. on that truth, William. Speak on that truth. Go ahead. <laughs> he's punching Hitler the very first time you see him in Captain America comics. That's he's the whole punching thing. Hitler. Punch Hitler in the face. And, and right. here's the thing. Remember, that's about a rateable. We've always been at war. Every breath I've drawn on this planet, we've yeah. always yeah. been at war somewhere. Hot war, cold war, pro- pro- uh, proxy war. We have always been at war. That is something that even though whether you're for or against war, you can relate to living in an environment where your nation has always been at war. Trust me, I I went to one of them. My dad went to one of them, and my grandfather went to one of them. (laughs) My dad. War war is relatable. My parents had to survive a war to make sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, I you know I you know I ran Iraq. You know, I that's the thing. I I have never gotten to really know my culture because of war just existing, you know. Because if I go yeah, to Iran yeah. now, they ain't gonna accept no gay person there. They're gonna be like, "Wait, you, your <laughs> no. political views are what? You want to fuck? They're gonna they're gonna yeah. have a, a ceremony for you. Don't go back to Iran. Yeah, they, 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 will, they, they will they will execute everyone in my family if we go back to Iran. Oh, oh my god! Like, that's, see, that's what's sad about all that, man. It sucks. Like, yeah, yeah. It sucks. But uh, Chris, I know you gotta you gotta take off. You got an early morning. Yeah, I got an early morning. I got long travels and only so many. Oh, that's hours right. To sleep, yeah, but... your birthday month, isn't it? Yes, a couple yes. weeks. Couple you're weeks. Gonna for, well, you're gonna travel for a whole month for your birthday? No, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've, got sp- I've got spring break next next week. So oh, that's traveling. Is, yeah. All right. Oh, okay. But that's great. Great. I, think always... things, I think too liberal. Too literal. Sorry. Ah, uh, no, you're fine. So. As always, a pleasure, everyone. And uh, if you want to listen to yes. Dave, not on uh, video, but actually in the audio form, check out uh, World's Finest True Believers on the Geek Ultimate Alliance feed. We go over uh, Batman Ego. Great conversation. We had a great conversation. conversation about it. Yeah. I love listening. All right, Chris. Have a good great. time. See you all later. Right. Take, it easy, Take it easy, Take it easy. All right, uh, but Ben, uh, let's put you on the spot here. Well, how we, because uh, we've already kind of gone around the horn and talked about the logo reviews. So, how are you feeling about it, sir? I enjoy, I, I, I'm feeling it. Uh, yeah. yeah I, let me gather my thoughts. <laughs> Actually, are you, you are know you what? being held hostage? Is someone making you say that? Blink <laughs> twice. 
<laughs> the first thing I thought uh, was, okay, this is way different from what we've seen before. It needed to be very different to differentiate itself from the pre uh, its predecessor. Um, so that was a check for me. That was a, that was good. Um, uh, the, the fabric, I know a lot of people are making this stupid little comparison to Spalding basketballs or whatever, yeah. but I remember, uh, the same thing, as you said, Dave, uh, when the, um, when Henry Cavill Superman yeah. suit came out, uh, one of the things that I remember people criticizing not having, uh, the undies, the trunks. And uh, the material, the suit material looked like it was a uh, stretchy uh, volleyball or something like that. I remember all those comments. Yeah. So I, 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 I even though I am enjoying what, what, I, what I've seen so far, I like the concept of it uh, being inspired by Kingdom Come and uh, the, the original uh, S and also the fly, fly shirt uh, S also thrown in, in, into the mix. Um. I have a theory about this whole Kingdom Come thing um, because um, yeah, I saw your video about it. Yeah, because the, 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 there there is a Superman in the Authority comics, mm -hmm. and it's very right. it's it very similar to this design. The only thing is that it's black. Uh, um, uh, the, the 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 background is black, so I feel like it's gonna transition to that where Superman is going to be part of the authority or it's going to be Superman, the authority, just like in the comics, or an amalgamation of that. And that's when it's going to transition to that. Or well, it's going to, he's a pretty big fan of Grant Morrison. So that would lead. Yes, to, that right? is correct. And isn't Grant Morrison also part of his uh, brain trust uh, to build this universe? No, but no, no. a lot of his work is predicated on what is, I just want to say Grant, Grant goes by Daydam, by the way. Just so you all know if you didn't know. by what Grant goes they by them. Day oh, okay. No. They them. I'm sorry. Uh, did not know that. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, woke that way. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just have a hard time. I, I don't even know. I didn't even know that was the case. No, but, I, mean, but I got correct. I got corrected by one of my listeners a few years ago when I did Flash Podcast. So I was kind of, oh, whoops, you know, because you know, you don't want to, you know, I love Grant Morrison. You, you, you can't yeah. fuck with Grant Morrison. So, oh, okay. Um, I, I did not know that. But, <laughs> but uh, as, as far as I know, I haven't seen Grant's name in that writer's architect roomy thing that they're. Yeah, they, they, I think, no, I think I, I was mistaking him with um, Tom so King. Tom, Tom King, King. Yeah, yeah. Drew Goddard, Christina Hodson. Christina Hodson is there. Jesus two or three Christ. others. I think Christina Hodson is in that fucking. I don't know. Well, you know what? To be fair, we I ran out of women, I guess. A, I think she did a good job <laughs> with the Flash. Get the Flash got, Sorry. The Flash got oh. fucked with a lot, and I think it's not her doing. It's not. Well, I just so, po I, I posted. I actually posted. Like, I'll post it on Twitter tomorrow. But one of the things that Chris uh, Bolos said last week. I mean, he talked about how you know the Flash is like the bones are there, like when it comes to certain aspects of the story. But when you have a studio movie, it's a studio that is like wrapping the meat around control, the bones, yeah. you know. And you know, he brought up some good points where it's like, as much as I enjoyed the Flash, it's like, yeah, I totally, I'm not unaware that this is not. I mean, yeah, the, the best parts of it is the stuff with his mom and, and stuff like, you know, the conversation that he has with uh, Ben Affleck's Batman and even stuff like Michael Keaton's Batman. There's stuff that's there that you go, OK, yeah, there's something there. But, yeah, you could tell that, like, it's like they were trying to cram so <laughs> much. How to make, but didn't Christina how to make Cassandra Cain talk a lot, though? Yeah. Birds of Prey. Did, 
Yeah, they yeah. Didn't yeah. yeah, I'll give you that one. But at the same time, that also could have been something too, because right. I mean, because I mean, there, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But, but the, the, reference, the, the, the room as official sure, includes Christina Hudson, Jeremy Slater, uh, Drew Goddard, Crystal Henry, and Tom King. Yeah. Mm. So Tom King. Yeah. So yeah, Grant Morrison not quite in there, but um, but it, but it, it, it's yeah. But, but what you were saying in your video, uh, Ben, yeah, I mean, you had like, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a pretty good theory. Like, could be something with that. Like, it could be that he's going to pull elements out of there, which makes sense. If you're yeah. going to have these people in there and it's, you know, and I think the question's always been like, how much are these characters in the story? And, you know, with the table read and everything and the group shot, I mean, yeah, they're going to be pretty support pretty good supporting characters which is good i'm yeah. totally for it because that's again you want something different with superman you never had a superman movie that had other dc characters that are not batman or wonder woman or anybody like that no. not like these big ones you have these other ones that maybe not people know about that are supporting characters and that's something unique and different and like yeah your theory i was like that ah, that's pretty good that's pretty good i think there could be something with that yeah well, I think I, there's, I, a, there's a couple different avenues you can include there because you've got metamorpho and mr terrific who are part of the terrifics then you've got the authority yeah. then yeah. you've got you know green lantern and hot girl who are part more often than not associated with you know versions of the justice league yeah. Yeah. there's a couple different ways that this movie can spin out and a couple different ways even though james gunn has clarified like yeah these characters are here to serve this story we're not using them as a launch pad for other movies and it's like are you really though yeah, a little bit. Well, if you craft the entire universe from the beginning, uh, you can say that they are there to serve as the story. Sure. So, so, but you know, I, I like the idea of reverse engineering uh, the Justice League or whatever version of Justice League he's doing, mm. because yeah. you know, you could have, you could have, he could have very much easy say, okay, this is going to be Superman, Batman, and then the next movie is going to be Aquaman or the Flash or whatever it is, and then bring them together. Now. What he's doing is just putting in all these random characters that are part of the DC universe, but at the same time, it gives you the sense of, wait, this, we are deep in the DC universe. Even though we don't see these characters there, that, doesn't not, that does not mean that do not exist. So right. at one point that you can drop mm -hmm. out of nowhere and we already know, okay, yeah, of course he's there. You know, if they show some adjacent character that is related to let's say let's let's say that they show Dick Grayson in, in this film, which I don't mm -hmm. think they will, but now wow. we know holy shit, the fucking bat families out there somewhere. So mm -hmm. in when they do another oh. movie and they show other characters, we don't need to be like, where did this guy come from? We didn't get a movie that built up to this guy. You know what I mean? So Yeah. No, it kind of makes you wonder, too, because, like, you know, one of the things that, you know, Scott and I, we just got done talking on DC Fanimated, the crossover, the world's finest, the three-parter. We just, the past three weeks, the past oh, three yeah. episodes, yeah. talking about that, it was great. I mean, obviously, it's just, you, you can watch that movie start to finish, or not watch, you know, all three parts start to finish. It's a great Batman and Superman story. But what was always great is, like, you know, in the previous episodes when it came to Superman, they reference like, yeah, there's that nut job in Gotham. You know, it's like, give me something like that. Just like yeah. how, you know, in Batman forever, when Bruce Wayne is talking to Dick Grayson and he goes Superman like, the circus, the circus is that. Robin. Robin. Yeah. Robin. No, I love that Batman movie. Forever. 
<laughs> ba- no, no, no. Batman Forever is him saying the circus must be halfway yeah. in Metropolis by Metropolis now. Yeah. Yeah. Batman and Robin is Batman, Batman looking at Robin. Alone. Mm-hmm. Superman always works alone. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is, that, this was, is that, that was a little too on the nose. I don't like that. It's, the Because the, they name right. dropped him. I don't yeah. like that. But if you do it like a little reference of something associated with that character, yeah. that's what I like. That's why they even in Superman the animated series, when they referred to Batman, they never called him Batman. They said they said that nut job in Gotham. Yeah. Or something like that. Do something like that. I'll yeah. be like, okay, there you go. Oh, like oh, name or location. Yes, we're going yeah. uh, we're going through Blowhaven right now. Okay. Like, yeah, or the something. Fuck, yeah. Really? So, Which was you know, in the Batman. Now they yeah, did exactly well, like maybe maybe Maxwell Lord is like yeah I'm still trying to get Batman on payroll or something like that for the Justice League oh, yeah just some, some, Justice don't League name drop him. don't name drop him though I don't want yeah. the name the guy at like, Gotham I don't know yeah don't know. something you know that, that one freak <laughs> in Gotham I don't know something but yeah you could do something like that where it's like yeah so we know there's a Batman out there sure but at the same time it's like yeah uh when when it comes to these characters and then it's kind of funny too because can we also like speaking of like hot girl can we uh the fact that she had to clarify that she uh didn't say a certain quote this week did you guys see this i did yeah yeah so there was like a fake facebook post that went around that said isabella merced said the reason why you know madam webb didn't do well because of toxic masculinity and all that kind of stuff and blah 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 and then she's all thank god for james gunn because he's all about you know this that and this and uh, it was sad that i saw people and and but this is where we've gotten though because you know now that we've you know and i'll even show you the 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 tweet that she posted she posted this right here where it's like she had to literally like you know just be like uh i'm just existing and people are spreading fake quotes and believing them with no real source we need lessons in media literacy this is crazy damn straight which is great i'm glad she clarified that but it was just (laughs) it was sad that there were people believing that and again we get we got to a point where it's like now there's people in the Snyder fandom that just want to believe any anything thing so then they can hate on it more. And then you got people with YouTube channels that are also spreading mm-hmm. this information, this misinformation out there. And it's like, ah, it's just it's frustrating. To be, I mean, to be a woman in this in this time is all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Because again, because again, I feel like you know, of course, someone would make up something uh, an actress says, and then of course that blows up, and then she of course has to come out and clarify. You know, I, I, I'm, I didn't know fully what had it's happened, happened to with her. male actors too, but not as know. much, not yeah, as much. But still, I mean, it's still there, happens, there, but... there is a, the, the, you know, like there is two, there is ways how men are treating these type of situations and how women are treating. These oh, situations. yeah, they you usually think slander is, uh, is, um, is specific uh, to women. I think it happens to everybody. I, yeah. I, no, I, I didn't say it happened just to women. I'm just saying that it, there's different results that we can, I don't think we can deny. Yeah, usually the guys get fucking canceled. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think it's worse for men. Like, women could say whatever the fuck they want about a guy. <laughs> the For guys get, get, his life gets destroyed, and she said, sorry, nothing happens. But. <laughs> If you say some dumb shit about a female, no, but I mean, but but at the same time, like with that whole thing, I mean, that was going to feed into, of course, people like because that's been used before, that's been said before, like you know, that was said when Ghostbusters came out. Oh, know, yeah, oh, yeah, the reason why right. that that is because it, of this, and it's happened before, so 
of course, like this, this account wanted to just like feed into that too, because of course you're going to have a certain side of like the political spectrum. That's going to be like, Oh, of course. And it's just like, can we actually do a little research here? And I remember when I saw that, I'm like, where is that from? There's no way. Cause I saw no. like, I saw like a fake Twitter thing that just had like a fancy little card that had her quote. And I went, no way. I haven't seen that on anywhere else. And then when I just, just typed in her name and scrolled down Twitter and I saw where the source was, which this Facebook account that has never has any sources and they come up they with BS all the time. And I'm like, really? And then when I was seeing like people in the Snyder fandom, you know, obviously the, the crazy Snyder cultists, they, we're not, we're yeah. Snyder fans over here. <laughs> I know. They're, so yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of a difference, but it's just like, and like, okay, so you guys are really, you guys are embarrassing yourselves by using this to hate on this more. It's like, it's, it's not a good look. And I'm like, yeah, it just sucks. And then when I see like people like p posting it in videos, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like what, yeah. you know, it's like, ah, they don't care to do the, 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 the research. It, it seems that, like we lost that a little bit. Oh, you know, I saw that, that blew up. I don't know where. So some Twitter account was saying that, oh, so uh, allegedly um, Sony and Marvel are reaching a, a, a middle ground deal of where they oh, yeah, will still that. have three heroes yeah, in Simon 4, but it's going to be a multiverse thing. But I was like, and it was like now like buying it that, you know, this is, you know, what's happening. Like, guys, it came from a Twitter account. Like, like, how do we think how you do are, are assuming that oh this is what's gonna happen in the movie they like are being uh, you know opinions about something that we have no idea if it's true or not so I don't I just yeah like for some reason we we like like I mean especially when it came to the Snyder Fund, I mean like uh we you know we got some scoops that came out earlier this week from a certain someone you know that uh you know goes by the in Snyder um no. <laughs> yeah and the fact that people were believing like so many things i'm like hey are we you know it was the jurassic league thing yeah and i was like okay first off remember when we used to not believe when this guy because he doesn't have like a, he's not batting a thousand and all of a sudden like now you guys are just believing everything he's saying and then but then at the same time i'm like okay so if this is actually true there's a jurassic league i'm saying it's probably going to be a small animated film that's going to go on like max or something like that it's something you don't have to watch it's like Come on, can we can we relax? Yeah. Let's pull it back. I a little think, bit. I think, I think that story in particular got more attention than it would have naturally because yeah. you know it's 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 a dumb idea, but it's like oh, yeah. I can see how that could be marketed to kids. That yeah. got more attention because mm. of the Batman Beyond scrap project that had happened. That earlier. too, it was bad yeah, time. That's, yeah. That comparison, I found first of all, sorry, uh, Paul, uh, Paul. No, that's okay. Uh, yeah, that 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 wouldn't have been marketed to kids because the comics are fucking gruesome. I don't know if oh. you read them. Oh, um, I, I, I I saw when they, it came out, but I but I did not. Oh go no, out and get dude! It. Oh, so they, they're actually R-rated. They are very violent, and it's, <laughs> oh, okay. they even had the the human tree, just like Zack Snyder does in Three Hundred. They had. Oh like, wow! It, I really didn't know fucking, that. No, it is. It's not. I thought it not, was like a kid, almost kid friendly. Oh I didn't, God, no! Uh, I think this, it's this, also this, really easy. So kid friendly than that. Would you <laughs> no, 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 no. It's also this super is... easy to put something out like that, given who's in head, who's head of DC Studios right now. Like yeah. James Gunn yeah. is part of that. He 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 likes that quirky, goofy. Fucking yeah, creature commandos. Yeah. yeah, creature commandos, right? And and then yeah. you look at something like yeah. Jurassic League, and it's like, oh yeah, James Gunn would totally it's be right up his alley. The the but assumption it, is there automatically, but it's like, yep. 
we're, we're getting this information from who a rat like Jeff Snyder, like, come on, let, exactly. let's, let's, <laughs> let's not take it with a grain of actual salt here. So I don't know, give you, a damn. I, take shift with them like, like, I don't care how much him and John yeah. Rocha want to push the idea that Annie Muschietti is not directing Brave and the Bold. And then yeah. like, but, not but even a day later, not even a day later, Snyder's like, oh yeah, he's totally directing Brave. It's like, motherfucker, shut up. You don't know. Pulled it back. Pulled it right back. Pulled it back. It's like, cause you, cause you legitimately doesn't know that dude is, you know what? I'm going to shut up. I'm just going (laughs) to shut up. No, he's full of shit. You can say it. He's a punk. He's a fucking punk, dude. Can I just speak for the gays for a second? When he, when he rages, it's kind of hard. I'm not going to lie. But flip, when he, like, when he goes on his rant, I'm like, I thought you were talking about, I thought you were talking about Snyder. I'm like, okay, okay, good. Who are you talking about, Andy? <laughs> hey, He's welcome like, back, William. Yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about Lib. You know, when he oh, goes okay. on his rant, I'm just kind of like, you know, no, that's I, just, I just do not like people like him. I don't like Daniel Richmond. I don't like any of these fucking scoopers who act like they have it all oh, pat yeah. down pat. And it's like, no, you don't. Dude. And certain people take their word at face value. And I'm just like, we need to stop this right now. Like, like Andy's point with Spider-Man 4. Nobody knows what the fuck the plot that movie is, except for the people writing it. Kevin Feige mm-hmm. and probably Amy Pascal. That's about it. Yeah. It's uh, uh, we've gotten to I'm the point where now we're like, people are just believing everything now. It used to not be right. like that where it's like, and I'm like, wait, I think we've lost our way. I mean, but I'll even catch myself doing that sometimes. But, um, oh man, what was I going to say? I was going to say, used to be, but, but like when you, when you talk about these things, you say rumor reportedly, yeah. allegedly, you're allegedly. not going No, like- not people put it as, as facts. Like yeah. that piece yeah. about, uh, 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 Merced. That's her name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Isabella Merced. Yeah. It was the BDI fuck who, uh, Aaron, whatever the fuck his last name is. Uh, he did a video and he, he just started oh, yeah, talking. Yeah, he started yeah, talking about it like it was a fact, and he had to retract. Like, motherfucker, you have a YouTube channel. You have the time to do the research before you turn on the camera. He doesn't so, want to, because it went against James Gunn and the DC. But it's something that was going to go, yeah, that was supposed yeah. to, quote-unquote, hurt uh, James Gunn and his production. <laughs> so he just didn't, it, it was just uh, researching the facts. It was an afterthought. Nah, like if it if it goes if it goes with your narrative, why research the fact? Why even research, why even bother? Yeah, yeah, why even bother? But you know, and, well, and, people seem to be so interested these days in you know like just negative stories and negative experiences and whatnot. It's kind of like that's why, like, yes, it's obviously you know the thing that was said about this was made up. But it's like, of course, people would believe it, believe it because for some reason that's what's driving clicks right now. Like they want oh, yeah, they want everyone wants to hear scandal and gossip and tea and yeah. and this is why it's good that James Gunn can come out and debunk it. Yeah, like he doesn't have to debunk it. You know, stop responding to people asking about Batman. Yeah, but there's certain <laughs> things where I'm like, pull it back. But like, there's certain things it's like yes. <laughs> but yeah. when he when he debunked that that Superman that Superman AI costume thing. Yeah, today, oh yeah, I, I, I love that. I was like, you, I'm like, like, it's like James, James, relax, relax, just film your movie. You just had all you had to say was like, yeah, it's fake, and then walked away. But he did like, not. you know, nah, what I, I just want, I just want to say, I just want him to say, no, okay, thanks, bye. Like, yes, I just, yeah, like, I, he'll go off. He would have fucking. Well, I love this, this, this level of pettiness. Like, I right, let me fucking be twice petty. now. <laughs> Grace Randolph has tried to like scoop the plot of Superman, Superman Legacy, and he's been like, yeah, no, that's not it. Like yeah. twice, <laughs> twice. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping that here. I'm kind of hoping he landed like a fake source that is specifically leaking Good. things to her, you know, leaking things to her, so that she will go on her little, you know. 
whatever the well, fuck well, oh man that is something well, that well, well. Like. <laughs> you know what i mean people i mean we've suspected that he you know he has even burner accounts that he responds to just to put it out there i'm sure I, you does. know i mean some people go like why is he responding to this right here he used my account so you know yeah i mean you know what i always looked at it like hey if you're gonna like use burner accounts to respond with information that people are going to use and get some things out there that you want to get out there. Fine. Whatever. Do it, you know, keep the hype up. And, uh, you know, I mean, again, utilize the social media space because I mean, we got that. I mean, look at what Rachel Brosnahan posted last night. Oh, God bless her soul. Dude, I mean, mm. she's, I, I'm falling in love with her every time I see her right? more, more and more. And you know what? And I even said it on film junkie live. I was like, I mean, there's a chance that she might be her best live action. Lois. I know I'm not supposed to say that because you know, it's blasphemy, but, but we want that to be though. Don't, I, don't I always want, want the, I always the, want the next version. To exactly. Be better. We always want better. And we can still love Evan has come before. That, yeah, I can, Andy, you part. said it so beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> because I was looking at your beautiful face, so I was inspired. Oh, oh there it is. Oh, but yes, I, I won't play the music because copyright. Mm-hmm. Um, even because, obviously, even obviously, for ten seconds, you can't. You're not allowed to. I'm not. I'm not gonna. No, risk it I think it's three it's seconds. It's such a recognizable. It. It's such a recognizable <laughs> score, and that's why everybody uses it. I know. People are, I mean, I was even having somebody in, in my mention say, like, I was hired as a John Williams score. I'm like, yeah, but it's the score that you know Superman from. Yes, I get it. Hans Zimmer score, that's my choice. I love his Superman score. Oh, yeah. But if you were to play that in a fucking crowd, yeah. nah, you know, it's good business to use a John Williams score. know who that is. But, but if you play the John Williams score, people are like, oh, that's a Superman score, right? You know, that's mm-hmm. the thing. But I mean, it was just kind of cool. It's like, you know, well, this hey, video had music. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. And there's, you know, oh, oh, there we go. Here, a little bit <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I already jumped for a second. And then there they are. There Come look on. At, look at him wearing the flannel. Yes, mm-hmm. he's wearing a flannel. He's, and I love that he's wearing a beanie so we don't see his yeah, Superman hair. Whatever he has a specific cut. Yeah, I know. He's got a curl. <laughs> oh, my God. Can like you imagine that. if those fucking Superman fanatics started bitching about, like, where's the fucking curl? <laughs> And the spit girl. Yeah. See, if I've they heard... do that, I will literally mute those terms. On I hate well, it. I, remember... I love uh, Brandon Ralph. I hated his fucking movie because he got <laughs> fucked with. I'm not blaming yeah. it on him. Blame Brian Singer. But yeah, yeah Brian Singer, of course. But I hated that he had a spit curl, all fucking like, <laughs> like perfectly <laughs> curled. I was like, why? He yeah, looked why? Classic in that movie. That's why, like, when he came back for. Uh... Crisis, and you know, and he he got his own costume. Yeah, again, he got a redemption. He got a redemption. Yeah, yeah. that's what I liked. Uh, like when it came to Cavill's, like they didn't really have the curl, but then some, like especially in BBS, it's like when his hair got like wet and he was fighting Batman, the curl naturally was, like uh, formed. Yeah. You know? yeah. and it was like yeah. that was perfect way to do it right there. Yeah. But anyways, this also, is how cool is that? Uh, you know, Mister Nicholas Hole, he's promoting Creature Commandos. I know he's got a Creature Commandos I shirt. shirt. On, yeah. I, I want that shirt, and I'm. Literally, James made me disappointed. The one time he just answers me on Twitter. It'll come out. You got to be patient, Andy. It'll come he, out. He, no, no, no. He said, like, oh, oh, there will be like merchandise like this, but this was specifically oh. made for the cast. I'm just like, oh, oh. I didn't know that. I, like, I want that specific shirt. Yeah. So hopefully he does. But yeah. yeah but I love the like, clothes. I, I love it. God damn it. She's look so adorable. God damn it. She's so adorable. But yeah. Your mm-hmm. clothes is going to, this clothes is going to be fucking hot. She like, is. Oh, yeah. Of course. Look at that. No, I her? just close the shirt. Her? 
Yes. Him? I don't know. You're still, should, you're they, still they about him? Harden? I am just, oh, uh-huh. man. Oh, was, here was, we go. Paul and I were no, talking no, no, about no, this no, 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 What are you about to say? I was I was distracted by the pretty lady. I I I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> she's very very pretty. Um, just, <laughs> look, I think she's going to be great as Lois Lane. Due to Superman, you're still not sold. I'm, I'm okay. not sold. That's good. Just, I feel I feel I feel bad. I feel bad for Corn Sweat as we talked about multiple times. Um, the whole situation with Henry and the Black Adam stuff before this and leading into this whole new universe. All of this, and and I'm I'm gonna you know I'm gonna say I'm gonna bring James into this too. Like James Gunn, I think did not handle any of this correctly or, or well as a leader of DC Studios. One hundred percent agree. They the yeah the, the company as a whole did not handle the exit yeah. of the DCEU well at all. I get and that. I think all yeah, um, and I think all of that is gonna hurt this film on some on some level. And I and again it's well it's well casted. Um, you know they're uh they. They they basically cast a younger brother version of Henry to play Superman essentially. So they're trying, but like you know, I I just think they're going to have a lot a lot on their plate going going into this and stuff. I'm interested to see what Holt does as Luther, um, and what kind of what kind of version of Luther we're going to get on this. But the uh, but I, I I'd like to meet Holt at one point because he's definitely a comic book fan i think because the fact that he's been in the x-men movies and this i think speaks a lot and he's not doing a main role he's doing these like interesting side characters so you know i, I think that's 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 kind of cool it's, it's, but, uh, it's time to shine you know he didn't get batman he didn't get superman but he's okay know, so die here or you live longer so long enough to see yourself become one of the things so that Phil, uh Phil, what, what is your reservation with Karen sweat by the way i just don't. It's not like you said, Karen. It's, it's really just I don't I don't know. I have to see what he's like as Superman before I make any really hard judgment on it. That's really kind of what a boy. I get that. To. I mean, I think, I think some of the clips that I've seen, I'm like, okay. And then just the fact that he's a big dork, I love that too. Yeah. About that, uh, I know. I know Axel saying he's just uh, in the in the in the chats, and he's just he's chosen by his look, not his acting skill. Yeah, I don't think that's, uh, that's bullshit, dude. Come dude, no. <laughs> Yeah, Axel. He also compared space balls and Rebel Moon last. I, week. you know, Some someone sent reason. me that. <laughs> yeah, somebody <laughs> sent me that. I was yeah. like, really? Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I am not, I am not going to fully judge Rebel Moon until the director's cuts are out. When those That's are out, then I will. Whatever. I'm not, not going to let that. When I saw that, I was like, Jesus Christ. Anyways, so, but I do want to say what Robert Meyer Burnett said right here. He said, there's one aspect of James Gunn's Superman which should at least keep everyone optimistic. It took him months to cast the film. Many screen tests were made. Chemistry was established. Everyone earned their roles over months. Seldom happens these days. That makes me excited. So Um, there's this that aspect that it took time and he did put, put them together and blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Wait, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't get, I don't get. I don't get it. Like, give me the TLDR version of that. I'm just saying, like, the fact that that he he just wow. didn't cast like these people. Like, oh yeah, like all right, now read no this whim. and just read this with somebody. No, he actually paired them <laughs> together. Remember when it came to when it came to um, trying to find a perfect Superman and Lois, he paired them off. There was like what? There was three pairing. and three. There was three and, and three. They, 
yeah. they kept on, you know, and he mixed and matched them. Mm-hmm. He took his, they, they took their time to mix and match the chemistry and not to mention brought in some other people too, to make sure that there's some chemistry right there, but mainly the focus is uh, Superman and Lois. So the fact of the matter is, is like the fact it's like, yeah, I mean, it was like they kept mi- mixing and matching. So I think like the, and they found like, okay, this is the perfect ones right here is corn sweat and Brosnahan. They, they gelled together greatly and then of course when it came to other people involved when they brought when they found i mean obviously that was the biggest that's the biggest point right there you have mm-hmm. to have your superman and lois have really great chemistry and now this is when you start bringing other people in all right let's bring the luthor in and put him up against corn sweat and you know let's see who 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 works best opposite of him when it comes to the way that they're supposed to be and and then even with lois because he's going to be interacting with both of them and then Nicholas Holt worked out. Same with the Jim with Jimmy with uh, Skyler. What's his name? Cassandra, it just seems like Cassandra. that they, they just took their time. Like, all right, we got a pair. Of, we got a, you know, that's what he's basically saying. Like, I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad that James Gunn did the job of a filmmaker properly. Yeah, like I, I don't know what Robert is trying to blow up here. I'm like, yeah, like they they, they did the thing right. You know, like yeah, I mean, but I'm not gonna give any you know massive extra points to James for just doing what he's well, supposed to do. What well, there's sometimes there's some directors that write a movie with somebody in mind, and I, I think that's doing the, a disservice to the film. Sometimes they hit it out of the park because Matt Reeves wrote that movie with uh, uh, Robert Pattinson in mind. Todd and, Phillips and Joker. He wrote it with Joaquin Phoenix in mind. With Joaquin Phoenix saying. in mind. And yeah, it works a lot of times. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that that, that process is, is wrong. But when you write... A character is just like comic books. You read it, you're reading them, and you have this idea in your mind how that character is really operating. So I think uh, writing the script and then putting the pieces together to me is a more satisfying process. Knowing that okay, this vacuum, is what this it's going to look be, like in screen. We wouldn't. Hmm? Even, this wouldn't even be a thing. None of the stuff that's going um, to you know coming together to make this movie in, 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 in a vacuum wouldn't mean anything. If not, and you can't deny it. People can tell people to move on all you want. You can't deny the mismanagement that they're up, they're fighting against. They're having oh, to fight battles that normally that, you know, if you have you had done things right, you wouldn't have to be fighting. There are people who are going to be put a lot of hard work in this movie, James Gunn included. But, you know, you, the undeniable situation is that the situation was mismanaged partly by him from, from, from the get go. And and Zazoff and Deluca and how they handle it. And sometimes if that's until the movie comes out, that's valid criticism of them. I, I agree with you yeah. that it was poorly managed. But oh, yeah. let me ask you something. Why what would you have done to the point where it would give a satisfying end and and send off these people on the merry way? Come. On the merry way without having a uh, I, 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 I fandom still lingering and asking for more. Oh, I'll give you an answer to that. I'll give you I'm an glad you that. asked me that. Because here's the thing. Go ahead, William. I'll go after this, you. This, this, when you talk about the fandom, you gotta, you're never going to make your money off of any extreme. No matter what, you're going to make your money down the middle. Sure. So the fandom, listen, I'm, to an extreme, and some of these guys I agree with, they're, they're, some of them go a little bit further one way or another. But that's not where your money is. Your money in anything you do is down the middle with the moderates. So I think you could have parlayed with the moderates. And I could say, I personally, this is just me, would have done a Kingdom Come movie so that the last memories that you have of these people that you've spent nine years with, even as Joe Average, not the extremist, 
as a positive one. And I would have interwoven that into this new thing. You know, I think that when they came in, it was just a rush to make people forget things instead of you, you never just because you're reaching for one customer, you never want to let this one down. You got to get greedy. Okay. You got to take all the money. You never want to say, hey, we're going on this road. Goodbye to you. I still want your money. I want this money. And you have to if you're a, if you're running a company, you have to find a way to make it work. Even if you're going in a new direction, you still have to explain to somebody, even if it's just a guy who's just walked away from you so long because the way you treated him for five years, he can no longer hear you now. But you okay, want that guy so, back. So you're you know? saying they they were already poised to start a brand new universe and you wanted them to do another film, a Kingdom Come type of film to, to give them a send off and then start it. Is, is what, that what I'm hearing? Yeah, and here's the reason why you do that, because we're not just talking about the fans that are watching now. We're not just talking about the 3% of people that are on the internet that everybody thinks runs the world. And we're not just talking about just the, the, the people who may be coming in a couple of months. You're talking about your entire library. Now, if you're selling a house, all right, you're, you're selling your house in, you know, to new people. When you want, when you want to walk in, you give them that tour. You want to, you want to see where the toilet's been ripped out, the carpet's all shitted on, the, you know, the faucets, the copper's been ripped out of the thing. No, you <clears> want <throat> your brand new customer, no matter when he's looking at your house, to come into. Wow, Ben's got this place looking spiffy, dude. He's got fur coats hanging in the closet. You know, he's got the heart shaped bed. He's got this. I want to stay here, and but you don't want a messed up, disorganized, disjointed piece of thing. When I come into HBO Max, and I'm still calling HBO Max, or when I come into the, the DC IP, I want to see all that stuff smooth transition because I'm just going to stop at your movie. I only got one James Gunn movie. You want me in that house for as long as you keep me in that house, and you want everything to look neat. Right now, when you look at DC the last five or seven years, it's sloppy. It's sloppy, oh, yeah, and, 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 you, and you're wanting me to buy something from you new when I'm looking at what, what, what you've been selling. So at the very least, the very least, the last impressions that you should have of all those characters, even if it's just one movie, was it was a kingdom come type of situation and that transitions into what you're doing? Right. That's William, just one way. That's but you just said that way. this universe has been trash for the last last seven years. You're saying that one movie would have made it difference? One but you are what your resume is, though. But see, this is what I mean. I, I, I get I mean. what I, I get what you're saying. You're not gonna get the benefit of the doubt. It, right, but and it, yeah, it, yeah, you're right because a movie can be anything. It could have been amazing. It could, but it could have been another dud. Then they would have left the whole universe at another dud. You're so, always going to take that risk. You're taking that risk with this movie. Okay, but Legacy could be a okay. Dud. So why not? Why not take the risk with something brand new instead of taking taking the risk or expensive why, why, risk? Okay, I got a question for you, Ben. Why should I buy shit from somebody who has has a resume that they have? Very I, good point. Why would I buy I mean. something? Why would I buy something from something that's already proven to be bad or is already on the or downward? But now, now you're getting into the subjectiveness of it, though. Oh, because no, 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 that's not, not subjective. It's not universally. You asked me a question, and I gave you a, hypo, a, a, hypo, a hypothetical. Well, you just too. with a question, is what you did. <laughs> but that's fine. But once again, you're this, this, this uphill. I didn't create it. People can can act like it's not there. It's there. It's there for a reason. I'm not they saying that it's not there. I, I think we, we're going off the subject. <laughs> we, well, I think we did. They, 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 this, this, this go ahead, Phil. The situation. They earned the I'm, like, I'm running the show. Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> to, to answer Ben's question very specifically, yeah. post Black Adam, James Gunn's announced his head of DC. He announces his plan, right? 
If the year of 2023, what do you do to wrap up the DCEU? My answer is simple. You swap the release dates of Flash and Aquaman. Release uh, release a different yeah. cut of Aquaman than what we got. Number there one, you. closer to mm-hmm. James Gunn's cut. Or, sorry, mm-hmm. James Wan. Then one. you end the Flash with him meeting Michael Keaton's Batman, Henry Cavill Superman, Gal Gadot Wonder Woman, George Clooney, or even whichever one. I don't care. Michael Keaton or George Clooney. I really don't give a fuck. Him realizing, oh, damn, the universe is all fucked up. Runs into a speed of light into the speed force, and bam, that's how you open up the new universe. End of conversation. It, that's a good, that's a good idea, but but yeah. that still leaves the door open to wait, there's still this Snyderverse exists somewhere else. We're You're not wrong, but day. at the same time, if you look at what they did with Flashpoint and how they transitioned from Flashpoint in the yeah, DC, but the, the, that's new a AU. whole different, a whole different universe. Okay, true, but I, I'm, I, I'm, I just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying from a conceptual standpoint, Const- it's yes. It, You're right. It falls in line with how these characters. I, I, I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent. That's kind of I'm, where I would go with it, because especially if yeah. James Gunn is going to be like, "Hey, I'm doing a whole new thing." The Flash is the reset. He explicitly said the Flash movie is a it's fucking reset. reset. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do that, and as you know, decent as the effects were, I'm going to use that word very loosely because the effects in that movie were decent at best. Question, questionable. questionable, right? Like I would have taken more time to polish that movie up as opposed to Aquaman. That movie definitely yeah. needed more time to polish on special yeah. effects, and putting it in a December yeah. slot probably would have benefited more than a summer movie slot. Aquaman, I honestly, know, in those better. movies for definitely, yeah, yeah. I'm, but, but I'm, 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 I'm both on very much on on Williams' side of things and how he's been, been putting it out there in terms of how the studio is doing it. But I also understand Ben's Ben's side of things. At, at this rate, if you're looking at it, if you're coming at it fresh, you basically have to look at it as if these these movies to a degree, or at least in the way the executives see them, they're basically fast food. And if you're going to a fast food restaurant, let's let's say Pizza Hut. Now, Pizza Hut was dominating in the 90s, right? But then Pizza oh. Hut has kind of gone off a little bit. And Pizza Hut stuff lately has been kind of coming out, and it's not it's not going great. The new, the new stuff the they same. keep coming out with is just not, it's not living up to your, to your expectations. And uh, they don't really know how to, to, to pivot, right? And then one day they, they come out with like a new thing and they say, oh, we're, we're, this, is, this is gonna be different. This is gonna be it. Now, again, people were gonna, are gonna be outside the restaurant and they're gonna say, I don't know, man, it's been shit for a long time. I don't wanna go in there and waste <laughs> the money. I don't wanna do this. But yep. you, know, you might have a guy like, like Ben who's like, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go in there. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try that out. Now, really, we're just at we're just at the cusp. We don't know if that new pizza is gonna be great and bring us back to times that we remember, or if it's gonna give us diarrhea and we have to figure out. <laughs> I, the the I I love Pizza Hut. Like, yeah, no, no. Pizza. I'm just I'm just I love I love Pizza Hut too. I'm just, I, yeah. you know, well, I like uh, the wings. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's me. Like growing up, pizza Hut, growing up and going to Pizza Hut was like it was an event. Like you went to the you it went was. to the Pizza Hut and Blockbuster. Family, my yes. family yeah. was. It was because like you went to the building, the building was designed the like that logo, and it was all about the, the buffet. And then I remember going there for book fair and, and I would get like a Dude. free thing because I oh, was yeah. reading books and all that stuff. And it was like it was an event. You got your own personal pizza and everything like that. It was it was an event, and now like they fucked up so bad that now yeah. you drive around and you see like all these restaurants or whatever the hell and you go that used to be a pizza hut look at the yep. design yeah. in the building and it's they've, no longer that they've yeah. gotten so bad that and i've looked this up it. in certain in certain restaurants around the country they are actually converting the pizza huts back to how they used to look in the 90s and early 2000s like, like I when i yeah oh, shit. 
And and honestly, like, what's what's DC doing right now? Well, let's see. Let's bring back Otis. Let's bring back. Oh, let's bring back know, just a little bit. You know, well let's bring back done, the Red Cups. Well done, Paul, for that transition. Back that was good. That was good. You know, hey, thank you. Hey. Thank you. Hey. That was a good one, Paul. Yeah. Keyword is credibility. I'm I'm with William. It's it's about credibility. It's about yes. building up your reputation. That still yeah. doesn't mean that people aren't going to probably give the new pizza a chance. That's yes. probably what people of everyone. I, look, I have I, I was telling Phil, um, I saw the post. I didn't post about it. But in my comic group on Facebook, my my other buddy who is more optimistic than I am, I'm I'm the Batman of the group. He's the Superman. He's always optimistic. <laughs> he posted the thing, and he's like, "Hey, you know this means more Superman movies." So you're Me- in meanwhile, your right now. you haven't gone to your Snyder Cut era where you say, "You know, oh, Alfred, <laughs> yeah." But this guy, this guy is a friend of mine, and he is, you know, he loves Henry Cavill Superman, and he loved the Snyder Cut. Like he was in tears by the end of it because he he loved the return, the death and return of Superman. So so seeing that come to fruition finally after after so many years after bvs ultimate like you know he he loved that movie so to say that he's he's still he wants to give that movie a chance you know would be almost unrealistic but he's optimistic he just wants to, he wants us to see superman again but me see, me I'm, I'm 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 not like that i'm more like on the fence okay and in one of the things that i've been talking about and a lot of people have been talking about is the fact that it's like it's like bringing it back it's like okay bring it back but don't don't bring it all the way back. Find that balance in between. There's got to be a balance between Donner and Snyder. And Snyder. That's oh, yeah. what I've always said. And I remember even, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, Ben's favorite girl, Grace. Uh, <laughs> no, but she. I don't know. Well, but she did mention well, well, like, when I saw a clip, and I was like, okay, I agree with her right here because she did bring up like trying to she's all it should be like superman the animated series and i went okay i could agree with her right there because i think that could be a good <laughs> revisiting that on dc fan animated with scott i'm like going okay yeah this could be where that balance is because it's not it's it's a little donner but it's also a little it's not darker. it's something different it's a little darker there's some darker things that are uh, in there so i i actually agree and i'm like yeah you know Superman the anime series could be a, like a perfect way to uh you know like a style just that which the way that is could work for it but yeah they, he's just got to find that that balance and to be honest i mean with this this reveal of the logo and the texture that it had i'm like okay that's a little snyder and people were saying that and i'm like okay cool i think i just really hope that gun really is kind of going like all right i want to bring what donner had and just the whole again the legacy of superman and bring it into to the you know 2025 and but also it's not going to be like a happy-go-lucky you know jokey this kind of this you know that's what i'm hoping for you know i know i know it's gun and he's gonna have you know there's gonna be jokes in there and i know i'm not gonna like them you know i'll not all of them you know at least but you know i i just think that yeah i think he's just got to really find that balance and i think He's the man to do it because he's a big nerd. He knows this stuff. He knows the source material, you know, and I think if you're trying to rebuild a brand, I mean, it's it 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 helps to have his name on it, I guess you could say, because he has established his name with Marvel and Guardians and took that franchise to where it is. So there is that aspect. But I get it. I get what William's saying, too. It's like. You know, the way that everything ended when it came to the previous stuff was bullshit. And 
you know, now it's like, okay, yeah, now we got to, like, whole, you know, huh. I am not, by the way, I'm not saying that, you know, this is going to be a shit show movie or anything. That people shouldn't, if you're optimistic about it, you're right. If you're, if you're hyped about it, you're right. If you're yeah. hopeful about it, you're right. But if you're skeptical, you're right. If yeah, you're yeah. everybody's it, right. You're right. Yes. <laughs> no, you're right. Situation. You're right. It's okay <laughs> to be. Op- it's okay to be optimistically cautious. That's, yeah. that's, that's what we're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, isn't it saying cautiously optimistic? Not optimistic. Optimistic. Wait. What did you say, Paul? I'm <laughs> saying. So I'm saying it's okay to be optimistic. Like, oh, this could be good, but also still be cautious. Be cautious. Because cautious you're like, be eh, I don't know yet. You know. And that's. I think that's how a lot of us feel. To be yeah. honest, all of us yeah. here. I feel like that. Yeah. Because I'm like, I've always said, I'm like, I'm like, is there a lot riding on James Gunn's shoulders? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. This could be a whole, I mean, this is, there's a lot riding here. But what I've seen, most of it, I've been going, okay, you are selling this to me, sir. Like the things, you know, casting and stuff that you've been doing. Okay. You're selling me on this. But still, I'm still kind of going like, good luck. I'm like, I'm like fucking Morgan Freeman in Dark Knight going. Good luck, you know. Me, I'm I am the reason I'm most nervous about when it comes to all this DC Studio stuff. It's more so that I'm more worried about David Zaslav's, you know, happy Brand trigger, tr- you know, trigger happy fingers because yeah. you know it's like they could be shooting for four months now and then he's just like, you he know what, my fifth personality is telling me to scrap this. He won't so, do that. He won't do that with this one. There's no, no way. I don't think so. Yeah. Or he gets replaced, uh, or he leaves. Has he's he done gonna, that with gonna, any Tempo yeah. movie? He might. He might be gone by May. Who? Who knows? Oh, right? well, yeah. well, not, nothing. Oh, he's created. No. Nothing he's created. Yeah. But um, I, like I said, I don't think he's going to be there by the time this movie is released. Oh, I don't think so either. I, I don't either. Right off into the sunset. With, with his, I don't think so either. And I don't think that DCU is going to get blown like up to pieces if if it gets sold to anybody else. The smartest thing David Zaslav did was make DC Studios its own fucking entity. Yes. That is the smartest thing that guy ever did. Pretty pretty much. So so one point versus 666 bad points. (laughs) Hey, I never said he was batting a thousand. New sheriffs always pick new deputies. New sheriffs always pick new deputies. We're here talking about this because a new sheriff came and picked his new deputy. So for anybody that thinks it can't happen, see, that's where I'm most worried about. Listen, the movie's going to be what it is. But like I said, before I jump into that pool and I'm like, damn, this. I remember last time I got excited and I'm jumping in. And then here's a new guy coming in saying, hey, everything's going to be okay. If you like this, we're going to continue it. And then all of a sudden, you know, like I said, every new guy brings in because they're egotistical that way. They I think it depends. I think we talked about guy. this two weeks ago. I think we're yeah. going back in circles, man. <laughs> and, but it, it's, but it's, it's not going I away. I think it depends. Very circular who, conversations, that's for sure. Yeah, I think it depends who buys them. Like I can, I cannot imagine. Let's say uh, they mentioned Microsoft might be one of the buyers, right? Let's say Microsoft buys Warner Brothers, and they see that James Gunn, who has a great batting average, and has this entire universe already mapped out, and you think they're not gonna, they're not gonna come in and say, "Wait, you already have this thing already mapped out. You already have this, this Superman legacy." Shit to them. That's what ego you, is. You, you, could you, right, alpha, you could be right. You could be right. And you're sitting in be, the corner. Bear with me one second. Bear with me one, one second. People. You could be absolutely 100% right. But th- th- you could be absolutely fucking wrong. Show me the evidence where I'm wrong, though. Seriously. Well, there's where, no where evidence. Where's the history? That you, well, there's no We're evidence you're right either. What I'm saying, how are you being the only, thing that is, the only thing that is on your side is history. 
Oh, thank you. That's <laughs> but, I'm done. but you, you but I but thank I you. specifically said, what if Microsoft buys it and they see the potential because bus- they're businessmen and they see the potential. They have this guy who knows comic books, who knows uh, this universe, who's already has a, a great batting average, and he's already mapping out this entire uh, ten ten year plan. I don't. We don't have to hire somebody else who had to recast everybody, do another Superman movie, and then re- and rebuild whatever universe he started to do. Because if if they let him go, they're gonna have to cast somebody else to direct those movies. And what if the cast and all the directors say, "Well, that's not my fucking Superman. I want to get us a different <laughs> Superman." So now we're in the hip hop fucking trouble. Man. So those things have to be taken into consideration. The that's idea, that- the things that you see in the past is when companies get bought out. And they are, they don't have to deal with franchises like they have to deal with Marvel <laughs> or DC. You think that if um, um, Disney gets bought out by uh, by Apple, they're gonna get rid of Kevin Feige? You That's got a lot of what if versus, you think you, versus you think they're gonna do that. What if versus precedent? What if always loses to precedent? All right. I think. Oh, yeah, I, I, I think. We I, talk about the fact that we have an amazing Perry White that just got cast today. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I think. I think realistically, whoever whoever buys them out, I think realistically, um, because let's be honest, James Gunn has only made a handful of movies. He has not made himself a a a, a, a Kevin Feig yet. I think yeah, realistically. Right. Whatever the case is, if you're a multi-billion-dollar company that now has bought Warner Brothers and their IP, they will. Depending how far along legacy is at that point, depending what they want to do, if it's not far enough, they might go. But if it's far enough along where it's just about done and they're not doing a Zaslav move of just doing tax write offs, they will probably let the movie happen to see how it plays. And if it does successfully enough. Then they would probably continue with it to That's see how long it goes. Yeah, That's a f- see how long it can go. Yeah. But if it one isn't far along enough for them to even care, they might axe it. And then if it also just doesn't play or doesn't make what it needs to make, uh, then they can be like, "Yeah, let's just we got to start all over again." And they go from the ground up. I think Legacy is safe. All over I, again. Yeah, mm. I think Legacy is safe. It's the movies further down the line. As far oh, as, yeah. Like I said. Well, they've always and, and, they've always been on the block. <laughs> they've yeah. always yeah. Been when you're talking yeah. about how the, the mindset has worked historically, it's no matter who how good the guy is there, it's not their guy. It's not their guy, and that's not always fair. It's not always right, mm. and it would suck. But it's not their guy. This guy could have done a great job, but I'm coming in with my guy. That's the way every day as we speak. It's happening. So in if we, even if, yeah, so let me you you on. I'm sure you think you have uh, your own business. Let's say that you have uh, uh, you buy you taking over a company, right? And you have a sales guy in your company, and this sales guy is pretty good, but the sales guy for the new company uh, has done triple the sales the guy that you are bringing in. Who are you keeping? Are you keeping your guy because of, of, of ego, because it's your guy, or are you gonna do the business decision or pick or keeping the guy who's bringing uh, bigger, uh, triple the revenue? Okay, the one time I did purchase a company and do that, I bought in my guy, and here's why. I, bought I, I asked you a specific question. question. I'm giving you a specific answer. All right, it all depends on how well I know my guy and what I think my guy can do, and where I want to take the company. That guy who's doing triple sales, great. I got confidence. I'm buying this company for one. And I, I got confident in the guy that I'm working with all the time. 
I know, we know where we want to take the company. That guy might be great, but it's not my vision for the company. You know, I'm mm -hmm. buying that company to fold it into my vision. A lot of this is about vision. Like I said, and I'm not saying it's right or it's fair. All I'm saying is that it happens and it happens enough to the point where it, it makes me wary about going to the future. And the you know what? I mean, to bring up another point, too, is like if, uh, you know, I mean, it would be again, I'm on the side of like it'd be dumb to just like if all this stuff is already like in the works. I mean, again, just the stuff that's in the works, like, you know, Superman and everything like that. But I mean, yeah, if someone were to come along and be like, all right, we're going to buy up uh warner brothers and of course that's dc studios and stuff like that and you know there could be people in there you know what i don't like james gunn see you later you know like what he was saying he that could, would you suck well i'm that not for that but but that. in the business world there could be some something stupid that would be like that and it would be dumb because it's like if you already have somebody who is establishing that and it's like you know what I don't like I don't like his I don't like his hair. <laughs> it could be just something I mean so we're talking about, wife. We're, we're talking about the guy who got fired from Disney over some shit that happened on Twitter over a fucking decade ago. Yeah. And that was I dumb. mean that's the thing it like, it, it's touchy it's touchy but at this, but you know at least right now we could go okay everything seems to be on track and you know, there's buzz on the internet. There's buzz, you know, at least for it, you know, with the logo and uh, uh, what Brosnan posted. I mean, it seems like there there is buzz. There is buzz no matter <laughs> what. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully it goes through because I want to see this movie. I mean, everything I've seen from no. it, it just seems like, or most of it, you know, it's like I, I'm just kind of going like, all right, I want to see what he does and, find, and hopefully finds that balance between Donner and Snyder. I want to get to the rest of the slate because this movie doesn't mean as much to me as the other stuff that he announced. True. The, the Paradise yeah. Lost, I'm down for that. I'm down for the Green Lantern show. That's a, that was I'm a good idea, I thought. The, the Swamp Thing show. So for me, I want it. To, I, I can deal with all the Superman stuff. Whether, But my thing is, like I said, getting to other all, all that stuff. And that stuff, that's a four or five year type of deal because it takes time to make that stuff. I don't yeah. want to get all primed for that stuff and then, you know, have this happen. But that's that stuff, you know, it's a creature commandos. I'm like, okay, somebody's out there is going to watch that. It's not going to be me. But there's plenty of stuff on his slate to where I'm like, that's intriguing. I I'm mean, excited for Booster Gold. Booster Gold, you know. too, yes. Which apparently, according to another scoop, it's already been cast and ready. Bullshit. You know, Bullshit. Know. Oh, man. I got to back up. If he don't announce it, I'm not. It's not. Yeah. I, I don't believe it. Unless he says it. I mean, when he brings his announcement. Then it's the like, way yeah. I look at it, the way I look at it, I'm like, this past year after the announcement, it seems like it's like, okay, things have probably, I, to, be, to be honest, I think that there is a Supergirl director already. They just haven't announced it yet. 100%. I think. Yeah, because so it's just, it just, they probably would have to be involved. Because yeah, yeah. So I already I think like when people are like doing all that shit, you know, and then they even you know, it's kind of funny because again, I just go like, guys, can we you know pump the brakes, especially in the Snyder Phantom, because like this just reminds me of like when Zach cast Wonder Woman. Was there a director for Wonder Woman yet? No, no. Zach had a whole different backstory that he wrote for her and had a filler thing until they got that director so it's like let's let's i just again people in the fandom let's not be hypocrites when it comes to uh this kind of stuff when i just but at the same time i just like go okay i think that they have a director for supergirl already but it just hasn't been announced yet i don't know when they're gonna announce it maybe they'll wait till a comic-con or a dc fandom if they bring that back because james gunn's even 
tease that because somebody asked him, like, are you going to announce more stuff like Comic-Con or whatever the hell? And he goes, is that the only two choices? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm I, so I love that. I'm Comic-Con. That's one. one I'm, amen. All right. Yeah. You can announce stuff in other places. Besides yeah. yeah. I'm thinking tired of San Diego Comic-Con being the only thing where it's like, you know what? Like, I don't give two shits of having to wait all the way to July just so that we can find out what they say on Saturday on the holiday presentation. Like, there's other events, other yeah, ways yeah. to do it. Like we, you know, have a have I, a live DC fandom. Well, they probably wouldn't yeah, do that. No. Hey, I about, I, I personally love DC say. fandom. I thought that there was great, and I I'd love to. I'd love to see the next back. I love DC. Yeah. Fandom. It was fun. Yeah, the first one was good. The second one, eh, not so much. But yeah, the first one had, yeah. yeah, the f- first one had Zack Snyder Justice League. It had the Batman trailer. Those things right. just blew up. I mean, there was so much yeah. there. But, but they could there do... was, there, I was yeah. gonna say there was even good. There was with that fandom. They even had the great segments in between where, yeah. when Kevin Conroy was still alive, they had him and Wolfredell voicing Terry McGinnis, and they were watching clips of Batman '66. Yeah. If you guys can find that on the internet, yeah. it's, great. it's great. Sorry, I was, I was gonna say it was no, no, it was no. Well, yeah. it was well made. Have stuff like that, you know. I mean, now. You don't have to, you know, have segments for those CW shows. No, no, you don't. <laughs> I knew you'd roll your eyes, Andy. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean those were fun with some of them, not all of them, but some of them. Good. I'm not saying all of them were bad. I know, I know. I'm, but I know. it's like, you know. <laughs> I know. I just I I knew that was going to cause you to roll your eyes. I had to do that. No, but I'm just saying, like they they, they if they at bring my at least my flash was better than the shitty flash movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like yeah. But uh, but yeah, if they if they bring that back and just have you know concentrate on the on on the product and concentrate on the movies specifically. And yeah, in the comics, you know, the Jim well, Lee everything. thing. I remember the Jim, like they had Jim Lee involved. Everybody involved. Get Tom King. Get all the people involved. I also and, don't know how they're going to do this whole... I mean, again, I don't buy it yet until they announce the title, but like this whole, you know, oh, we're connecting video games too to this franchise. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I'll believe that when I see it. Yeah. I will believe that when I see Has it. Has anyone heard anything about that Wonder Woman monolith game? Because I was talking to oh, someone God. yesterday, and they were like, there's a Wonder Woman game coming? And I'm just like, oh yeah, my they God. They teased this, it like two years ago, right? Or something. Three, the pressure three, on three that years ago, the pressure on that game to not suck after Suicide Squad kills. Justice oh yeah, is oh, I'm not even gonna buy it. I'm not even gonna buy it. In Gotham Knights, the game was so bad too. I'm just like, it's a dis- d- disappointment. Is is understating it? I haven't played the game. I've seen a lot of like clips and story beats for it, and it just. If you're a fan of the Arkham franchise, this shit is just going to metaphorically slap you in the face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's I kind of where I'm at with that. I, I I still watch this old YouTuber that's been around forever, uh, Ang- Angry Angry Joe, who does yeah. mainly video game reviews. Now, if he hates a game, the ge- the review is usually around a half an hour or so. His review for um uh the kill kill the Su- uh or the kill the Justice League was like over an hour. Like oh, and yeah, no, he went in. Loved, depth. They must have loved it then. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> No, it's 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 the angriest I've seen Angry Joe in quite some time. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, but I was like, I was literally talking to someone yesterday, and I was like, has there been any updates? I started like googling for thirty minutes. I'm like, there's nothing. Yeah. It it did so terribly that um, in terms of Steam, uh, more players went back to playing Arkham Knight. It was ten years old <laughs> than yeah. were playing just a game. Look at that face out. of their mouth. Yeah, yeah, it was wow. not pretty. It was no, not good. Sad. No, it, sad. It, it, but it uh, 
But speaking of not pretty, I think this is a good way to transition to how are we feeling about that crow? Oh, the crow evening. I didn't like it when Jared Leto did it. How about new? <laughs> yeah. Firstly, it, I really what, thought Jared was going to come in there. That was his dropping. Clip. Yeah. <laughs> As a card carrying. <laughs> You serious? Yeah. As sorry, a, sorry, Colt. member of the uh, original. I mean, I I met Jail Bar. I got. I have one of his. I have the crow signed by him. I met him at a convention. I followed it every since. You know, most people oh, who saw the crow in 1994 didn't even know it was a comic book character. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Wow. They knew yeah. that Brandon Lee. If and I and I hate saying this. I hate saying this because I love the crow. That movie wouldn't have made the money it did if he hadn't passed away during the movie. And, and it was oh, because there's that yeah, that's so many eyes on there. Well, here's the thing: morbid, but it wouldn't be this big if it would. Yeah, and it sucks. Um, here's <laughs> the problem with the crow. It was more. There were so many factors that made that movie what it was. The mid '90s, the alternative scene. That movie is the most driven by soundtrack movie I've seen in the last yeah. thirty some odd years. It was. It put STP back on the map, or not on the map. It was. It made that second album purple, but the big empty that was in the movie for two seconds in the background on a radio, but they used it to market it. It was a movie of its time. It was. It was. It was a time and place for it, and I don't think you can trans. You know, you can teleport that to 2024 because of of the atmosphere. You can you can remake a movie, but you can't remake the atmosphere. And a lot mm-hmm. of what the crow was was the atmosphere. Um, that look of the crow is, you know, I mean, it it wouldn't. The look that the crow originally had wasn't anything that anybody who hadn't read the comic had seen. So this, the look is not what hurts it. I think it's the fact that it's the crow. The biggest thing that this well, movie look, look a little bit. The look a little bit. I would say. I mean, yeah. You know well, what's funny at, that Jason Lee's Momoa. Remember that Lee's Jason Momoa was going after his role. Jason Momoa, yeah, was like five people yeah. had this role. Didn't he? Like a bunch of people had this role. I'm um, sorry. What is? What are we complaining about here? Nah, a lot of people are complaining about the look between the character, but I think that's not the, the biggest thing about the crow that's going to hurt it. Is that it's the crow? It's a remake of a movie that is 90 percent atmosphere, and we're not in that's that atmosphere thing. anymore. But I, I don't, I don't, I, I just don't know if like, uh, it's just, is it going to have that any, cause I, it's kind of crazy because like two or three weekends ago, I watched the crow because I hadn't seen it and it was a perfect setting. It was, it was like 11, like 1130. I was like, you know what? I haven't watched the crow. It was raining here. Perfect. And I hadn't seen, I haven't watched it in a while. And I put it on and I just kept, I was just going, God damn, they just really nailed the aesthetic in yep. the atmosphere of this fucking world. And then I kept, and then I kept thinking, why did the spawn movie not follow suit? Because this is what the spawn movie should have been. And it's like, right. There's moments where they, they tried where it was like, maybe there was moments of that, but then it got too wrapped up in like just the traditional stupid nineties kind of like, Hey, this is the way the, uh, some kind of adventure should be. And then special effects and shit like that. But, the yeah. only thing that's not accurate in the crow, to be honest with you, is, is the rape and death scene. It was done differently in the comic book, but the crow doesn't talk. Obviously, the crow doesn't yeah. talk. In the, in the in the comic book, he's there when they're getting killed, and she's getting raped, and he's telling him to turn away. We'll get him later. We'll get him later. And he talks to him throughout the whole thing. That's practicality that they didn't do it in the movie, and, that, and that's fine. Yeah. Right, but wouldn't translate they, well. 
yeah, they had a lot of liberties because no one knew what the character was. Yeah, no one knew what that character was. Is this the one? Is this that that one movie that has been going through like development and development and development since like, yeah, like two thousand and one or something? They couldn't find a distributor for quite a while, though. Yeah, so, a lot of people didn't want to touch it. A lot of people didn't yeah. want to touch. it. Was, yeah. yeah, after after the Wicked Prayer movie with Edward Furlong and Jason Boreanaz came out, or David Boreanaz, sorry, oh. after after that one came out and and like nosedove that franchise into the fucking ground, people did not want to touch the crow for the longest time. City of Angels, City, City of Angels was wasn't good. bad. It's not I bad. Didn't see the other ones, I didn't see the other ones, but City of Angels actually wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. The, the problem the, with City of Angels and and uh, Stairway to Heaven is it. The, it if once you get people to know what the crow is and they start reading up on the crow, yeah. those sequels don't make any sense. Right. Because and even then, only like you one crow that looks the, like the, that. the general consensus is like the first film with Brandon Lee will never be topped. And every no. sequel that has followed it is typically it just gets progressively worse, like atmospherically, generally, just critically, like every other film that has followed the yeah. first film just gets genuinely more worse received. I'm personally kind of a fan of the, of the third one, Salvation. I don't think Salvation's great, but it's not a fucking train wreck either. Oof. Now, Wicked Prayer? Fuck. That, that movie is a hard watch. That is is it Lionsgate's Madam Web, basically? Is that what we're... No. No, nah, no, see the problem no, with the no, crow no. movies is is if you follow the myth of the crow, the, the, they, the each sequel just basically tried to copy what Brandon Lee looked like. Yes. Brandon Lee looks like that because when he was resurrected, that was the first thing he saw when he entered his apartment. That mask. Each crow, if you reach the kitchen press and the caliber press stuff, each crow is supposed to have a different look indicative of the environment. There's a female one that comes from an, uh, a, a Native American tribe that got yep. wiped out along with her, and she looks she looks like she does. You know, she has Indian, you know, she has a Native American makeup and everything That's else. Jason Momoa right there. This is his screen test for when he was gonna do the crow. That's Jason he Momoa. Looks, right he looks perfect. Why? Yeah. Any yeah. any he plays guitar. Yeah. <laughs> he looks perfect from oh, no! 1994, though. That's the problem. Is like, can you pull this crow off thing? Well, can you pull off this crow now? I think if you're I think if you're sorry, um Phil, did did, did you want to go? I was just going to say, if you're deliberately trying to do the comic book that J.L. Barr did, then yeah, I, I would yeah, say this, then, yeah. Whole, this is a comic? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was comic. one of the great oh. comics yeah. of the, the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. It was a very, very okay. big uh, independent comic, but yeah. Very much um, so, yeah. Like look, Dark Brutal, Horse or what is yeah, it? Yeah, it's um, it's it's a comic book series. It's it, you, you can get it collected now. It's I mean, it's easy yeah, to find you can it. Get, uh, yeah. You can get the collected edition for about 20 bucks. Yep. Yep. I I got it a few years ago. It's good. It's a good read. It's dark, but it's but it's good. Dark. Um. Mm. Look. Here, here's the thing. Atmosphere can be recreated. I mean, you have fucking Dick Tracy that came out in you know the nineteen the nineteen nineties. I mean, yeah, it's not. Movie. Yeah. It, it's not. It's okay. not impossible to recreate the atmosphere. Um. And and if 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 the, if the story from the comic is emulating what the you know the other movie was if you needed to be in the 90s then have it be in the 90s that i would have done that would that would have been perfect see that's that the thing that's cool. what i was actually gonna i was sort of thinking about too it's like it yeah. doesn't have to be modern day put it back into those grunt the grunge years of the 90s in yep. detroit and just have it like that again and try to just capture that aesthetic because it, yeah just seeing some of these images and then they're like oh we're gonna do something well, have this is a modern time where we it is modern it's a modern <laughs> tech okay Okay, it's like well, if it's modern day, then yeah, that movie's already going yeah, to happen. I know he's gonna be like emo punk, fucking I don't know, 
Machine Gun Kelly. He looks like Anthony Kiedis in some way. No crows in my universe here. Yeah, it's it's gonna be like uh, Red Dawn. I mean, Red Dawn in the '80s and Red Dawn remake. The biggest difference is Red Dawn is a Cold War movie. So when you make yeah. it modern, you take away the Cold War. Yeah, no, they, 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 like, they missed the point of that. Russia to, or, Russia or, <laughs> or like Korea? even now with the the upcoming Roadhouse remake. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. The the modernization of it is the fact that now now uh what is, what is the main character's name? I'm I'm blanking on it. Dalton. Um, Dalton. Patrick Dalton. Swayze. Thank you, Dalton. Like he, he Patrick Swayze. Yes, but like Dalton is now an MMA fighter, and it's played by Jake Gyllenhaal. It's like, oh yeah, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Why the fuck is Dalton a fucking MMA fighter? Like I yeah. I, I I get it. That's that's the modern spin because most yeah. fighters today are into mixed martial arts, UFC. That that's the the big grab. But you know, you know, Tom or Gregor's in it though. That's gonna be fun. Oh, that's, yeah. that's what's gonna sell the movie though. Yeah. I mean, I all give that. But, I, but okay. to me, it's just like Jake Gyllenhaal is such a like a nutcase <laughs> that he. It's like he just took on the movie just to be like, you know what? I'm gonna do like. Most of my own stunts, I'm gonna do all my fighting. I'm gonna get a yeah. crazy. Sh- I'm gonna f- I'm gonna get obsessed with this movie because that's what he does, and he's done yeah. that. Like, what was the Southpaw? Southpaw he got obsessed yeah. Yeah, doing that, yeah. and it's just like he just seems like when he could fall so into the character, where it's like, you know, where he's transforming his body, where he's training every day. It just seems like he that he just gets drawn to that those kind of roles. But the movie could be a fucking shit sandwich. Who knows? It's Doug Lyman. Doug Lyman's not a bad. Uh, director, but it is kind of funny with the whole kind of drama that's going on with that. It's like, yeah, might be his last movie, might be his last movie for a while. That, that, yeah, he, he, yeah. If the deal <laughs> was, hey, it was, and Jake Gyllenhaal came out and said, hey, the deal was always to be on on Prime. So he said and now, that Doug Lyman, Doug Lyman is now saying, like, what the fuck? It's supposed to be streaming and Prime. Yeah, that's not good when you're when that when when your main the 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 guy that everybody knows. Jake Gyllenhaal, they don't know you, Doug. You know, you're the director, I get it, but when the guy who stars in your movie comes out and goes, hey, it was our, it was, yeah, the contract was this. (laughs) You went on a crusade against streaming, but I'm like, Amazon, listen, Amazon is not for the theaters. They want you on their site. Yes. So this movie gets right. you on their site. So yeah. it's not, that's not their war to fight. Yeah. You know, this movie's yeah. been developed since 2008. I, like, I'm reading yeah. the Wikipedia page. This is the longest the crow? nightmare. Yeah. The Crow? Yeah. 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 That sounds about right. Because sounds about right. One, yeah. Wicked Prayer was 2005, so that sounds about right. Um, but in, in, in the case of uh, Roadhouse, like I, I Road find House. it so funny that long time ago, Doug Lyman was attached to Justice League Dark. I remember that. That's I remember right. I was gonna say yeah. That. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Oh, that was wow. yeah. That, that came and went a lot faster than Garamol de Toro did on that on that project. And I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. you so perfect for that. Uh, uh, can you like not like, can you like not remind me of the I know Jesus Christ. What, like, if, they would... back, uh, what <laughs> if they bring back what if they bring back the del Toro to do uh, dark us? Uh, I'd love that. Dark. I would love like, that. Yeah. I, I will. I will. I will smart. James Gunn's feet if he brings back Del Toro for this really dark. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Okay. Right. We don't. We please don't. No one. Well, no, no, I'm, like, not, I'm kidding. Why would I kiss his feet? Uh, good okay, Lord. Dave, didn't okay. you post something good. about somebody good. sucking toes or something like that? Oh yeah, oh. that was some. That was something that happened at some school. What? That was oh, that. oh that, was, that was gross. Yeah, Yo, yeah I quit. Really Yo, like with the with the Willy Wonka chocolate factory experience. Oh yeah, was- there was that. Did you guys? Yeah, uh, hey, that's a good hard, transition for that. Is, is, is I had that on my list. <laughs> is it this hard for people to just be normal today? No, nope, not in America. <laughs> no, this is normal. 
But this wasn't this not in America though. Was this somewhere else? Where was Glasgow. this? Was it in Florida or something? I Glasgow. thought it was like, huh? Glasgow. It was Glasgow. It was yeah, Glasgow. It was in America. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna call Greg. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. A, and they basically just chat GBT like this whole thing or something like that. Oh, the script for the play of Willy Wonka. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I read about this. Oh, yeah, it, like, it was just yeah, like, hey, let's just put out this cast. Let the fuck is. <laughs> well, that <laughs> that. That Oompa Loompa girl is going to become like a new meme format. She's totally oh, yes. a meme. Right? Yeah. She's already yeah. been oh, meme. Yeah. Someone yeah. put Madame Web in it that a few hours ago I saw. They put like her next to the Oompa Loompa. What is that? And then you get this character it's called the Unknown. Like, no! I did oh, this whole tweet. Someone Avengers has now been titled Avengers the Unknown. Someone, of yeah, someone, someone memed that or the screenshot that character coming out from behind the glass and said you know new new dr doom and i was like i don't know what this is but that's that's not right i saw another one that they thought that oh, oh my here, god here, here's, here's a new look at salmon season <laughs> look at this look at this i mean this is this is so frightening my god i mean like look at it. it's like no, why do you freak out about it like good lord <laughs> like, that's not even a character <laughs> This is like this is like county fair bad. What? Yeah, right? Look at this. No, don't insult county fairs, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is more like no, this is pop up carnival fair. bad. Yeah. yeah. This is pop up carnival bad. How much? Where is it? How how much did these people pay to go to this experience? Look at this. And that's the thing. It's like they the kids didn't get chocolate. They got like gummy bears or something like that. No jelly beans. Don't, Don't get those gummies mixed up. Oh, look, it's a chocolate river. <laughs> <laughs> this is creepy, man. Oh, my God. Uh, the chocolate river. <laughs> See, they couldn't even put Willy Wonka's name on the chocolate bar because it would probably be copyright. Yeah. Oh, my God. If they wait 100 years, though, they can do just like Pooh That's true, when it gets public domain, right? Not a hundred. That movie's been out what since the seventies. What the hell is all that? Willy Wonka. Wow. I would not eat that food. No, no I would not. Stay away from oh. that. Good hey, speaking Lord. of Adam Webb, it's only six hundred grand for making its budget back. Oh, fantastic! These people deserve to be jailed for like this. This is traumatizing for these kids. Like, what the? F- yeah. This feels like like this feels like they, they like they knew this was gonna be bad. They just wanted to get go wild for it. Like I hope they, 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 they this has to be like we're all being punked. They think no, it's a contract thing. If so they don't do we... anything with his characters, they lose their rights. They have. I'm talking about this whole Wonka. I'm talking. Oh, yeah, no. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But wait, but no. But see, that's what I'm saying. And the way Andy phrased it, he could have been easily talking about Madam Web or the Wonka exhibit. They both pretty much, you know, were the same thing. Oh no, no, no. That, I'm. I'm, I'm not gonna let you talk about Sydney Sweeney and Dakota Johnson like that. Mm-mm. Oh. The unknown. The unknown. Like, why does it, it? It looks like a reject Sandman, but like, like again, I Doctor Doom. My eye that looks more like Sandman to me. Looks like that thing from my eyes wide shut. Those those guys that were just up. In the, <laughs> oh yeah, you know. cult mass. <laughs> yep, that makes sense. Yeah, well, I can't believe as bad as Sony's been, they don't lose money on their films. So there's That's no consequences. Yeah. I mean, you were, you were talking <laughs> about that. Last week, yeah. Like they I don't mean, what was the budget in the film? This is the same studio yeah. that put Morbius in theaters twice in the same 80, calendar 80, year. $80 million? 
They said will, 80 million. They, they 80 million. Hundred. I, 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 I will. I will say that I'm actually, I'm actually pretty, pretty excited for Frozen Empire of Ghostbusters because yes. I, I stayed oh, away yeah. from watching. I stayed away from watching the trailers, but the trailer, the full length trailer, played in front of Dune Part Two, so I had no and, choice to oh, watch. And it looked great, right? It looks solid. I'm, I'm yes. actually like, yeah. I'm excited for it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm excited okay. for Craven. Until I see otherwise, mm. you know, you had me. I have more faith in Craven than, yeah, because just because it's R rated and that trailer was like, okay, yeah, you guys are fucking leaning into the R rating that you should have done for Venom and Morbius. And, At least and Morbius. Carnage. Carnage. Yeah. Yeah. Carnage. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jason, Jason, you know? JC Chandor's directing Craven too. So there's, there's a little bit. There's of some hope. hope. Yeah. There's, some, there's hope. some hope. There's hope. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get so, some better people to do your stuff and stop trying to confuse yourself with Marvel. Yeah. Well, you. Here's I mean, the problem think- with Sony. Sony had the same problem the Fox X Men universe had for the majority of their movies in that they have the same fucking writers on like three different projects. That you know, like going back to the Amazing Spider Man days, you had Roberto Orki and Alexander Kurtzman on Amazing Spider Man One, Two, Sinister Six, Amazing Three, and Four. We all saw where that went. Nowhere. And now you've got these same trio I mean, of writers on. I like Madam Web. I'm just gonna say. That. Yeah, but these guys too. who wrote Madam Web shouldn't have been writing anything though. You look yeah, at their resume. They, they wrote. Like, how did you get they, a job, dude? They wrote Morbius. They wrote yeah. Madam Web, and then they wrote Gods of Egypt. And there's like that one right there should have been it. That guy. As soon as if Gods of Egypt is on your resume, I'm sorry, this meeting is over. <laughs> That's what you said. I'm sorry. Oh, man, that, that, yeah. that can't happen. Yeah, but didn't they yeah. also write Power Rangers? Jared Butler as a, a Egyptian king? Yeah. What's not to, what's not to love? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think they did do the Power Rangers movie. I could be totally off. Well, I, I, actually, I actually like that. I, I didn't know he did the Power, the Power Rangers movie. Power Rangers yeah, movie, Power movie was okay. That was that was the one was thing okay that they too. worked on. Yeah. That was fine. I, I think if they, I think if they had just changed the costumes and made Goldar like not a melted uh, blob, Gold. it would have, it would have played mm-hmm. better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think then, then there was a lot of like build up to it. I think, like, I mean, I, I get like they needed to build up to like them like becoming, you know, the Power Rangers. But I think, yeah, it just, I think there was a little too much like you know CW drama, teenage drama kind of stuff in there, where it's like. I, I think they could have cut that down a little bit to get them more like, you know, I don't know. That was just me. Uh, but it still was, I still enjoy that fucking watch. No. And I was like, yeah, it was great. And then the cameos and stuff. But yeah, the Goldar thing where he was just like, he was just gold fucking slime. Crispy yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, and, and Elizabeth Banks, Shit! She, oh my it, was, God. It, was, it was she was fucking fun as a villain. Nah, I, was, I, was, I didn't like it. She was so over the top that I was like, "You're just way too over the top for this." See, how did I, I want to know? See, how did I just get a notification of you uploading a video when you're talking to us right now? What? I just got a notification. Film junkie just uploaded to my legacy logo birthday reveal. I'm like, but he's sitting here talking to us right now. Oh my goodness! That was like I, that was like right. two days ago. I, the same guy just, who did the crow did God's of Egypt. Why yes, no, Alex Proyas didn't know. Oh yeah, God. no, that's true. That's no, really, Alex, that's... Alex has fallen off in terms of his yeah. uh, directing uh, movies and like his critical. Because he also did, uh, he also did Dark uh, City, Dark, Dark City, City, which was right, fantastic. Yeah. No, no, fantastic. Pro Dark City, his early stuff, like yeah. you know, but he did like Knowing, he did Gods of Egypt. Um, there's another one too that I'm forgetting, but 
Yeah. It's kind of like Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott's one of my favorite directors, but man. He's falling off, too. Yeah, Gladiator 2 is going to be a shit show. <laughs> yeah, Gladiator 2 is not really worried about. Why the movie the in that movie, movie, I hope it's fucking yeah. fantastic because holy shit. Yeah, I know, but behind the scenes. Ooh, boy. Yeah. For Ridley Scott, I, I will say that I enjoyed The Martian and I really, really liked yes. The Last Duel. Those are the only yes. Ridley movies that really good. good. Yeah, yeah, last two didn't get crazy. Last two was the business. I know. But yeah, I didn't watch, I haven't watched Napoleon yet, but I was just kind of like, ah. So, so hold on, hold on. So, Napoleon, I did not see in theaters and I haven't watched yet, but because Ridley has said that Apple supposedly is letting him do a director's cut. And if you know, if you know Ridley Scott, his director's cuts are usually much better. I, I go to Kingdom of Heaven. I recommend Ooh, yes. Great movie. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great movie. I love that movie. But his cut of Napoleon supposedly is like a Snyder cut four hour length film. Wow, and, I don't know if I could take it. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> giant bio, bio epic yeah. comparative to the two and a half hour cut of theatrical. I got to say, it's probably going to be a different movie. So different movie, wait, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to wait for that version of the film. And I hope it comes out because it's not just like them saying, oh, it's coming and then it never does. Because yeah. that's the reason I haven't seen it in theaters. I want to see that iteration. Of that movie makes sense it does make sense but uh, yeah. uh i know um, william ben you guys gotta take off yeah you got somebody in the chat trying to spell something not too yeah cool. that's Ooh, i know what the fuck wow there's only, there's only a couple people he could be right okay did you give you your breast milk tonight tonight whoever you are we're that talking comic books and imaginary characters man people come yeah it's probably like a bot thing or something assless can you can you uh can you ban people from the chat yeah yeah we got jason that already like did that he already okay. blocked it all. Thank you, Jason, for doing that. <laughs> wow, imagine being racist in 2024. That's you know, that's a choice. But yeah, okay. we'll we'll definitely get him out. Yeah, we won't have that show up. Jesus. Wow, that is oof. stupid. That me off. But yeah. Wow. Tomorrow, Dave, Thank I got you. another. We're at eight grand. We're at eight grand. We only got nice. two more thousand to make. Good. Uh, so we're doing uh we're doing a new frontier tomorrow, 2008 movie. Uh, that's gonna be the next leg of the fundraiser and um, Justice League New Frontier. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So tomorrow, one way or another, we will be inside of the two thousand dollar mark, Bob. And by April nineteenth, we should have our ten. Uh, prior to uh, Rebel Moon, um, Scar Giver coming out, and hopefully uh, the director's cut and everything else. But uh, yeah, our goal was five thousand. We're at eight. So uh, tomorrow, if you guys you know can, you can go over to my site and there's a donation link. You can donate now. But if uh, if you can't donate, we'll be on the air for quite a while tomorrow. So if you can, cool. Everything goes directly to them. There's no middleman. So uh, thanks for having me on, and I will see you next week. All right, man. Sounds good, man. All right. good. Take it easy. All right. Take it easy, guys. All right. Bye. 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 All right. So also something that, that, that came out, um, that came out uh, too was uh, something that's going to be – that was teased for – next year too and that is pokemon legends az yes <laughs> jared little bass jared little oh Cat. yeah this i saw this oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. i eris yeah. i will i will um reserve my opinions on this until i know what the fuck it actually is because <laughs> if this is just another retread of tron uh -huh. i'm like okay because look i i know they are not perfect movies but i love the original Tron, and I love Legacy. I saw yeah. Legacy probably three times in theaters 
uh, and I, I didn't even have access to IMAX at that time. So, like, I I love that movie. So I hope this is a continuation, if that's the case. And But if it's terrible, I hope it's not a continuation. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> But I, I really would love to see what's happened to, um, you know, to Kevin Flynn, uh, yeah. to his son, to Cora. I, I want to know what's been going on. And I hope, I mean, now he's much bigger, especially after Oppenheimer. But uh, Killian Murphy is in Tron Legacy and he's yeah. the son of the enemy of the first one. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm just happy he's getting that Disney check. I don't care if this movie wins or flops. I'm just happy he's getting Disney check. Yeah. <laughs> getting but, a Disney check. Yeah. But I, I want I want another good Tron movie. So I, I and I want to know what Master like Red is usually associated with evil as well as Master Control. So I yeah. want to know what the fuck is going on here. I look I I know Jared Leto is a weird dude, but if you give him the right role and you you let him and you, and you give him good direction, he's well, going great. back to Blade Runner. I mean, yeah. his character in Blade dude. Runner was. Amazing, creepy, amazing, and just the right. way that he talked and <clears throat> his eyes and everything. Jesus yeah. Christ, he was not great. even, not even Blade Runner. Look, look at, look at the uh, studio squad and look at the five yeah. minutes he has at the end of the Snyder Cut, <laughs> day and fucking yeah. night. That Joker at the end of Snyder Cut, dude. There know? was uh, that movie with Denzel that came out at the beginning of the. I mean, like, remember when they were doing the day and date thing? I forgot what that movie was called. Oh the yeah, um, movie. Called? and he played that creepy dude. Like, he fucking nailed that. I mean, it was just like, how do you make that pretty guy? Because he's a pretty man. He made him yeah. ugly, and he would like he went so above and beyond. It was like even like his walk was all weird. Like he like when he was walking as that character, it was all fucking funky and weird. And yeah, that was even a good movie. Small movie didn't go anywhere. Nobody talks about it. But I forgot what that movie was called. Some uh, the little things, I think. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little thing. Yeah. yeah, it came out like that was when it was like the day and date thing. It was like came out in like January. I remember watching it at my friend's That's house. Right, it came and came and went. Yeah, it just came and went because, but it was actually a pretty damn good movie. Like it was a good yeah. little thriller. It was nothing, you know, extravagant. But he played a fucking creepo, man. Yeah, like, the little things. That's what it's called. The little yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and and then he's going opposite of Denzel, and it's actually check it out. It's a good little thriller. It's a really Solid good little movie, thriller. Yeah. Yeah, it's a solid one. But yeah, Jared Leto has his moments. Yeah, well, he uh, he seems to be the kind of actor that comes to play. Like he wants to dress up. He wants to get involved in the character. All that and Gucci. (laughs) Yeah. Oh well, that's the thing though, right? People people joke about that. Like I haven't seen the movie, and I know it has a great cast. Right. Did a good job. (laughs) Right. Well, here's the thing though. Like Lady Gaga was supposed to be like the centerpiece of that movie, but people were talking about Jared Leto's character because he's just so. Yeah. He's a cartoon in that movie, yeah. but it's like, uh, but I can't help. Like, it's a me, like, Paolo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It was so like ridiculous, but I mean, he leaned into it and there's people that were like, that was Jared Leto. Was like, yeah, yeah. Fucking Jared Leto right there. Right. Like yeah. he just like, yeah. he's a damn chameleon. Yeah. It's like Jared Leto. I, I wonder how many times over the years that Jared Leto was offered. Hey, you're going to be, you want to be the leading man in this where you're like, you know, you know, you're, you're the hero, you know, you're going to have a shirtless thing that shows your glistening fucking, you know, 10 pack that you got and blah, blah, blah. And he went, no, he's like, no, I want to do shit where I like, it doesn't look like me. 
and I'm being like somebody else and I'm fucking, you know, I'm really challenging myself. That's what I've always respected. In a in a in a lifetime movie adaptation of the Glasgow fiasco, he would play the unknown. Exactly. He likes to do that stuff. I mean, I you know, and when he's not touring with his band, it's like he wants to be when he acts in something, he wants to not just be like, like the, 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 oh yeah, it's Jared Leto. He wants to just totally, I mean, look what he won the Academy Award for Dallas Buyers Club. Club. Yeah. Just to freak it. And he had to like lose the weight and just totally transform. That was he doesn't want to do just like the, the glamorous roles. No, he wants to like, he's, he's, he's a crazy person. He's crazy. He's crazy. Yeah. And he wants to just like change himself big time, you know? And, it's awesome. I love that about him. That's what I love about him. Is like, I mean, I still wouldn't recommend sending rats to your cast. No, <laughs> if, if that's all true, I mean, it probably is. I, I've heard, I've heard different <laughs> accounts that it's that it was like partly made up. Some of it's based in truth. He definitely yeah. gets two methods sometimes, but also yeah. you're doing the Joker. So it's like, you know, listen, if 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 someone was like, we need to bring Daniel Day Lewis out of retirement, I'd be like, great. Like he's gonna play the Joker. I'd be like, don't do it. Don't, don't don't do it like don't no keep him because i'd be like that's not a good character like i i mean i feel i i feel for daniel day lewis's wife when he was billed a butcher probably oh. for like eight months while he's oh. filming that movie you know like she had to go to she had to have dinner with bill the butcher for like yeah. eight months straight oh, like i i would have gone yeah <laughs> it's just totally I, uh, the yeah. amount of characters that would be so wrong to be as a method actor like like <laughs> like lip for example could you imagine William Macy to being method with Frank for 10 oh, seasons. He'd be dead. He wouldn't oh, be alive right now. He would yeah. be dead. The amount of people we hear have a scam just to be like, but like, I mean character. This is what Frank would do. Yeah. I think there's I think there's different levels of method acting that you can that you can take and there's different ways you can go about it. But Daniel Daniel Day Lewis commits and yeah. He commits. Um, yeah. I I, I don't think Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think Leto was at that level. Or yet, or whatever the case is, but I, yeah. But you got to be, you got to be careful with what, with what you do with that shit. You got to, yeah. I mean, did you have you guys seen the, uh, yeah, the Jim and Andy documentary about Jim Carrey doing Andy Kaufman? Have you seen I, that on Netflix? No, I, I, I know, I know about it and stuff. Yeah, watch it, watch it. I mean, I love Jim Carrey. He's brilliant, but yeah, he just he fell into a whole other realm with that, and I'm like, I, I mean, you feel sorry for the people. That he's working with and the director but you just gotta go like yeah i mean but like when you when he's talking about it in you know well this was like 2019 or 20 or something like that when he talks about it in present day i mean he even admits he goes yeah i mean like it just he took over and i just you know it just took over and i'm like and then he says a lot of philosophical shit and i'm just like jesus christ you were such a dick but at the same time it's like i get it I get it, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's a great documentary. Yeah. Watch it. It's, it's, I mean, he fell into that. I mean, in, into that role. I mean, you want to talk about method acting. That was, he was possessed essentially where he just didn't give a fuck where he was. Yeah. Just watch yeah. the doc. It's so there's, good. Like I said, there's different levels. Like I know, I know that um, Chadwick Boseman and I know Christian Bale, yeah stayed in their accents when they were doing Batman and Black Panther because they need to keep that voice. They can't go back and forth because that's reasonable right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but it's, it's tricking the brain because you need your brain to stay in that, in that mode of talking so that if you, it sounds more natural and you're not going back to your American or your, your Welsh accent. So, yeah. 
Like, yeah, that that makes sense to me. I get that. Yeah, well, because you know, it would have been one thing if Christian Bale had started going on actually buying hotels. Because I'm like, well, this is what Bruce would do. You know, that is when he yeah. would, would go crazy. But yeah, like I remember, like, I watched it like as a kid. I remember like watching interviews where he was speaking still in his American accent and thinking that oh, he was he was American the whole time. And then when he was doing Prince of the Dark Knight, I'm like. The fuck happened to his voice? Like... Yeah. He changed. Yeah. Well, and then you have you have um we were just talking about him earlier, uh, but uh Austin Butler, you know, he, oh, yeah. he had he had to get yeah. a he had to get a vocal trainer to get him out of the Elvis voice because he was still yeah. doing it like a year like, he a still year sounds later. Like Elvis. Any interview that I want, it's just like I don't think that I don't think that coach helped him at all. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he's, he's out of it now. And then we watch yeah. Dune. Dune, he has a completely different voice. Yeah, I want to. I want to preface this because uh, I've only seen it one time, but like I love the fact that he, you can if you listen, you can hear it. He goes out of his way to sound like Stellan Skarsgård's performance as the Baron, so as yep. to make a consistent accent from where they are from. Yeah, and I like yeah. that's good. I like yeah I, I, I yeah with that kind of like yeah. voice yeah no like yeah. I was like I you know what's funny is like especially in Dune Part Two it's like man I mean because every time I saw like a uh, you see like um, you see Dave Bautista on a poster or like a banner or something like that he's always like I mean like ah I mean my God is his character just like so like like just angry and scared the whole fucking movie i mean yeah yeah it's just it was just funny like and dave batista pulls it off man i mean like that's what i love about batista as well like he just i mean you know coming from the wrestling world he's i i would say he's like yeah he's the best of actors of all oh yeah like he he has transitioned he's got range He's had yeah. he's had all this range. He's not just like I'm going to be an action star like the other ones did, and he just was like, no, I want to challenge myself and become an actor. And shows he just shows that range. I have man. subscribed to him as, as uh, Hugo Strange. Yeah, like, I hope that that would happen. Yeah, Hugo Strange. Pain. He could actually. Yeah, I'm going right, to be I the odd man out and vote Vandal Savage or that. It could do yeah. that. Too. I, I could do that. Totally down. But I think Bane I, is out of it. You know, Bane yeah. Is Sure. I I love I loved uh, the fact that uh, you know um, Dave as Robin and um, uh, Austin as a, 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 a is it is it is it is it fade is it feud fade fade fade, fade Rafa yeah, yeah. Fade Rafa. they are they are both uh, brutal like that's that's what I loved about it, is that the characters are still their own they are they are truly characters and like they are both evil and both horrible people but they are both different variations of brutal and evil robin yeah. is uh brash and like and like and brutal and just like compl- and like and like not subtle whatsoever whereas like you know the bro- his brother is essentially like a snake like he literally even with the tongue and everything else yeah. like and he slithers in and he just slices and dices yeah. and like he yeah. is just he's fair more, more, more than Voldemort. Okay. So, did, did Paul? Did you know? And Dave, you might have noticed this too. When they show you Fade Rotha for the first time coming out into the Coliseum, his theme is like a fucking dark reversion Dude. of Paul's. Yeah, it, oh. it is. Oh Dude. yeah. Okay. Oh, Hans so, Zimmer's score was just god damn fucking it. on point. It, it, oh, so it, good. It it enhanced it enhanced the 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 viewing experience. Um, so I'm gonna say some Dune uh, lore. I don't know if you guys know this because I've I'm only on the third Dune book right now, 
And of course, it, it is it is revealed. I don't know if it's revealed in the first Dune book or if it's just they did it for this movie. But yeah, um, I, I think we can go in spoilers at this point because the pod the the, the, yeah, the podcast has gone long, long right. enough. But you find out that Spoiler. uh, yeah, spo- spoilers. You find out that uh, um, uh, Jessica uh, Paul's mother yeah. is actually the daughter of Baron Harkonnen yeah, and she herself doesn't really know because it's it's <clears throat> part of a whole Bene Bene Gesserit plot and how they're yes. controlling the bloodlines and controlling you know getting power here and there and all that kind of stuff and and Paul finds out because he takes in the, the, life, the life the life spice essence and he's able to see everything water or whatever the hell yeah water of life yeah yeah, yeah. and uh but in the uh in in the way that they were setting everything up and I'm talking to Bene Gesserit uh See, one of the reasons why they wanted Paul to be a girl wasn't just because it was easier for her uh, or the his character, if if Paul had been born a girl, to, you know, learn the Bene Gesserit ways and all this other stuff. Um, the their Bene Gesserit plan was for uh, Paul, as a girl, to be uh, uh, wed to uh, 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 Austin Butler's character, Fade Rutha, then, right? Yeah, to then to then uh, make an, another line, and again, I think it's different in the book, but that's why I think too the under the Bene Gesserit goes and seduces him and gains a child there, because all they are is, is plotting the bloodlines and everything. Yep, you know, and all on all that stuff. So everything is thought out meticulously within the books and why. And I mean, it's not a surprise too. I think you guys have probably heard about this, but like you know, it's why it's such a big inspiration on Game of Thrones because yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you if you know if you know George R. R. Martin, he is a huge sci-fi <clears throat> fanatic. So clearly, he would have read Dune as as a kid. He was he probably got Dune when it when it when it pretty much like a few years after it came out because oh, he would have sure. been a kid when it when it came out pretty much. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have we have Game of Thrones pretty much because we have Dune. So we have a lot of we have a lot of things because of probably oh, Dune, you know Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just all kinds of things. Star yeah. Wars is very heavily influenced by Dune. Even you, you even see like a lot of like what Luke Skywalker goes through in his time from like the OG trilogy to the sequel trilogy. Oh, it yeah. acted yeah. into into what Paul goes through in these two movies. Yeah, I, I would even, I would even, I would even, uh, uh, in lining them up, I would even refer to that uh, Paul is more in line with Darth Vader, and that Luke is more in line with Duke Leto the second. More like there you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Well said. Yeah, it's more Anakin. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. that's why. Well. The, that's the thing though too is like, when people like complain, i don't want to go to the south i can't go to the south like oh like, yeah southern when, when, parts, when people complain about the prequels and, and believe me there's reason to complain about the star wars prequels but when they were saying why is why is vader now the chosen one why are we getting more into the politics is because that was lucas leaning more into dune he was like well i took this from dune now i want to yeah. take this from dune as well no, it's because george lucas went woke <laughs> he went woke no no, no mess <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a massive Star Wars fan. I don't care. I mean, I just watch. Yeah. Them. No, but but yeah, Dune. I was lucky with Dune uh, in getting into it once I saw the trailers and stuff, and I was already a fan of Denny from 2049 and stuff and Prisoners and everything. But I was like, all right, I got to read the book, and I was worried because Dune is when you find out that like you know, like John Carter inspired a lot of other stuff in sci-fi mm-hmm. and whatnot. But then you look at John Carter, and it's not. It's not that. Like it's not it's not like it's it's not that oh it's not that great of a story. It's just it just all the influences that it gave. And I was worried about that with Dune that it wouldn't um it wouldn't really hold up as well. But right. if anything, Dune was ext- so advanced for its time uh, that every other version, everything that's taken reference from Dune is kind of just basically a watered down Dune 
essentially. Mm. So it's right. good. Point. Yeah, well, I'm glad people are so happy with it. I um, I was because um, mm. Jordan did a did the review for for us at Multiverse of Color, and he essentially called like a like a masterpiece. I mean, it's like oh good lord, like, everyone is like, yeah, it's like it, it is the biggest movie of the year. I think if you stack up Denny's sci-fi films, you know, between Arrival, Blade Runner, Dune Part One, Dune Part Two, it it it's 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 so hard to look at each one and be like, that's the one because they're all just so fucking good. They're masterpieces. They're all I mean, the that's the thing. Category. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say probably Arrival is still my favorite of his movies because it's just just the way that that movie makes you think and the way that's like. They have beings were to show up and it was just like in the translation things and the fact that it's like time's not a linear thing. I mean, it just fucks with your head yeah. and the way that it's drawn out. And oh, man. Yeah, I just love that movie. But I mean, how, how does he craft these movies where it's just everything's so seamless? It's just like with the visual effects and the practical yeah. and like the, the color palette that he tried that he uses. The dude's just like, oh, man, it's just I think, something else. Uh, it's like the a- the. Oh, sorry, Phil. I was just going to say it's a, for me. It's a tough tie between Blade Runner and probably Dune Part Two. Like, mm, wow, those two are just so. I think for Blade Runner, I have such a, a, a very interesting experience. I saw the first film in college, and I was like, "Wow, I'd love to see like a follow up to this." And then, not even three, four years later, oh, they're making a follow up to Blade Runner. I was like, "Oh, well, okay, cool." And then you know, it's announced that it's Denny doing it. I was like, "Okay, this is going to be something special." And it was. And then you get to Dune. I was like, this guy should do Dune. And then sure enough, he gets attached to Dune. I was like, okay, well, if if, 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 if this is the case, let him do Batman Beyond next. So, (laughs) Oh, I've always said that. I've said that for, I said that years ago. I was like, hey, if we're going to have somebody do Batman Beyond, it's, it's him. I it's it's time it's time for terror to come to live action like 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 when i when i had gotten into dune it was kind of like in the similar fashion that paul did it was the first movie like part one that really got me into even though i have that that predicated experience from you know the initial 84 film that i watched all those years ago just out of pure curiosity too nonetheless i was like so this is the the basis of what happened with star wars and the ironic thing is is like dune 1984 came out one year after Return of the Jedi. It cost 10 million more to make, and, and it doesn't. Jedi, it doesn't even. It doesn't even look as good as Return of the Jedi. No, it I'm, doesn't. I'm watching it now. <laughs> right, it doesn't, and that's that's the baffling thing about it is like the studio, whoever were were just so like pent on like we need to get this thing out. We need to get this thing out instead of taking the time to polish it. And even the even if you polish the effects on it to make it look more like Return of the Jedi, I don't think it would have made much of a difference, like story wise, because you're hacking it to shit anyway. But still, like like yeah. this part one that, that got me into like the overall like when I really wanted to like start taking a deep dive into what Dune was and how much of an influence it has over sci-fi, and then getting now to part two, I'm like, okay, I really need to read these books and see what the fuck is up in this universe because I know like beats and stuff that I've read off the internet, like. I knew the main gist of what was going to happen after part one. Like I, I knew that Paul was going to be the Mahatai. I don't even know how to pronounce it now. Cause it's just like, I'm, I'm just, it's so fresh in my head, but everything is so fresh in my head. I'm just kind of like jumbling my words here, but even still like the beats of what happens in Dune, the book are so fresh in my mind where I'm just like, yeah, I know this happens here, that happens there. The knife fight with Fade Rotha happens at the end, and Paul eventually, you know, usurps the throne, marries Aurelian, whatever. 
but the the in between stuff is where I was like, okay, how does how do we get from this beat to that beat to that beat to that? And eventually you get to what happens in Messiah, which I know very little of, and even like Children of Dune, which is a whole different conversation in and of itself. It's just all yeah. a massive, massive world that that a lot of the world building in it of, of it takes place in book one and these first two movies. From what from what I know, because I'm only in the third book, but like um Frank Herbert was supposed to do a final book. He died before that happened. Right. He died actually pretty young. He was, he was still he was only like sixty five when he died, which is right. unfortunate. But he had to do one final Dune book, and he wasn't able to finish it, I guess, in time. But the uh, but even then, uh, the six books, it it like the Paul story is just the first two, and then yeah. he just goes and expands and expands upon uh, Dune and Arrakis for like the next you know thousands and thousands of years, basically as as it goes, essentially. So. I know it gets really weird, and I mean really weird. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do going forward. I do know that Denny just wants to stop at Messiah, Messiah. because he just, yeah, that's, he just that's he, it for him. Yeah. yeah, he he wants to tell the story of Paul, and then he'll leave it off, and then maybe he'll give it to somebody else. I know at one point HBO Max was developing a Benny Jesserit show sure. at yeah, some point, yeah. and then that are. they might. I don't know. I mean, I think it, I I don't know because with Warner Brothers, it's also hard to say like what what's real, what isn't <laughs> Very anymore. True. True, I feel like true. I feel like it was one of the Brothers. shows. Yeah, it oh. might have been one of the shows that got thrown under the bus when they were when they were restructuring for like the fifth time with but another with the fourth merger. Yeah. yeah, with this yeah. with this next merger, they might bring it back. Who knows? I I legit. Well, can we no... can we just pray that there isn't another merger for God's sake? Like <laughs> but they're gonna. I mean, it's gonna happen. I mean, it's just gonna happen. I don't know if it's gonna happen within the next couple months, but that seems to be the it's case. Not, and it, it's not gonna be in the next few months. Also, you know that. This has to be like approved by was it like the DOJ or government or something like that? It's like again, otherwise yeah. we get to do them. In a no, no, I think all this. I I think it's gonna happen. I think I think the only thing that would stop it is if like say Disney tries to buy it, and the only reason that that'll get stopped is because Disney's been buying everything, and even Congress might want to be like, you can't you can't buy another movie studio. I think you just bought three last year or something. I don't. Or... I, it... I, I agree with you, but I also don't think that Disney's in a position to buy anything at the moment because they bought no. Fox for nearly what eighty billion dollars. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and no. they're trying they're trying to do a few different things with their theme parks. I think now I right. was going to say Universal, and I hope it is Universal, but Universal also just opened their their uh, extended theme parks now too. So I don't know. But also, we shouldn't uh, be hoping this is happening because you know, like the less studios we have, the less. Yeah, but see, but see, at this point, and again, if if this was 2013, I wouldn't want the merger to happen either. But we're in 2024. Um, DC Studios is basically like kind of a joke. Who, would, if we're being honest, <laughs> Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers stock is the lowest it's ever been in the history of its company, Christ. and that's and that's according to Forbes. So you know, it's no, bad no. When even Forbes is saying it. Yeah, it's at, it's like at uh, around well, under nine dollars. At its yeah. peak, the the highest it was, it was like seventy seven something, and I I made the joke like uh, uh, that you know you know that was March of twenty twenty one twenty one when yeah. the Snyder Cut <laughs> came out. Now I'm not saying that that's the reason, but I think it helped a little bit. There's a little help. In there was there, a good push. There's a little but... push in there, but it is kind of oh, funny. Well, I, like, well, I think it's a little hard to say that DC Studio is a joke when we haven't seen anything yet. No, no, but I'm saying I'm saying essentially that the uh, i i shouldn't say dc studios but I'm, what i'm saying is the dc as a brand warner brothers as a brand is the it, like i mean it's it's tainted goods people are are hesitant to want to invest 
even even anyone who wants to actually merge with them has to still consider the fact that they're taking on probably about 50 billion in debt so even right. that is a factor well, going Par in. paramount paramount like they said that they that, that ended uh yeah. this week there's Very no more probably. paramount stuff i mean i know we were yeah. talking about it and ben brought up microsoft because i was like that was what i was hearing i was like what if microsoft got into the game and i was like that would be interesting too other than that it's like who knows what's going to be happening when it, with when it comes to like these companies merging specifically like companies buying out one another when it comes like specifically to things like warner brothers disney or even like a paramount or a universal it's got to be one of the big big whale of a company it's got to be yeah. an apple an amazon a google or a microsoft at this point yeah. who would have the capital and cash flow and immediate like liquidity to buy these companies if not the companies themselves even just some of the ips and I think for yeah. Warner Brothers, Comcast, they own Universal, but you could easily see a situation where Comcast would be like, you know, that DCIP doesn't look too bad. How much you want to give for it, WB? Right. And David Zaza would be like, here you go, you know? Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah I know. I'm going to go retire on an island, and then he just runs, runs away. Yeah, on he's all, you do what James going. I don't like the guy. <laughs> yeah. I just hired him just to make DC yeah. Studios. You know, but, here you go. But... but Phil, Phil and I were discussing, I think Universal has the most to gain because Comcast has the capital to, you know, deal with the debt and, and get the IP. But more to the point is it's a good idea in the long run because Universal can make room and do a DC world. They can benefit from that and they can also advertise the DC characters. They don't even necessarily need to be. Oh, they could do DC Phantom in person. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they. They could do that. I mean, they could they could stream it. Um, even even up. even Sorry. even merging the company's uh, logos wouldn't even be like. I'm not, I'm not saying they have to, but even if they did, they Warner could do Warner Universal. Yeah, exactly. You could even have it where the where the uh, the the Earth logo pops up, and instead of Universe, it's like the actual WB logo coming over the Earth. Like, I mean, yeah. that'd be hilarious. But I, yeah. I mean, you you, you technically could probably do it, and people be like, okay. You know, and then that. I mean, so, we've talked so much about money tonight. I'm so tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, like, if, even if Universal did something like that, they'd they'd also have a lot to gain as far as theme parks go. Because that's look what I'm saying. Many, look at how many six. Like Paul and I were talking about that, as he yeah. mentioned. Like, it, there's a Six Flags Vallejo. Imagine the more they could expand if they wanted to by adding some Universal slots to that if they really wanted to you, you imagine going to universal studios and you have a yeah some kind of dc world in there the right. hall of doom the hall of justice yeah, yeah. watchtower they have to make it better than like uh the well, they, have to, they have to make it better than what six flags has yeah which oh, means yeah. they have to make it better than whatever because they still have marvel stuff there and I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you right. i've been to the universal marvel section and i've been to six flags dc and it is like verbatim the same exact thing except change out the characters like yeah. i mean it's fun but it's it's low rent like compared to what disney's now doing with like the marvel characters over at at their parks right. so mm -hmm. you you need to do something that's going to match disney like without like without even thinking about it and take have it star labs and bat the bat cave we can i have... mean sure i mean i the the good the, the good thing about the comic book solitude yeah, oh, uh, you have you have you have bare minimum so much comic book reference that you can use. You you don't have it to you don't have to make it look exactly like the movies, but you have you have something that's in a crystal fortress. You yep. have um, crystal figures of the 
you know, Jarrell and uh, and and uh, uh, is it Car Carazoel? No, that's Laura. No, that's Laura. That's Laura. Um, Laura Bono. Cara is his, Cara is his yeah. cousin. That's right. So sorry, but have them holding up a, a a thing of Krypton in the middle there, and like you know, having like access to you know all of these things. You can have the you can have the crypt the 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 um the the alien zoo. You go to the Bat Cave. You have the big dinosaur and the giant penny. You know, yeah. you have a you yeah. know, and you can even have a Bat Cave that has multiple entrances. You can have one that's a bookcase sliding poles, or you can Whenever, have one that's, right. that's in the back the of Titans, a clock tower. The Titans Tower. Section of Wayne Manor too. Yeah. 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 There's there's so much that you could. There's so much that, and that's just Metropolis and Gotham. That's not even counting uh, Central City or oh Star my, City. Oh, the amount of Flash stuff I would fucking Coast use. City. Eco yeah. City, exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and you, you, could, you could even incorporate into Coast City that it's been rebuilt with the help of Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps <laughs> to tie into the comic books. Like right. there's so all, much there. Yeah. And and not even that. Every city you go to sells certain merchandise. So if you go to Coast City, mm. you get Green Lantern, you go to Central City, you get Flash merch, you go to Metropolis, mm. you get Superman mm. merch, Gotham, Batman, so on and so on and so on. Like it's it it writes itself. Femascara. Yeah, imagine having like, like yeah, they can have a Femascara yeah. fucking place too. Yeah. Oh, and they could even they could even make a whole fucking controversy about it because Themyscira, only girls can go to it. Like that would oh. be ridiculous. <laughs> but like maybe on Saturdays guys can go there oh like and and but only on Saturdays. But no, 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 because yeah. you, that's what's going to happen then because then Grace Randolph is going to be reporting from the scene be like, "Well, <laughs> but any any bad publicity is good publicity and like and it would be a change of pace like i'm just saying just like the dune bucket you could have fun with that like that would be that'd be fun i think but yeah like it's 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 right there it's right there if comcast wants to go it's right there comcast (laughs) listen to paul this is a good spot to uh to end the stream sorry Uh, (laughs) no it's okay no no you can have we can have uh we can have zach snyder's flying fox from the snyder (laughs) no but like that's actually that's like i actually would want to go on to Um, same yeah i thought the name was silly i don't know why it was called the flying fox but i was like hey the ship looks cool well, yeah, he had no, a nightcrawler. He had a flying fox. He had a bat. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all they're all based oh, off of a bat. A flying fox yeah. is a bat. So they're they're all based off bat. off of different bat uh, bat species and stuff. It's kind of like yeah. when Hans Zimmer and uh, oh, okay. uh, uh, James James Newton Howard had the Batman Begins. Uh, yep. Yeah. Every every uh, song was named after a different uh, bat species. Right? Oh shit! That's what it, I thought. It was just some weird ass Latin for like bat. You know, bruises like anger issues or something. Nope. No, they're all named no, after no. different species of bats. Oh, oh no, they they yeah. were they were particular in Batman Begins when he pulls up in that car at that hotel. A car, that, yeah, I forgot what the car is called, but it's actually another name for a bat. Oh, yeah, it, it looks like it's like a Lamborghini or something like that. I thought, that, I thought that I thought it saw like the logo on the front of the car, but that's yeah. yeah. Whatever that car is that he pulls up when you know when he hands the valet and he goes, yeah, you should see my other one, kind of thing. You know what's that's, funny about that, that? That car is like it, the name is is some some kind of bat. Batman is such an underrated movie. I do not understand that the lack of, you know, there isn't a lack of, you know, no. No, I I mean movie. I mean most people still consider the Dark Knight trilogy one of the best superhero yeah. trilogies ever. Even with even True. with I mean I, I 
Yeah, I, I love Rises personally, but yeah, you know, everyone. Yeah, knows, a lot of people Rises say Rises is the weakest one, of course. Yeah. But but I yeah. fluctuate. I, I I go back and forth on which one I like the most is Batman Begins and Dark Knight. It's hard yeah. to like. Sometimes I feel like one or the other is like. Yeah. You know what's funny? One. It's like before Dark Knight Rises was a thing and after Dark Knight came out, because obviously in that movie, he loses the Batmobile. But after he loses the Batmobile, he's driving around the Lamborghini. And I always thought there to myself, is. like, you know. there, Yeah, that. That's what the car is called. Yep. And it uh, translate. It translates to, to Batman. Bat. That's pretty great. I love <laughs> that. Yeah. Awesome. See, that's yeah. that's that's the fun attention to detail. And yeah. Sorry, I, thought, yeah. I, I no. thought it'd been it would have been fun to like have Batman drive that as his new Batmobile for the third movie, but obviously wow. they didn't go down that route. Yeah. No, but they need they needed to introduce the the I, bat, you, the bat I remember I know where anybody one of the things that just came back as a memory because this was like in my early days as a journalist. I remember like the day when they had the Batwing covered in like sheets, and then they were driving through the tunnel, and you see like you know the the Batwing is flying on the top of a car, and Anne was like, "What the fuck is this supposed to be?" And they're like, "That's a new Batwing," and they're like, "That was such a strange day," but yet you know they made it work. Can you could those. you guys could you guys imagine going into a theme park Bat Cave and you get to choose between the eighty nine Batwing, the <sighs> Dark Knight Rises gyrocopter. Or the flying fox from Zack Snyder's Justice League, I'd be like, I I, I don't want to leave here. I, I I'm gonna live here now. <laughs> you are selling this thing, man. No. You are selling this because because like I mean you're I mean I've I've been on the Warner Brothers tour and when you go into the DC part of that and you see all the right. suits and you see like the stuff that you see the all the Batmobiles you see the Bat vehicles essentially it's I mean obviously it's just Bat vehicles but yeah it's like and you're in like kind of they kind of make it like it's you're in a Bat cave. But yeah. if they really oh, did something like what they they did with that Star Wars land in, in uh, Disney, I oh, mean, dude. you really immerse I, yourself into that. Jesus yeah. Christ! No, but like, imagine you're in the Batcave, you you and 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 you're seeing the you're uh, pretty much like the studio tour. You're seeing all the different Bat uh, Batmobiles because they're trying to incorporate everything. Yeah. You look over here and you see all of the different bat suits, and you could even incorporate mm-hmm. the fucking bat suits that never were used in the Flash. You could just have them there as one variation of the Michael Keaton stuff. And then yeah. you have all the other movie iterations. You could have, oh, you could have the, the, the Batfleck armor, all the Robin suits. The, even the Robin yeah. suits. Yeah. Like yeah, that would be it. interesting. Yeah. Because yeah, at the Warner brothers tour, they have the Robin suit from BBS displayed. Yeah. Did yeah, they have the, be... any of the Titans Robin suits there? No, they didn't have any Titans stuff. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah, like make, the movie stuff. make it, make it, make it like Jim Lee's giant bat cave splash page from all-star Batman and Robin. Just do there that. There you go. There you go. Like, perfect. that's maybe like one of the only few good things about all-star. Yeah. <laughs> the art is that's the best awesome. thing in, in, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. When I, sure. when I read that book, I'm like, either I'm high or yeah. Frank Miller was on crack when he wrote this. I Frank will... Miller was fucking on some shit when he wrote that book. I don't Frank, know what Frank, Frank Miller from, the Dark Knight uh, strikes Returns? no strikes again. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dark Knight strikes again. Yeah. Uh, he's been dealing with a lot of alcoholism his whole life, and uh, that's why uh-huh. he he. There was a time and there was a time if you guys remember, he looked like he was like on on death on death's bed, I didn't. Basically. I didn't. I didn't yeah. know that's why. Yeah, I, he's I, I, he's, I a, he's, a, he's a very large recovering alcoholic. But I've seen him plenty of times in many conventions since. He's he's very healthy. He seems very happy now. Uh, Have you read will, Master Race? Yes, I was gonna say Master, Master Race, Race is, is 
Yeah, because that they were they were smart with that one because what they did is they had Frank design the story and the ideas, and they had Brian Azzarello write out the script, which right. I think was actually right. very smart. And Master Race actually for me is a very good like tie little bow onto the the Dark Knight uh you know trilogy basically with within the comic books. Mm. Yeah. I agree. It's a fun yeah. story. Well on that note. We probably yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should probably like uh, wrap this up. I know uh, it's getting late, but yeah, great conversation uh, when it comes to all this, talking about Dune, of course, and talking about Superman and everything that happened this week. And of course, thank you to William. Thank you to Ben for sh- also showing up. Um, yes. and, uh, yeah. Huh? And Chris. And Chris. That's right. Uh, yes, yeah, Chris. Jeez, always at the I end. Got, of I got you. I got you, boo. I got thank you. Thank you. You got me. You got yeah. Yeah, thank you. I was like, I'm always like, your bed. Who, I, I'll who showed go. up? Who showed up tonight? Jordan. Scott. No, Jordan, yeah. no, Jordan, was, Jordan was not here tonight. I know. I know. Jordan he was in the was, chat. He was in the chat. He was he in the, the chat. chat. Yeah, no, he was. He was. I, I know. know. He's he visiting up. like uh, his mom. So yeah, I yes. asked him if he wanted to show up and stuff. But anyways, we'll go around the horn and uh, go ahead and plug, uh, plug away, Andy. Well, I'm gotta be back. It's been. Been too long. Uh, you can find me at Anderbite on literally every social media page because God knows how long Twitter, Twitter will stay up. Uh, mm-hmm. You can find all my work at Screen Rant, uh, Multiverse of Color, and for those who saw today, I announced uh, my next little podcast adventure. The, the showrunner was. Per- I haven't said it out loud on any live shows. It's so weird. <laughs> I've had to keep the name on DL for so long, but uh, it's a new show from Multiverse of Color that will be. Going, you know, exploring what it's like to be a showrunner, and uh, the first episode dropped on March twentieth. So, and I've already recorded over ten, and more are being recorded already. So, there. Tune in if you love television. Is all I'm going to say. There it is. All right, Phil. Oh, thanks again for having me on. It was a blast getting to chat with the guys about Dune, Superman, whatever. It's always a pleasure yeah. being on here with you. Thank you again. If anyone wants to follow me, I'm everywhere except Twitter, because fuck <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> but just uh, at Unfiltered with three Ds. Um, you can check out my show, The Eternal Night Podcast. We did an episode last week about uh, the Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League, along with that that pitched Batman Beyond film. I got another episode coming over the weekend. I'm not going to say what it is, but it's quite the surprise. If you like uh, something on the other side of the fence, little Merc with the mouth and a you know yellow Wolverine. Yeah, we're we're wow. talking about that that trailer, but. Yeah, and outside of that, I'm on the Four Nerds every Wednesday. There it is. All right, Hi. Paul. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Paul. Uh, thanks for <laughs> thanks for yeah. You're, you're, you're Paul. You're Paul. I'm Paul. Yeah, no, you're I just Paul. want to say thanks. Uh, it's it, Dave. It's always a pleasure to be on here, and yeah. I, it's always great talking with all you guys. And thanks again for having me on. I always just love shooting this shit, and uh, I always just hope whenever I come on that it's not too big of a group and we can all get to say what we need to say. So I, I feel like I was able to talk a good amount tonight. And I'm yeah, I know sometimes it can get a little, a little crazy. I try to keep it like to six, seven guys. No, yeah, it, 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 it always just reminds me of one of my dad would watch like uh, uh crossfire on like, yeah. on, like the news, but, but instead of talking about any, anything like um, important world events, it's just us talking about, you know, like, movies and, and, and nurture yeah. yeah so it's Listen, are, are an important topic yeah, they are. yeah no I, I mean yeah to us and i, I think they're important like how much dick do we actually want to see that's you know that is, that is <laughs> um but anyway exactly. i've got nothing 
I, I, no, no, I'm just saying I've got nothing to promote. As you guys know, I'm just, yeah. I'm just here for the fun. Uh, so, but you guys can always find me at uh, pmickey1988 on on Instagram, and you can find me at Paul Panhook on uh, Vero. I'm al- I'm always on and always, you know, just 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 message if you guys want to say hey. So. There it is. All right, guys, we appreciate you watching, and uh, again, thank you to to Chris, Ben, and William, and uh, thank you to Andy, Phil, and Paul, and follow on all the stuff. It's all down below and everything. We will talk to you guys later.